Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. The guy's, the guy's just a douchebag, everybody. Welcome to the show, live on Monday night in Las Vegas. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It is the, the Pulp and Mill, presented by btosports.com. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are live from Las Vegas, and we got a great show for you. Thanks to everybody for listening. Don't forget, you can get this on iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher. We, uh, we're number four or five on Stitcher sports rankings, everybody. That's awesome. And um, the app, Pulp Mex app. You can listen live on the Pulp Mex app, um, which is super cool. And thanks to uh, everybody for doing that. So you can listen live on your phone while you're doing whatever, and you can uh, get the download um, next day. So thank you. BTOsports.com, the leader in off-road uh, parts and accessories. Fly Racing, a uh, super cool gear company, uh, gear of choice of many of the top riders. Race Tech Suspension, the privateer's choice, Race Tech Suspension. Uh, ben LeMay, Chris Blos, many other guys. X-Brand goggles, used by champions everywhere. If you want to win a title, you must wear X-Brands. Atlas Neck Braces, 30 years of uh, technology, all into a neck brace. Villapoto, Weimer, wear it. Why don't you? Uh, the most comforting neck brace out there. NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. One of the leaders in, in uh, truck parts, Showy Helmets, 50 years of helmet technology, Barsha, Alessi, Wyndham, they all wear Showy. Free gun underwear, uh, the underwear of choice of uh, Jimmy and Georgia Albertson, everybody. Works Connection, thanks Works Connection for coming on board. Tech One Designs, custom graphics, custom pit shirts, uh, you name it, techonedesigns.com. Uh, also, to FMF Racing, what more can you say about FMF? Thanks to those guys. Brat Bar, 810 Solutions. On board to get your Brat Bar and Rhino Global products. W Wheels, the official wheel of uh, three-quarters of the pits of a Supercross race. So uh, check them out, W Wheels. Black Ops Moto, better starter, better throttle response. BlackOpsMoto.com. And Optrix, all on board with us tonight. That's it. The spiel is done for now. Uh, we're looking forward to having a great show. Uh, Coy Gibbs and Tom Fichter from NFAB are both going to be in studio here in a little bit. SEMA show, big car show coming uh, here in Vegas. And they're going to come over and hang out for the first hour or so. James Stewart, fresh off the Monster Energy Cup. Brock Tickle and Steve Astefan, agent to the stars, Steve Astefan. Like I said, like I said, I'm Mathis, and with me once again this week, uh, former factory Suzuki mechanic, now mechanic at RCH Racing. Simply best, or simply the best, uh, one of the best mechanics around. Tony Berluti, what's up? How you doing, Steve? Thanks for coming back in. Ah, I love it. Two two weeks in a row. I like this. I know. Hey, do you um, you know much about this Tickle guy we're having? Are you, are you aware of him? <laughs> no, at all, I didn't, I didn't know you had him on. Yeah, I, I kind of know the guy. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so Berluti's in all studio or all show, and we're going to answer some tech questions as well. And uh, also ask the fan agent to the stars and James Stewart. Stewart's going to come on and talk about this really cool thing. Um, Red Bull asked me to get him on, and of course I would welcome James Stewart on. But Red Bull's got something cool happening. Red Berluti. Bull called he, and asked you to get him on. Yeah. Well, email. Oh, wow. um, and said, hey, do you can, can you have James on? He wants to talk about this real cool video dropping on this Wednesday. So Red Bull, like myself, is a little bored of Supercross and really enjoyed those Monster Energy uh, Cup um, twerks. Gotcha. You know, the Monster jo- the Joker Lane, the three mains. They enjoyed that like I did. Yeah. And so they're coming up with a video on Wednesday 
that could really be pretty cool and cool cool event. And so we're going to talk to James about that a little bit. So uh, looking forward to that. And, of course, Coy Gibbs, Thomas Victor uh, coming in. You know Coy at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah, through, you know, through the years that he's been doing it and yeah. stuff, you know. And good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, um, one of those guys, like, okay, so son of, you know, a Super Bowl winner, two-time Super Bowl winner, maybe three. Yeah, probably three. Uh, yeah. uh, um, and uh, also maybe the most successful NASCAR team out there, one of yeah. the ones. Um, grew up, no doubt, in a life of privilege, let's say, um, you know. And yet the guy is uh, super cool, super yeah. humble. Oh, Talk cool. to anybody. Yep. Uh, good guy. Interesting. And um, – you know, definitely one of the more one of the coolest guys uh, in the pits. Yeah, like for Gibbs, sure. So. Yeah, I, I like uh, old uh, Watson and him roused each other quite a bit. You ever see any of that stuff? Oh, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, you know, Kenny, Kenny's got the dada thing. You know, how much did dada give you? Right. But then, like Coy explained one time, what's the difference between dada and heart? Heart, <laughs> heart is his dada, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. it's the same thing. Kenny is not out there, you know, breaking new ground. Although Kenny did bring in some great sponsors, no doubt. But uh, that was always a Coy's po- po- uh, point. Uh, Coy was last in here in studio two or three years ago. JGR was sponsoring the show for a little while. Oh, okay. And Coy said, I will come back on the show as a sponsor if I get to drill Watson in the shoulder uh, as hard as I can. <laughs> so we did it live on the air. And Coy just, I mean, just, you know, he's a football dude and, you know. Oh, was pounded Watson, Watson. Was Watson on the ground crying? No, he he took it like a man, and then after the show, he's like, "Oh man, that hurts so much." <laughs> he's like, "That hurts." Show. I mean, Coy like took like a running step, so it was it was Ouch. pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty funny, and uh, so looking forward to having all those guys. And without you guys listening, uh, we couldn't do this. Thank you again. Uh, show's been killing it um, uh, as far as the ranking goes, and iTunes and all that, and our listenership. And uh, looking forward to a great twenty fourteen. Um, Berlute, I don't know even know if you want to do this, but. We we got the text the tech uh, quiz tech question segment we did last week. Yeah, um, and we're just waiting for Thomas and Coy to get here, and then we'll switch to this Toyota Dream Build thing. But for now, the tech question it was big, dude. Yeah, it was popular. We're good, great, um, awesome. People dug it. Uh, we got we asked for questions this week. We got more, so um, we're gonna ask some of those. And I hope you don't mind doing them. I don't no, know. absolutely I, yeah, not. Uh, yeah. um, the roundtable people wanted them, and. Um, um, you know, they, they really thought it was great. Uh, Hey, also too, um, just walking in late from, uh, wherever he was probably no doubt doing some sort of concrete business. Uh, the Tits legendary Tits, what's up? Sorry. I didn't, uh, wake up on time. I was just taking a nap. Were you really? No. Oh, I was at school. <laughs> uh, Tits legendary in, uh, producing the show, holding the, holding it down, um, doing the segments and everything. Tits, uh, we'll let you tweet your stuff and, and yes. eat your dinner and let's, I got some tech questions here. Um, all right, okay, here we go, uh, as my wife beats down a dog upstairs, or downstairs. Uh, okay, so this is, um, this is a question from Jake. Um, if I lower my forks into triple clamps and slide the rear axle back to gain stability, if I lower my tri- forks and triple clamps and slide the rear axle back to gain stability, how else will this affect my bike? So, you know, drop forks, move, a- move axle back to get stability. Uh, it'll not turn as good. It'll, it won't turn as tight. Yeah, moving, what else? It, moving it down or yeah. moving moving the axle back, but he's dropping the front because he wants it to turn, right? Because uh, he's dropping no, the I forks in the clamps. Or low, he... No, he's lowering the forks in a triple clamp, so he's moving the forks down. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, no, complete stability. What he's doing, he's doing. Uh, 
making but, it stable both ways. But which, like you said. Which he knows that. So his question is, how else will this affect my bike? Is there anything weird? Yeah, turning, like you said, that's right. probably the number one thing. Um, suspension works a little different. But in my experience, like you've got to be a pretty good rider to, to notice the different angles of the front tire hitting the dirt. And, Depends on if he's in the sand or hard pack, you know. Yeah. I don't. So different tracks, too. You know, if it's sand, yeah. you know, and it, or it's rough, I think that's probably a good move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. Um, uh, how long before you should change fork oil in a brand new bike? You know, back in the day, it was, people used to say fish oil came in them and stuff, but no, it's it's regular good oil. Uh, Is it good now? It's better yeah, than what it's, it used to be? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's it's normal, regular oil. Um, and now that they're cartridge, you don't have like, you don't have pieces of uh spring and stuff floating around to hang up the valving or whatever so so how long probably i'd say probably 20 hours maybe all that much on new stuff huh for for okay. i'd say for you're talking the average guy right yeah yeah of course yeah. yeah yeah uh what do you think of full synthetic oil the parts guy called me an idiot for trying to get some he said the clutch will slip fully synthetic oil well, um, we've been running full synthetic yeah. for a long time, and and yeah, it does. You know, it could you know do something with the clutch, but for most most parts, all the times that we've used it, it hasn't affected the clutch. So the, the I, I recommend thing, it. The biggest know? thing is it's uh, it's expensive and wears faster, right? I mean, from what I understand. What do you mean? It's it, definitely more expensive. Yeah, doesn't it? Uh, doesn't it uh, get dirty faster? Uh, synthetic? synthetic? Yeah, fully synthetic. Uh, I thought it yeah, did. I don't, I don't know about yeah, that's a possibility. I don't know on the dirty part, but okay. for sure you get better horsepower, you know. And uh, synthetics, you know, they they change like like you like change with the times, you know, and things get better. I I I, I believe in synthetics myself, full synthetic. Right, right. Um, proper way to clean an air filter: what to clean it with, how much oil to re-oil it with. I don't know if you've ever used a no toil system. It's, no, well, no. they have I, an, I they have an oil it, yeah. and a, and a, and a uh, like a powder to wash. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it works phenomenal. Oh, uh, Big Rick, um, Car Carmichael's pops uh, turned me on to it back mm -hmm. in Florida, and they're they ride in the sand, mm -hmm. and it's great, and it washes so good. You know, when yeah. that's the biggest thing is washing is the worst thing with filters. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I always used to just go down and get some solvent from you know parts store, but the stuff in California is pretty weak. So what, never, solvent? Yeah, the solvent. Yeah. Never really that good. You know? I don't recommend gas. I mean, it's dangerous. Yeah, and it's nasty and it stinks up the place. But uh, I think it gets the the glue in the filters too. Some people say the glue. Yeah, it'll yeah. attack the glue in a filter. I've never yeah. seen that, but um, what do you recommend for a timing chain tensioner maintenance? You think the stock ones are okay? Should I switch to an aftermarket one? Um, yeah, stock timing chain temp. Well, Suzuki is a is not a an auto, right? Yeah, it is. The, oh, it, it is? the okay. first two years they oh, weren't. Okay. Yeah. So the biggest thing is on some of those after a long period of time because there's a lot of pressure on it. Like some of them are a ratcheting type deal, and they got teeth on them, and uh, those teeth kind of wear out, and and that does that sometimes can be a problem. And then uh, the Honda and the other ones, there's like a spring in there, so it's a it, it, those things kind of get worn, but it, after a long period of time, you might consider going to an aftermarket one. But uh, yeah, when never... they're fairly new, for probably fifty to sixty hours, the stock one's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Two thousand seven YZ250F. Recently, I had to, I've had to shim my valves twice in the last four rides. What's going on, and should I be worried? 
Absolutely. Uh, if you don't, yeah, we don't tell us how many hours are on the bike. Um, yeah, that's not that's not normal. Well, no, if um, you have to shim it, anytime you start shimming them, they're yeah. they're gone. The valves are starting to sink into the, mm-hmm. they're going away. So basically, he needs new valves, and he should probably cut the new put cut new seats too yeah. in the head. And uh, yeah, it's definitely not good. Shim my valves twice in the last four rides. Yeah, he needs he springs, needs to pull the head valves. Off. Yeah, everything. Better pull it off before the thing grenades. Um. Hmm. Race gas versus pump. How much power will you get? And uh, is it worth the money? Race uh, gas versus pump gas. There again, depends on the level of racing you do and yeah. what you do. For sure. Um, race gas makes a difference. It makes a difference. <laughs> but nowadays, the stuff that most people are using is minimum of $40 a gallon. Yeah. So is it worth it? Now, if you get just like a, a basic race fuel, you know, yeah, it helps. There's some stuff. Right over here, when I had a bike that was selling out of the pump, it was one hundred. Uh, yeah, one hundred or ninety, ninety-eight or something. Yeah, I recommend right it. Right out of the pump. Yeah, it was bad. About eight bucks again for six bucks, seven. Yeah, eight, I yeah. think it was. Uh, I think it was seven bucks. Yeah. I want to know the best way to clean up the notches in the fingers of my clutch basket. Uh, can't find a replacement one. Nineteen eighty-one YZ two fifty. This guy should talk to my brother. Um, my brother, vintage expert. Yeah. I'm sure you can get a clutch basket for an eighty-one YZ two fifty, right? Oh yeah. Somebody. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, just use a file if you want to clean up your 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 uh, notches. Just use a file. Uh, what else? Oh, we got a lot. It's hard to when people don't um don't tell us uh how many hours they have or what you know what they've tried or anything else. It's tough to. So um, they're sending you a lot that many, huh? Dude, I got so many. I've been oh, scrolling awesome. through. Uh, for the subframe mod on an 04 YZ250, where do I cut the subframe and how much should I cut off? What's the benefits? Um, Mark, if you're not going to cut it and re-weld it and change the mounts for the silencer and everything, then the most you can do, from my experience, maybe you know different, the most you can do is two millimeters, just get a round file, do it at the bottom holes, go two millimeters um, into the aluminum, and then uh, it's four millimeters on the back fender. It's always double on the back fender. And that way your silencer, any more than that, your silencer starts getting goofy and it starts getting weird to hook up. Yeah, for sure. To bolt up. And then every time you tighten your subframe, push down on the seat, on the back of the seat, to make sure that the it bottoms out against your new holes that you ground. Yeah. Anything, I mean. No, I, I mean, you got to have it done by we, somebody good, a we, good fab guy. We used to at Yamaha. Mm-hmm. We would get the ends, you know, with, where the bolts go through. Mm-hmm. We'd get those from Japan. Nice. And then we would cut, you know, a lot out of the subframe and then re-weld those ends on and then move the, the silencer mount so it bolted up like brand new, like not, you know. What's the most you guys went down? Uh, I think four. Four or five? No, I mean, to the rear fender. Oh, that'll be ten? Yeah. yeah. Ten's, yeah. Ten's, ten's common. Yep. That's what we usually do is minus ten. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's – and you know what? I, I found um, um, in the last few years, it doesn't matter – Tall or short rider, they all want it cut. They Seems all like, like it. it yeah. yeah, but you're not cutting it for height. JT's cutting it for because he's short. Yeah, but Villeman was cutting it. You know, Chad Reed was cutting it. Tim Ferry was cutting it. We went it, back so. and forth with Tick. Tick. Tick ended up using standard. Oh, he did. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? What was the craziest thing Damon Huffman's dad did when you were his mechanic? <laughs> this is like the same same uh, as did, last year. Did we get huh? that question last week? Well, maybe similar. Um. Actually, he was really cool with me. He did some uh, 
crazy stuff with his own stuff because he had his own, you know, fab shop. Mo- oh, he did? Mo- mo- motor shop. And, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made some killer. Uh, oh, so he was like Tony Alessi. PW. Like where, where Tony would get in and do his own work. <laughs> yeah, but this guy knows what knew what he's doing somewhat. <laughs> um, he actually made some killer uh, PW50s. I mean, screamers. Oh, really? Yeah, he sold a lot. He did a lot, you know. But um, nothing crazy. The guy was cool. Um, do supercross and motocross bikes have special three-speed trannies? Um, yes, they do. Uh, my YZ450 at Yamaha had three speeds. Did you ever work with a three-speed? Yeah, our two-strokes. We used to. They were th- three speeds, the 250s? Uh, I had one, yep. Really? Mm-hmm. What years would that have been? I didn't. My never... boy, my like my boy Renard days. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't but, know that. But I, I had to, we never did that on two strokes. Yeah, I had to look in advance mm-hmm. when I was building my motor to see the start. You know, to see if it was a long start or short start. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as it was a short start, you're, that's you're okay. If yeah. you went the length of the stadium, you were screwed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I I'm, seriously, I, I would change from one week to the next. Um, um, yeah. We never we did three speed on four strokes, um, a few times, and we would also take the counterbalancer out. Add some weight to the crank, and it was all done for weight and and yeah, and make it easier for yeah. uh, um, you know, make it easier to shift. The guys could basically use two gears. Around, when around you, when you guys were four speed, you went to three speeds. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. our Suzuki's were four speeds too. Yeah, at four. And at, then we went from five speeds to four speeds. You know, on on two YZ. Oh, did you? Well, yeah, and but you know, the dummy, the the fifth gear would just be a dummy gear. Yeah. You know, yeah. a little shaved metal down. You know, because it had to be there per yep. rules. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, there are definitely three speeds out there. Um, uh, gold rims become standard equipment on 1990 factory Suzuki's and still used who and what boss decides that option. Who decides on the color of the rim? I think that comes from Japan. Me too. Yeah. Um, the only ones that I know that came with those gold wheels were the Carmichael replicas. Oh, okay. Yeah. The two, the two stroke. And then so I, you guys use gold on racing bikes and you had to, so you had to build new wheels and all that and everything. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, we, we got our wheels built for us. Oh, yeah, we did. Um, our first set, and then we had to build them. But mm-hmm. our first sets were always built for us. They they did that with us when I was first at Suzuki. Yeah. Then later, they just sent hubs, and then we had to do our own. I hate building wheels. Yeah, I hate it. I always used to trade it off. Like, hey, you true my wheel. I'll do all these filters. You know, yeah, <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Let's see. Man, these guys crazy um tits uh message for you uh chris blows will be calling in you better answer okay <laughs> you know because you you can tell when that red light lights that it's blows and you're not going to get it yeah uh Berlou, last one let's do this last one what parts of a bike should you always check before you head out to the tracks and what should you always check before a moto uh, for sure your linkage bolts shock really? bolts uh i'd say your yeah well i mean that's yeah. That's for sure the main okay. things. What, what do you say, really? Why do you say it like that? Oh, well, those things are pretty, I mean, they're pretty bulletproof, but maybe that's why I'm not an ace nah, mechanic. No, no, you're right. I mean, I'm just saying for me, for sure, as far as safety, if he's talking safety, but, you know, like side panels and seat bolts, is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. 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 I, uh, um, it's a good idea to re-torque. It's, you always should torque your triple clamp bolts on your forks. Buy a cheap torque wrench from Sears or whatever. And you should check those. Check your seat bolts. Uh, check your air pressure. Check your air pressure in your forks now. Yeah. <laughs> if you got one of those bikes. Yeah, for sure. Um, spokes. Spokes, yeah. yeah. Always check spokes. Spokes by the by the rim lock always seem to come loose. Yep. So good yeah. idea. Also, too, uh, before I ever rode a bike, uh, as a, even in my own, you know, when I was winning all those Manitoba titles, 
Um, take that stock rubber thing and ditch it on the on the on the rim. Ditch it, duct tape it, use that. Right? Yeah, uh, just easier when you're outdoors. Tires and- outdoors, um, or, or I I like to go both. Really? Yeah, go both? just for safety. That's so I, huh? Well, well the, the tape the tape holds the spokes. So if they get loose, that you yeah. know the nipples won't back out. Yeah, because that's what happens with the rubber strap. But then uh, the the reason why is because you know we don't do our tires anymore. It's a service from Dunlop, right? So yep. I don't. Sometimes the nipples will start coming through the the tape, and unless they're on top of it, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I yeah. use the the rubber for safety. You know, okay. Always use rubber for safety, tits. Yeah, always. Always. Uh, raining yellow guys on the phone. Uh, does he know James Stewart isn't going to come on for a while? Yes, he knew that. He's like, yeah, I'll come up with something. So, of course, it was James Stewart related. Raining yellow. What's going on? Hey, what time should I call back to talk to uh, James? James Stewart will be on around 7.30. 7.30. Okay, no. I, uh, I got my seven gear pre-ordered through BTO Sports. Nice. Nice. I'm happy I used the Pulp MX code. Saved big money. Saved huge money. I saved, I saved like 30% and as expensive as that stuff is. Yeah, it was very which, very appreciated. Which stuff did you go with? I went with the stuff that he wore, like at Anaheim. It's the teal, the white, the yeah. navy blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was hoping they'd come out with uh, the color variant that he wore at Hangtown, where it was it was more black and and uh, kind of like that toothpaste blue. Uh, yeah, wasn't it like a Johnny L, like old Suzuki, right? Old school Suzuki colors. Oh, that's the that's. That's another color option that they got. Yeah, it all that, looks good, but uh, yeah, I went with the the stuff, the white stuff that I'm going to turn black because I well, you know it's, crash a lot. Yeah, fascinating, Randy Yellow. Thank you. Uh, yep, yep. So uh, I'll be calling back to talk to James. We can hardly wait. Yeah, yeah. See ya. Uh, man, that guy loves James Stewart. Really loves him. Some really James glad Stewart. He called in to tell us he pre-ordered that <laughs> and, stuff. and what color he wanted yeah, and everything. Yeah. Um, Seven Gear is out, I guess, so that's good. Um, Berlou, what did you do this week? Did you go to Cali? Did you go testing? Um, and you're, Are you heading down there? What's, yeah, what's I the... mean, I'm just uh, waiting for word from them, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know we're waiting right for now. parts California? and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless unless he flew back or something out of the blue. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. pretty much where he lives and trains. So uh, Kyle Bentley during the week does the filters and does the maintenance? No. Oh. No, you, you uh, have a guy? Phil. Factory Phil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Phil, he's a good guy. He's, so Ka- he's on it. And, right. uh, so Kyle Bentley does not uh, do the practice bike stuff? No. He doesn't do the... Not anymore. Not oh. anymore. Uh-uh. Oh, wow. That must be nice. Yeah. Right? How's, yeah. How's that? Uh, Coy Gibbs, Thomas Victor in studio. Here we go. Sit down. Gra- grab a seat. Come on in. Yeah, headphones are there. Oh, normal headphones? Um, yeah, in the in the room. Um, and then uh, grab those. Uh, welcome, guys. We're... we're Really happy to have you. Thomas, what's up? No, we're just breaking in here. No, running that's all right. Late. Running late. Coy Gibbs, running late. This feels, what's up with this chair? Really? Oh, we were going to get you to sit there. Actually, I don't think your cord will reach. Trying to lean over like. Well, you can sit. Why don't you sit oh. there? Um, uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Toyota Dream Build. This is why you're here. We it are is. trying our best to pump this up. It's an NFAB JGR Toyota creation. I framed it like this last week. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I framed it like this. A box fan made love to a Tundra, <laughs> and this is what they produced. Well, have you seen it? Did you see it? I saw photos of it, yeah. I saw videos, and then I saw the photos and stuff and all that. So It's only 20 minutes from you. 
I know, right? Couldn't drive down the road and see it. It's called it's called uh, my normal day job. Jason Wygant is uh, you know busting my butt to uh, your boss. Yeah, my boss, Jason Wygant. Yep. Um, so how's the truck look? How is it? It's good. It's killing it. I think um, it's huge. That's for sure. <laughs> if it was a size deal, we would have won. Oh really? A long time ago. Yeah. Tom, oh, yeah. I, it was actually good for us because we got to do all the. We got to get it first. And yeah. Thomas had to finish everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the hard part we didn't have to do. What's the coolest thing about it? I have to say, probably the top's pretty. Awesome. You know, this thing has so many details. It's it the suspension is cool. Uh-huh. It's long. It's big. It's the interior is cool. The yeah. all. I mean, the, you know, it's all the built-in stuff. It's 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 a. It's, it, I think we killed it, you know, as far as the whole vehicle is concerned. Uh, ToyotaDreamBuild.com. Uh, go there and vote as many computers as you can. You can vote once a day. Tomorrow it ends at 10 a.m. Correct. Right, Pacific time? And we're trying to meet, beat the NASCAR guys. I mean, they're well, – they, uh, Now I saw the guy that works for Oakley named oh, Schmaggio. He, he just rhymes with Schmaggio. He tweeted a photo. They're making a push. Yeah, they're not. Those guys. Think- they're trying. I think he manipulated the screen to take a picture of it. Honestly, <laughs> you saw that. Berlude, yeah. have you seen this thing? Like no, full? Uh, no. I gotta we check it out during the commercial. Oh, um, okay, it's a commercial break. Um, so, what's the with general SEMA show in town? What's the general uh, thoughts about that truck? People are just blown away, or? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it opens tomorrow. Everything. Oh, like, okay. Oh, I thought it was right now. Thomas has his booth up there too. Yeah. Um, with all the infab stuff, I think the place is. It's one of those things you don't really want to go, and then you get here, and you're like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's so it's, many it's really cars, cool. And if you're a car person. I was know, disappointed by the um, lack of Ridgeline area last year. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I, I warned about the I whole like, Ridgeline I was thinking they had this, uh, like, who interview. would buy one of those tr- pointless trucks? <laughs> pointless trucks, <laughs> really? Pointless I got truck a truck, bitch. I got a trunk. Just, uh, it, you got it because no one would buy you it. You have beat this into the ground. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> Thomas is sickened by it. Just right. sickened by it. Thomas makes hey. parts for everything. I know. Except, <laughs> except for that. Except for that. And then a guy called in with a 1981 <laughs> Ranger. And there was nothing for that either. Um, uh, Thomas, how many hours are in this thing for you guys? NFAB. How many? Uh, like you got the truck. I can calculate get... it as far. It's about 800 hours. Do you, how much stuff do you have to fix after JGR screwed up? Like after <laughs> About eight, you... eight pounds of Bondo, he said. <laughs> eight gallons. <laughs> eight gallons of Bondo. Yeah, the, the painter guy really came through. But um, uh, eight hundred hours it sucked because when we handed it off, I knew there's a ton of stuff that we didn't finish yeah. or get to. But it just was like time. Did you want to get go. to it? I, I, I <laughs> did. <we> tried. <laughs> I, stayed up, I stayed up till four a.m. that last night. Yeah, I didn't hit it real hard early on. I'm not gonna lie. Spencer did most of the work. <laughs> Right, but right. But then late, I Xbox started panicking, and, stuff, and yeah. I stayed. No, it really was. It was, you know, they, they did a lot when I, you know, the, up there in uh, North Carolina, and then we did a lot in Texas. It was a group effort. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, honestly, it was a lot of fun. It, it, you know, so yeah. you, you, during it, you're like, you don't know if you can get through it. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, almost a mind over matter thing. But, but uh, it, once, once you get done, especially, you know, Coy being here at SEMA and us all, you know, rallying around. And we had a press conference, you know, in California, and then we did another one today. It's it's really kind of cool to align yeah. yourself with, with these kinds of Toyota and, and Joe Gibbs racing. It's, for me, it's cool to align ourselves. You know, me and Coy have been friends for a number of years, and it's cool to be able to, uh, you know, do these these kind of things with those people, uh, you know, that whole JGR group. So I'm I'm pumped on the whole thing. I just want to win it now. I know. It's- well, and then um- – 25k 
to Road to Recovery and Asterix Medical Truck. Yeah, there's kind of a twist but on that too. Well, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, can, we can. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we okay, can. Okay, I, I heard from my sources that may or may not rhyme with schmeege <laughs> that you, Coy, thought there was no, a No, not just – it was everybody. Jeremy. Okay. So there well, was, so I, last year there was a prize given out. There Correct. was, yeah. This so, somehow we thought the prize was going out this year. So you guys have told everybody this is what we're doing with the prize. Well, we're doing it anyway. Thomas we're and I are going to split it. Yeah, we're just going to pay it. But we win, we're going to pay out of our own pocket. So, la- so they, then Toyota says this year, Balut, yeah, we're not giving that 50K away. These guys already told everybody, hey, this is what we're doing. Oh, this is wow. what we're going to do. This is where the money's going. But so. thankfully, you two guys are stepping up, and you're going to make it happen anyways. Well, I'm, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Get everybody's vote. Who do we blame? Yeah, hey, do we blame J-Bone for this? No. I mean, I'm going to take the credit, I guess. I, no, I don't I, even I, know I, where honestly, it came from. I, everybody just, like, I don't know. We didn't check, and we all assumed <laughs> – we just got to building and went to, went to town, and right. then we just started putting it out there that, hey, we're going to. I was actually excited about that. Hey, I will say that Coy's the one that picked the charity, so it must be on him. I did. I, I did because okay. I was excited because obviously the economy has been t- terrible the last couple of years. I yeah. feel like you know, I've had guys in the, the the asterisk unit more than anybody probably. I think yeah. I go over there every now and, and and get bothered to hook um, me up with something, so right. I was excited about doing that. Oh yeah, okay. Well, it's 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 cool. You guys are doing that. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Coy Gibbs or Thomas Victor from uh, Nfab, give us a call. Or if you question Tony Berluti or myself, uh, give us a call. So we're ahead. We got one more day. Final push, everybody. ToyotaDreamBuild.com. Go to the tab that says JGR. Uh, enter your email address. Now tits over there. I'm not sure. Um, he's an average, ordinary guy. Fantastic producer. Not a great looking guy. Oh. I like the glasses. Oh, <laughs> but now, Tits is a... He drives a real truck. He do- what do you got? Man, did you see that Tundra out there? That's yeah. what I'm talking about. He's a beautiful looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's beautiful. That's yeah, funny how that happens. Uh, tits, tits, did, you, did you vote? I did, actually. Were you one of the... Did how many got- days? How many times? I'm not uh, just today. Oh, see, well, I'm sorry, way but way no, but okay. Here, see, if we right. went at this like like tits did, then we'd I wasn't be aware of it still... until today. Hey, did you? Were you one of the? Somebody texted me and said, "Hey, I don't want to give my email address for that." Not me. Not you. Not me. Just do it, though, I, I, everybody. I put it in, right, actually. just do it. Just that's do the stupid gay. email address and do it. You know, you're supporting are... the motor community. No, I mean that's the biggest thing. You're lighting yeah. my it wallet. It crosses right. over everybody. F you, dude. <laughs> if, if you don't, that's to people who don't well, want to put their you, emails. Guess in. what? If you yeah. just voted today, mm-hmm. how many email addresses do you have? Just well. Oh, you can do. I thought you can do computers. No, you can. Uh, you can do as many email addresses as you have on in the other same words, computer. Same computer. Oh, well, I'm, go I'm going to town. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. I did not know that. One. I thought they knew your IP address, so they wouldn't let you vote. No, you can okay. go as many as many email addresses okay. that you have. You just vote away. Um, this thing is really cool, um, and no doubt. It's going to tour. Uh, going to be at all the seventeen races, supercars. Uh, Do we know I, this? Usually, I think it's about ten or twelve. Okay. All right. I mean, it doesn't go to Toronto. Doesn't uh, go to the, Indy. Oh, screw the Canadians. With yeah, pits. yeah. With pits. What's that? With the pits. Oh open yeah, yeah, right, pits. right. Open pits. So yeah. you guys can check it out if you're at one of the supercars at open pits. We uh, try to take it to Canada. It probably charge us about fifty thousand dollars to get across the border. Well, right? you know what? It's a beautiful country. You got to pay to be there. <laughs> you got to pay to be there. It's beautiful. A lot, a lot to offer. A lot to offer. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Coy. So. Uh, Monster Cup didn't go so great for Josh Grant and, and you guys, but um, 2014, uh, Grant's coming back. Justin Brayton there. Excited? You happy? Yeah, no, I, I am. I'm excited. I think um, it's probably the farthest we've been. We, we're ahead, for sure, with the new bike. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, you know, you're struggling 
late December trying to get things done. But been working with Yamaha, and uh, they got a lot of parts ironed out, and we're working on the bike back with Justin. So I feel good about it. I mean, I, and I'm excited about the bike. Yeah, the reviews are a little more positive. Like they're the guys are pumped. Yeah, I mean, I, I think obviously um, you won't know until you get out there on the track. Yeah, um, but. We're excited about it. I mean, I think um, what you saw, Josh, that was really early on. Um, you know, we didn't have a lot to do with that. We didn't have a lot of parts. Mm -hmm. So Yamaha definitely helped out. But, I mean, it was, uh, you know, it, I can't say it was a full-blown effort. We didn't have everything we needed to go do it. Mm -hmm. But, obviously, it's important to, to everybody, all our sponsors. So we wanted to go run and, and uh, make it happen. And Brayton didn't go. He had a little bit of just some minor surgery. Yeah, um, he had a, yeah. he's got a bone growth from a, a broken ankle a while back and it just kind of kept growing mm -hmm. and then the problem was it was rubbing rubbing on the pipe oh okay so then he got he actually had staff in it last year oh wow yeah i didn't know so that we had to, had, it, it was a bigger issue um than, than even i thought yep <laughs> after we got to the bottom of it but got that fixed got it ground down and they said he should be good to go now he got married too he did yeah and i was at the wedding so, so you weren't invited well, though right no uh, well maybe got lost in the mail I, I, was why can't invited I, I don't know was he or not? Were you, oh, you don't remember seeing him there? He would have been the guy pocketing everything, like all the silverware <laughs> and everywhere. Stealing yeah. <laughs> he would have been the guy taking everything. Um, <laughs> the styrofoam right. box at the buffet. Right. Uh, that was actually a good time. I had a, I had a great time. That was a great Here's wedding. the thing that I'm worried, though. Okay, so Justin got married to a North Carolina girl. He's, he's lived in North Carolina for over a year now. He's there. What if he doesn't get ride? For, you, you have to give him a ride now every year. <laughs> Well, I mean, that, I mean, you have to do that because what's he going to do? I tell them all, it's a performance-based industry. Um, you know, uh -huh. I, you know we, we're all. So how's Patrick still there then? That's. That, <laughs> I agree. I'm kidding. I'm joking. He's gone as soon as I get back. <laughs> Patty. Patrick. <laughs> He's the only guy originally from North Carolina. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. In fact, it was a stack of resumes, and uh, Jeremy pulled the resume out and goes, "Hey." I like this kid. And I was like, okay. So he came in. I gave him the simplest task, which literally a two-hour job. <laughs> two days later, he's still working on this thing. And I'm like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> but you hired him. I did. <laughs> I did. You so know Patrick still at all? in there. Patrick is a uh, uh, Brayton's guy. Yeah, I yeah. he's a great guy. Big yeah. long neck. Good Berlude, guy. Berlude's been a mechanic since 1989. Cool. I know. He's good been, God. Yeah. Been rolling. Right? He's got. He knows Lance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lance Mayo? Nork. Nork. Yeah, back. Nork, back in the day. I don't know what you're talking his about. Da well, his dad was, what, the mayor of yep. Oklahoma City? He raced a little bit, then he went into the trucks. How but do you know him? Because I raced him oh. in the truck series, and then I knew he knew Blurley, and then um, my brother actually wrecked him <laughs> in the last race on accident, and I run, I, I got the win rookie of the year. So well, you, he, holds, he holds that against me all the time. You never signed my Coy Gibbs trading poster thing, my little poster I had. Which one? I had it from J Bone's house, the Coy Gibbs, uh, oh, yeah. you know, Interstate. I'll definitely sign that. Yeah, sign that for me. We'll put it in the studio here, interstate. next to my Southwick Sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so you're looking forward to the new year, and uh, is this? So you're year seven now. Your race team, I believe. Six. Six. Yeah. Still having fun? Still enjoying it? I mean, uh, you guys, you won a Supercross. <laughs> you won a national Supercross. Uh, there's yeah, been right. some success. There's also been some downers. Cody Cooper. Um, but I oh, love Cody. Oh, he was a great guy. We ruined him in Supercross. We should have just done outdoors. You <laughs> should have. Yeah. Dang it. Remember when he almost beat Stewart on a Suzuki? Yeah, and I remember. <laughs> Unadilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember the one time he pulled up, and our truck was right next to the Asterix truck. And I said, look, Coops, I don't have to go very far to pick you up. And he went, hey. 
<laughs> or the time that he hit the message button. The message button. He thought he could. He he was going. He goes. I was hitting the massage button all night, but nobody came to my room. And I'm like, massage button. I said, where was it? He goes on the phone. I said, that was a message button. <laughs> <laughs> massage button. Uh, yeah, the courtyard doesn't offer massages. No. Like it just doesn't happen. Awesome. But um, yeah. So still having fun. Still like get excited or, I mean. Uh, yeah, we're still hanging in there. Are you more excited about this Toyota Dream Build truck? That actually was was a lot of work. See, I had done one before. I did a bike. Yep. And I knew it was a pain in the butt. The bike. The bike was really difficult. Still around us. It looks cool. It yeah, it looks awesome. I want to put it back in the truck, but we we didn't grab it. Yeah. So I knew going in it would be a nightmare, but having Thomas on board and all the guys at Infab made mm-hmm. it. You know, it was definitely our safety net. Made it way easier. And fab industry leader in making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, and other off-road accessories. Except for crappy trucks. We design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available in industry. At NFAB, they are committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular parts for all the latest trucks and SUVs. Except for the yeah. pile you're uh, driving. Thomas, thank you for your support of the show, by the way, too. It's been yeah, awesome. It's been good. I hope, hopefully it's been good for you, and, and uh, we, uh, we're happy to, to promote you guys and help you out. And I mean, NFAB, um, you, you, I mean, you support... Jessica Patterson now in the GNCC series. Uh, you had N5 Yamaha with Alan Brown this year. Um, you're helping out JGR guys, obviously. You're motocross. You're in. This is this is it. I don't even know what to say about that. But yeah. I mean, you love it. Like it's, no, it's, I mean, I, I you yeah. know, I I do love motocross and everything that it represents. And uh, you know, it's um, the industry's interesting, and mm-hmm. you know, I've learned a lot, and it's I think it's been great for my brand. Um, and we've talked about it a bunch as far as, you know, people yeah. and dirt bikes and pickup trucks and, and how that relates to, to what I build. So, um, but no, I'm, shoot, I just, I can't wait for Supercross to come back around. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, spent. <laughs> so I'm not, not, you know, it's been a tough couple months. Getting this, this thing. Getting oh, this, between this and all the, my normal, you know, their mistakes, oh, right. just everything yeah. Yeah, yeah. tough. Yeah, like you have like four trucks there, don't you? I mean, we did almost forty different builds for SEMA, for different and, companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. yeah, that we supported, and then you know, there's there's uh, a bunch of our own. So there's it's it's pretty mind numbing the whole <laughs> scope of things. But you know, we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, SEMA's that convention hall is three million square feet, so it's hard to make a impact mm-hmm. unless you go big. So there's. Yeah. Oh, just like last year, we got both semis over there. We got you know lots of trucks and lots of parts on trucks and this kind of build and yeah, you know doing radio shows and media events. So it's pretty cool for uh, us. N-Fab.com. Check them out uh, online. And uh, like I said, N-Fab uh, supports the Pulp Mech Show, and we we thank you for that. Um, what, this past year, Phil Nicoletti on the N-Fab Yamaha team um, really broke out. Uh, you had to have been pumped. You got a lot of press from that. Filthy Phil ran top ten a lot. Um, uh, you had to have been happy. Phil's a stud. Phil's a stud. What's, yeah. Where's Phil right now? Where's he been? Um, he's, at he's at club as oh, usual. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah motoring down. Right. I, I, I hasn't returned a few texts, so I didn't know if he was still alive or it's just me. Have or... you been to Club MX? No. It's out there in the weeds. <laughs> they probably don't have cells or right. <laughs> Oh, really? Is it way? Yeah, it's way out there? It's way out there. there. There's all these. There's Club MX, and there's MTF and GPF, and there's a south of the border. It's a nut, like, I can't keep them straight. Obviously, these things are making money because there's more and more of these places popping up. That's what we need to do, Coy. We need to I go agree. in business. We need to do you it. and I need to go in business. For Ludi, you too. We'll bring one out here in Vegas. What's that? In Vegas? The riding area. Yeah. Yeah. Buy Camp Coker or something. Here? Can you buy Camp Coker? 
<laughs> What's I don't know what that. Oh, is. That's one. Isn't that in the Carolina somewhere? Oh, yeah. is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, is hey, it still going? Um, uh, I don't know. Oh. I, we honestly don't venture out very far. We do go to clubs, and Zach comes up rides a supercross track, but I would not let the Osborne guy anywhere near your Why? place. Oh, he's sketchy. He's awesome. Uh, Thomas, uh, Jessica Patterson, last year, you've been a longtime supporter of her no matter what team she's been on. She's going off-road racing. Are you going to stick with her? Are you going to help her out? No, going, you know, we've talked about that her, before, yeah. too. And, yeah, I'm always going to try to support their effort. And Nobody's uh, been a bigger backer of JP Money. Well, Thomas. you know, Nobody. They'll, they'll, I think her and Eddie will tell you that, that yeah. I helped extend their career. But, you know, honestly, what Jessica was able to do for me is – is uh, get on some teams, and mm-hmm. by supporting her, I got a little little exposure through the guys and everything. And it was a, it was it was a you know um, something that worked for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean I I appreciate, and they're still going at it to this day, and and uh, they fly that infab flag pretty pretty yeah. high. And to for them to take it over there to the off road, I think it's good because there's a lot of people over there with pickup trucks too. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not something that I'm as into as as uh they are but i appreciate those guys and how hard they work and mm-hmm. and uh i mean i think it's another segment that that i would like to get some more exposure but but i also you know if you look at caleb russell's rig i mean there's a big infab on it too oh, okay through through you know um st lawrence radiology you know they support that so mm-hmm. anything st lawrence radiology mike at at uh their supports he's a big fan of what we do and and was supporting the the tyloo Infab Ty Loop deal, and uh, he, you know, he's running Infab on his son's uh, NASCAR. He does a lot of yep. different late model races and dirt races. So Infab's um, blowing up. Yeah, well, you know, we're trying to get that name out there in different segments of what's going on. So yeah, uh, he was yeah. even able to do a Martinsville truck race last year. You know, with uh, the Sellers team. So, oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. yeah. So you were yeah. So it's race? it's all those hopefully, you know, build the brand and, and make it one of those things that, because that's really my ultimate goal is just to get a national brand. We sell all over the country, but let's just say that there's pockets of places where we are more recognizable, and we're just trying to keep expanding that through different mm-hmm. action sports and avenues. And this dream build has been huge for that, um, you know, agenda. The exposure, so, yeah. Yeah, the exposure is huge. Uh, I mean, and Pulp if you go, if you go, out, yeah, if you go, if you owe me. Yeah. You owe me. If you go to like Google and and put that dream build in, Coy said earlier, you just you get all kinds of, yeah, you know, truck trends and trucks are. I mean, everything, yeah. anything related to truck is is running this dream build. So can you can you buy that poor guy a real table? Well, um, I guess we can. I don't know. It's, I mean, sorry, bro. I mean, would, would you like me to make some? It looks oak? like the same table you're at. Budget. Would you like me to make a, some here. oak? Maybe some oak tables, four-legged oak stuff. Something. I mean, what, what would you like me to do? Um, you owe table. me for this, for pumping up this contest for you. What do I owe you? I don't know, but when you How win. How many posts did you, you actually net us? Oh, uh, what? Did you tell oh, me a ton. ton. A ton? Yeah. What? You told me I owed you something. I forgot what it was. Uh, just a, a punch, maybe? Somebody said that, somebody tweeted me that you said you were going to punch me no. at SEMA today? I don't think you Okay. Hey, Tits, can we? Can you get him any like Oakland Raider gear or anything? Watson. He's an Oakland Raider guy. <laughs> Is Watson in town? Tits, can you? T- He's uh, a Raider guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you oh tweet out a, a Dream Build link first? Already done. Nice. Thank and you. And while you guys were talking, I voted with all my email addresses. Fantastic. How many? Yeah. How many Five. Five. He's sketchy. Go. He's got a lot. He's <laughs> sketchy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Those dating sites. I bet you have more than five. I probably do, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would imagine. Coy, how do you feel all about the, the jobs you got? How do you feel about the Redskins name? Um, you know, your, your I'm, dad? I'm fine. You watch, 
you, you're not one of those people that feel like that needs to be no, changed. Okay. Shocking. A, not after this many how many years? Twenty years? Yeah. Uh, twenty years. It's long. How many it's, years has it been? The, the, the media, Redskins. The media yeah. side. Oh, geez. Uh, Nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. So all of a sudden, I've heard that, but yeah. I mean, how, it's just were they just trying to Stop make it. shit up to stupid? Yeah, yeah, to cry about. I I knew Coy. I did not think Coy was going to be like. You did know, you watch a game? When, I think we should change it. When, no? What's the name went on there? Um, no. You watch a football game where at halftime you get a little sermon about it. No, uh, no. Who did it? Forgot his name. Um, hey, let's take a call here. Uh, then we got some questions for you, Coy, from. Uh, uh, some expert questions. You guys got to get out of here at seven. You right? Yeah. You're right out of here at seven. Okay, Jason, what's going on, man? You got a you got a question for Thomas? Uh, really, it's not a question. It's more of a it's more of a praise for him. I just want to thank him for making the uh, three step bar uh, for my dually. It's a it's a man's truck down here in Tomball, Texas. It's not a it's not a red well, That's that's not yeah that's not <laughs> you got a trunk. Hey, you got a trunk? Where's your trunk, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's a 06. Chevy uh, four door dually. I got a trunk. No, we, we have, I appreciate you. Yeah, the, the six steps a good part for us. And I appreciate you. Uh, you know, especially in Tomball, that's close to our our own David Pingree uh, recently got yeah, some fab I mean, steps. I, I, I've got uh, friends that know you. Uh, obviously, Ryan Reese. You know him from the from the truck you got from him. Sure. And he actually turned me on to you for my bars. So. Cool. Now we appreciate this part. Have you uh, supported and and voted for the uh, Dream Build? Yes, I have. I do it every day. That's good. Well, I, we appreciate that. We're trying to really win this thing. Thanks. because uh, thank, thank you. Thanks for taking my call, th- guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, thank uh, you. you are trying to win it, but then both of you guys are going to be a little poor if you do win it. Pretty hey, we've already talked about that, but that's... You know, that's it's that's, going to a good, yeah, good cause, for again, sure. Yeah, that's, that's the it's really, thing. It's really stand-up of you two guys, by the way. I like that. That's not something Wygant would do. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, our next question for Coy from T. T, what's up? You got a question for Coy Gibbs? Hey, yeah, I was just wondering... Um, Excuse me, I'm sorry. I was wondering if Corey is going to ever pick up any amateur talent, kind of like the Geico team or Troy Design team. Well, we we messed around with it, and um, we're looking to probably go a little harder here in the future. But we had Cooper Webb yeah. coming up and um, help one of the Craig kids. Who else did we? We helped a bunch of kids. Um, we got John John Ames right now. Yeah, I forget um, the guy that uh, I, there's one. We're always working yeah. on it. It's just hard because if you look at it. You got some real established teams over there with with uh, big sponsors, and um, we're not funded at that level, so it's kind of what we can afford to do in house. So we usually try to pick up two kids and support them throughout the year, um, then pick up a couple others that kind of give them a, a partial deal. The but, way it's going now, you got to get them about ten or eleven. You know, I mean, Jesus, like <laughs> well, these amateur deal, guys. Are... Honestly, I don't, I don't want a contract with them. Like our contract's really loosely written. If they get a better deal, hey, take it. Yeah, that's kind of what it's all about. But it's more just developing a, a relationship and, and hopefully pushing some of uh, some of our motors and the suspension side of things on them. All right, T, thank you. Hey. Uh, how is the JGR MX uh, suspension motors? You got Bundy over there yeah, working Bundy. hard. Um, yeah. How's that going? Bundy, is, yeah, Bundy's there. Bundy, yeah, Bundy's back where he belongs. Oh, he's traveled from Tennessee all the way over there. You didn't know that? Yeah, he's been working there. No, I yeah. didn't know that. How yeah. long has he been with you? Shoot, it's probably been about almost a year. Oh, okay. He, he's something else, Bundy. Bundy's has he been sleepwalking at all? No. no. Okay. Um, it's been good. Uh, I think it's it's. Um, with him there on the motor side, and then we got Tim Shutt on the suspension side. It's it's been really good. We got two capable guys there. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, we tried to do it, you know, with some younger kids, and it didn't really work out. But now I feel confident to, you know, put product product out the door. We yeah. probably need to ramp it up, and that's probably my fault more than anything. And when I was there, when you gave me the grand tour, that was awesome, by the way. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, when were you there? Uh, after Muddy Creek. Yep. Okay. Where you we just did the hundred mile tour through JGR and you yeah. opened every door and said, "Yeah, that guy's an idiot," and that guy <laughs> that guy's a moron, and, and this is what we do here. I got that same uh, tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> But, um, he was really excited about some of the doors he was locked out of. Why can't I get this door no more? Yeah. No, I know. He had, he had a bunch of questions for, like, the secretaries. The coolest thing, though, how about where you just go help yourself with the ice cream treats and stuff? Oh, yeah. How about that? No, uh, he I didn't take me on that door. Oh, see, I missed that was special that for me. Yeah. It was special for That's me. That's all he talked about wanted, when he came back. I just want to see if he grab a couple. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> Double fisting ice cream. I was not. I just took one. You told me just to take uh, one. Um, um, I called you a fat ass right after you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance wants a question for Coy. Lance, what's going on, man? Is that is that fat ass on the on, yeah. on the radio I hear hey, in the background? What's up, Nork? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I, I heard that I heard that you talking smack about me on radio about your brother wrecking me at Richmond. He did on purpose. Give <laughs> me rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean. I think you guys both wrecked me about half the damn time you're I on the track. I don't, horrible. I don't think I ever wrecked you. Ever. <laughs> yeah, um, you wrecked me uh, at uh, Kentucky. Was Coy better? Is Coy better as a truck driver, uh, an offensive assistant for the Redskins, <laughs> or a JGR Yamaha team owner? What is uh, Coy best at? That's questionable. Uh, he's, he's, I think he's better at driving the hauler. <laughs> <laughs> I would be good at that. I do do that without a CDL. Actually, if you've ever seen him build a pit cart, He's really good at that, but it takes him about three years. It does. Hey, so. quality can't be rushed. Sistine exactly. Chapel wasn't done quickly yeah. either. <laughs> yeah, right. You been racing any, Lance? Yeah, I'm racing this weekend. Where you at? Uh, Yuma for the ASCS uh, National Finals. Great radio. Cool. So um, should be a good show, good get, payday, or there's a lot of they're paying get, big money. So I need to get down there and hot lap that thing. Yeah, your fat ass couldn't fit the seat. I, I promise you I could. I I've seen you on TV the other day. Your goatee looking off. I'm, 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 I don't even know what I don't even know what you're trying to look like right now. But <laughs> I'm down to playing weight right now. <laughs> What's that? I'm at playing weight right now. I'm good. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, um, uh, thanks, Lance. Appreciate it, man. We're gonna move on because these guys are only here for a little bit. Uh, but thank you. See you. See you, See you Lance. Uh, all right. Hey, we have um some questions from our. We have um one of our a cub reporters named Moser. He, uh, he he works for us on the show here. Uh, he he gave us some X-Brand questions for you. So what this is is X-Brand goggles, uh, the goggle of choice of champions everywhere. Jessica Patterson wore them to a WMX title yet again. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. It's that simple. Uh, so here we go. Uh, you got those questions uh, for Koi? X-Brand goggle? Yes, I okay. do. You uh, do the intro or no? Uh, no, that's fine. No. Um, let's, 15 seconds. So rapid fire. Are these like serious questions? I don't know. Okay, first question. When you started JGRMX, what existing team was your biggest influence? Who did you try most to replicate? Mm. I didn't really know any of the teams. Um, <laughs> probably no one. Seven just, seconds. No one. No one. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Great radio. Well, you kind of tried to do your own thing with the – Making kind the of. people stay over there I mean, and all that, yeah. You should look at it like. Did you probably, think probably about me for manager? Different. Like when you looked over the manager, you signed, you got J Mo. Did you look at me? <laughs> I mean, I was a top mechanic. I, I, I could run that thing. Top? No, I no. didn't look at you. <laughs> no. You weren't on the list of fifty. Damn it, fifty, <laughs> fifty. All right, next question. Okay, did you see any return on your investment with the Pulp and Egg Show sponsorship? I, I, I think we did actually. Nice. I really do. 
That's a tear off being pulled by with that sound. That's that's what oh, we do okay. it on the show. Gotcha. Um, Love this right. guy right here. Third question. If you got in a time machine and went back and gave yourself one piece of advice when you were starting this team, what would it be? Uh, don't start it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Save your money. No. Really helping out the Supercross community. No, I mean, it's just kind of like a growing thing. It just takes time. I mean, it took us 10 years to win a cup championship. Um, and you just got to put in put in the years. The hard thing with racing is just the financial side. You know, there are, I hate oh. that side. I don't like dealing with it. But unfortunately, you you yeah. get you take it a little personal. Can I just offer you some some advice? Okay, on the yeah, air? sure. Oh. <laughs> you get too upset with these agents. I don't. I yes, don't. you do. When you oh, do, really? when you lose out on a rider, or you get when 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 when, I, when these when, agents are crazy. We all when, know this. When I get we upset, know this. I get upset because sometimes. I truly feel the agent's making a bad decision. I'm I'm honest with them and say, "Hey, right. that's a great deal. You know, here's what mm-hmm. we have to offer." But when you're putting up a, you know, when we're up against something that I know is crap, and they're going to choose it for an extra ten or fifty thousand dollars, that's idiotic. You get upset. Well, half the time it blows up. I <laughs> right. go over. They blow well, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And then you sit back and you go, "You're an idiot." <laughs> For hiring this guy. And you why, hired an idiot. Why in the world do you still have this guy? Right. It just makes no sense to me. So, I mean, I, I, no, I, he doesn't and agent, agent yeah. in our sport, loosely used term. How about like, going to like law journalist. How like about ju- going to law school? Yeah, journalist. <laughs> <laughs> how about going to journalist school or something? I went to the school hard knocks, bro. Uh, Is there a big difference between football agents? No. They're the same kind of deal, well, huh? No, the problem now is they're capped. They're like 2.5% of contract yeah, in the yeah. NFL, so now it's a volume game. So the good agents have gone to golf and other sports. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I shouldn't say the good agents. You know, There are good agents in there the are. NFL, but they have multiple guys. That's um, why, totally right? Different. Um, which protects way. the players. Right. Which are, some of our guys are getting cleaned out for 20%, which is wrong. 20%? I've heard what? 20% before. That's, that's highway robbery. I've right heard there. that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would hope happen. a rider not sign that contract for twenty percent. Yeah, the, ki- the kicker that I hate is they're not bringing anything. It's nothing that the rider couldn't get themselves. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I mean, some some guys need them, but sometimes you know I agree they're not bringing anything. Is that all the questions for Coy? Yeah, there are okay. three. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah. Um, I killed them. The <laughs> first hundred on this show, right, Tits? What's that? First hundred ever. There was no right answers. It was just, no, can you get right it in 15 answers. seconds? I got I, they, they were all within 15 seconds. Yeah. So I'll give them that. So I okay. won. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> uh, ToyotaDreambuild.com, everybody. You guys want some water or something? Go ahead. Um, uh, what's, the most, what's the thing you're most proud of with JGR Yamaha now over the years? Seven years, six years in. Just making it this long in this industry, <laughs> honestly. It's really tough. Um, um it's wearing. I'm what would what would you change if you could? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of stuff to change if you you know looking back on it. What well, what what would you? Um, I, I like the fact that we're working with Yamaha. Yep. Um, I wish that happened sooner. Um, it didn't. You know, I don't think it's any of our faults. Right. And it helped us grow as a team. How close were you with Suzuki? But when you were negotiating with Suzuki not, around the James time, not close. Okay, no, never really came to. I mean, you went back to Yamaha and everything else, but yeah, no. I mean, we we definitely looked at it. Yep, and we were open that year, um, but, but it wasn't. Uh, no, I mean, I I want to be loyal to the companies that I'm with. Right, and, right. And they were the first ones to give me a shot and give me opportunity. Really, we have access to all the parts. No one else offered that to us. Uh, that's critical mm-hmm. um, in the sport. 
Um, and, and, you know, I've always appreciated that about him. Uh, last question. Uh, Tomo. Oh, jeez. Hey, how you going, guys? What's up? You got a question for Coy? <laughs> yeah, I, um, just for this uh, Toyota Dream Build thing he's been doing, it's just got me uh, thinking a bit. Is, um, have you ever thought about maybe trying your hands at making a full-blown works bike? Oh, shoot. I, I don't think you could. My dad always wants to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Because your dad is probably one of those guys that doesn't realize He's how. He's like, yeah, just build that. And I'm like, right. there's a, I mean, so much goes into the frames. You got to use, the, you got to use the same frame, same swing arm, same crankcases uh, as stock. Um, you're saying just yeah. build a bike from the ground up, right? What What about the European rules? Though? They're they're a lot more open. Yeah, I suppose you could call the American rules more production based, but the European rules are. More work I mean, rule. what but, are they letting them do though? Besides, like uh, in Europe, subframe, anything. Um, no, you can build a whole new frame. Yeah, like, whole, yeah. They don't. They don't tech no. frame at all. Only thing I do is CC. Like we tech frame a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, nobody cheats with their frames over here. Yeah. No one. The or AMA swing arms. or swing arms. No. It's yeah. on lockdown. AMA has got that down. Uh, thanks, Tomo. No, it's catch it. Right. I know that guy. Yeah, he was down in your area. Yeah, we He's a loyal time. listener he to the Paul Beck Show. Presented by BTOSports.com. Well, hey, guys, thank you. I wish you would have made it here on time because it's already time to go. I know. Um, you got a big dinner tonight, uh, toyotadreambuild.com. Thomas and Victor from NFAB, thank you again for coming out. Thank you for everything you Always do for the show. Always a pleasure, man. Um, I'm glad to, uh, to help pump up the NFAB name. And uh, Corey Gibbs, uh, second time in the studio now. Wow, killing it. Yeah, can't believe it. Second time. <laughs> Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite guys in the pits, Corey Gibbs from JGR Yamaha. Don't forget, everybody, vote Toyota Dream Build. We're going to take a commercial break. And we'll come right back with uh, um, Brock Tickle. Or James Stewart's coming back first. And uh, anything for James? Corey? Oh, yeah. Tell him I said hi. Tell him to vote. We'll tell him to vote. I'm sure he'll be on it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks, everybody. For, spread the word. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you in 15. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because, like I said, it's Steve Mathis. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I've ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, 
and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports. Independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Showy's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 showy. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Prop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Prop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. 
The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessey in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Over and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Pulp MX. Finally a show your father will approve of. That guy's going down. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
Pearl Jam. Coming at you, the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Corey Gibbs, Thomas Victor uh, in studio. Toyota Dream Build, everybody. Get on it. Thank you. Uh, thank you to those guys, and thank you to all you guys who have voted for us. Uh, Twenty-five grand for uh, Road to Recovery and R2R. Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix all on board with us. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming in. Berlut. Yeah. Um, uh, Toyota Dream Build. That's awesome. That's cool. That's a great program. You got to, hey, we, I, we, uh, we were talking the whole commercial, um, and we let them out, but I got to show you the, uh, the, the truck. Yeah. I, it's I, crazy. I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I might even go down to... If I get some time to go see the show, yeah, that's a great show. Have you been to it? Yeah, I went last yeah, year for great. the first time. Yeah, it's really cool. good. Yeah, no doubt. It's, uh, I mean, whatever. Like, if you're into trucks, it's there. If you're into like Lambos, you know what I mean. Oh. Um, whatever you're into, like they got there. more wheels and tires there than anything. Yeah, you see all that stuff. Again, though, I was a little disappointed by the lack of Ridgeline uh, stuff. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. What are you gonna do? It's, it's hard to find stuff for that. Yeah. It is. It is. All right, let's get to our our next guest on the phone. Um, He's a proud sponsor of the Pulp Mech Show, uh, and uh, we've been helping him uh, do wonders, and he's been helping people do wonders with everything. Uh, Jeff Massey from A10 Solutions. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Steve. How's it going, guys? Good. good. How are you? Thanks uh, Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, yeah. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully the Pulp Mech Show has been working out great for you. I know Tits uh, speaks highly of the uh, Rhino Global uh, recovery. Was it recovery? Uh, it's, it was the whole gold medal package. The whole package. thing, gold medal yeah. package. Yeah. You were uh, you were a fan, and still uh, am. <laughs> still am. Yes. Uh, how's biz, Jeff? Uh, it, it's doing good. Uh, we're we're growing um, really uh, really fast this year. We uh, we went to uh, to Loretta's uh, with Ron Hughes and uh, and Ron McCarthy from from Rhino Power, uh, and actually became a distributor at that event. So uh, if um, if there's any dealers listening or anything in the southeast. Uh, they can contact us if they want to carry Rhino Power uh, or Brap Energy um, in their shop, uh, and it doesn't have to be a moto shop either. Any gym or any facility that uh, that justifies that. So yeah, it's uh, it's really cool to be a distributor for those guys. I mm-hmm. think that we're the first distributor uh, for Rhino Power as well. What uh, what product kills it for you? What's uh, what's the most popular thing for people? What are you getting the greatest feedback for? Uh, we sell more protein than anything. Okay. Um, protein is uh, is definitely the number one seller. Um, and what about the Paleo Bar from Brop? We've been talking about it. It's it's finally out. Uh, do you have it yet in stock? And uh, uh, talk a little bit about that. It it is. I, I don't have any in stock now, but they're they're available. You know, through Shauna, which they can still get them through us either mm-hmm. way. Uh, yep. Like I say, I'm a distributor for those guys now too. Um, and uh, I haven't had an opportunity to try one yet, so I can't speak uh, firsthand on it, but I know uh, there's been some really good feedback from those that have, and I've got uh, some customers that are really big into paleo, so I'm looking forward to getting some. I tried to do the paleo thing, Berlue, but it wasn't working last week. Yeah, I got, no. I got busted. you, you, you got to do it more than a week, Steve. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, damn it. It takes a little while. I don't while. think so. <laughs> No, I think, I think no? you're okay. Oh, thanks. You, you gave it an honest shot. I did. Shot. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Hey, uh, Jeff, what uh, Pulp Mac Show listeners? Um, what kind of deals can you give them? Um, we've got obviously a lot of motocross racers and and athletes listening to the show, and myself included. Um, <laughs> what uh, what can what can we do for them? Well, here's what I want to do. Just uh, mm-hmm. because I was able to come on the show, uh, you know, tonight and and say hi to everybody and and bore all the listeners, you know, talking to a sponsor, of course. Um, Starting on Wednesday, 
So uh, that way it gives uh, the listeners that, that may be downloading it over the next day or so to listen. Um, for, for one week from Wednesday to Wednesday, um, if they enter the code PULPMX uh, at checkout, I'll do 25% off anything I have. Wow. Um, so enter PULPMX, we'll do 25% off uh, any products, no minimum, um, no uh, – uh, you know, nothing's excluded on any of the products that we have, but just for one one week period only. Uh, the number uh, eight. So hopefully ten that'll so- help some guys out. The number eight ten solutions dot com. Uh, everybody, go there, check out for the Brat Bar and for Rhino Power products. Uh, Tits uses and endorses the Rhino Power products for on his mountain bike rides. Tits, I also hear you are getting more into the dirt bike end of things, racing and riding or riding. I'm actually uh, since I'm going to have a lot more time on my hands on Monday nights. I'm uh, going to start trying to get back into the moto game. Yeah. Wow. Gonna start racing, riding, maybe. No, uh, no, oh, no, no, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, we don't want to get too far. That's the yeah, uh, trail riding. Right. Okay. And uh, and of course the uh, Rhino Global stuff and Brat Bar will help you do that. Um and yep. Um, help you perform on that Subway Honda. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that 05 Honda. <laughs> right. Right. A uh, Ten Solutions, your one stop source for the best, finest athlete performance products. They offer the proven performance of Rhino Global Power Supplements and. Uh, Tomac, Reed, Roxon, just some of the guys short, just some of the guys that use Rhino and Brat Bar. So uh, check it out. And, Jeff, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, glad we could help out, and, and hopefully business is good for you. And I um, yeah, look forward to going forward with you guys to, uh, to help promote the products. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have every intention of staying around, and uh, thanks for the time tonight. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, man. All right. Have a great night. All right. Jeff Massey, everybody, 810solutions.com. Is uh, actually Tits, hold off on that because we've got a little bit of time to kill here. Um, uh, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we're coming up. With James Stewart's coming up. Brock Tickle, Steve Astafan, one of those agents that uh, Coy Gibbs loves so much. That was wow. funny. Yeah. He, I mean, I don't. Well, wanna, I hope he wasn't I, listening. <laughs> I didn't. Nah, he, he's fine in New York. Um, I didn't want to get into it, but he, but and Coy, I mean, you could see he said no, I don't take it personal. Then he proceeded to explain to us, and you could tell he took it personal. Right. Well, yeah. you know, he's a businessman. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to. I mean, and that's his feelings on it. And that's why I asked him about if it's like that in football. And yeah. he said yes. And yeah. then he said not anymore because now they have to use big volume or whatever. Uh, yeah. can, can you enlighten us on what he's talking about? With uh, is there a particular incident that happened? No. no he, well, I mean, as we've documented on the show, you know, JGR has tried to hire a few riders. Uh, Brock Tickle being one of them. Uh, Eli Tomac, Dean Wilson. Who else does Astafin, Steve Astafin? No, no. Who, who does he represent? No, he's not talking about Astafin. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Just, not in particular. Not, like not in particular. Were, okay. No, no. Just okay. Astafin is an agent, okay. and he's coming on the show. And I'm sure if he did deal with Coy, Coy would get mad at him. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you can't. You just can't get as mad as he gets. I've told him this in private too. You can't get as mad as he gets because it's such a business. You know what I mean? Well, like, you you know him like. Yeah. More, obviously, so he gets really upset. Yeah, like, he gets takes it personal. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, new studio guest on the show, uh, sitting in uh, Alan Brown. What's going on? I just uh, came to hang out with you guys. Yeah, uh, you're going to do the SEMA. Yeah, I came to go to SEMA tomorrow. Check oh, it out. Yeah, it's a pretty cool show. What's Have you been to it before? I went last year for it's the first great, time. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty huge. Yeah, it is huge. Uh, Alan Brown, owner of uh, NFAB Tai Lube Yamaha team. Uh, what's the status of the team? What's going on? How's that going? What's what's happening? I predicted last week on the show. I predicted we will see Nicoletti and Kyle Chisholm on your team for next year. So what's that's, the status? That's a pretty realistic. I think prediction. so. Yeah. And then we made everybody choose if you could only pick Nicoletti or Chisholm, who would you pick? You know, we went around the table and asked everybody their opinion. So yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what my pick was. What was your pick? I went with Nicoletti. 
You went with Nickelodeon? He went with I Chisholm. I went Chisholm. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? Who was sitting next to you? Uh, Ping? I, huh? No, this, not Ping. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you picked Chisholm. I can't remember, right? I'm who was in the show last week, Tits? <laughs> Our other show last week, co host. <laughs> oh, oh, Moser. Oh, Moser. Moser. Yeah, yeah. Moser. Yeah. I think Moser up. went with. Uh... He went with Chisholm, too. He did? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. You, you picked Chisholm even though he's not wearing X brand? He wore them at the Monster Cup. Did he wear them at the Monster so you, Long story. You, he wore them at the Monster Cup. Tits is, think, tits is not happy with this decision. I'm but, honestly not. No, I know. I'm but, honestly uh, not. Uh, um, um, I just, I mean, I love Nicoletti. No one pumps Nicoletti up like me. You do. But I just think their highs. Like okay, so what's Nicoletti? Is it triple this year or double? Still triple. Still, still triple. Yeah, yeah. No, he had a great year. So what's Chisholm? Uh, Triple's a triple, very yeah. wide range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very not being, wide. Not being no, my, my concern was uh, Chisholm's health. I, I mean, Chisholm is definitely a great rider, and I think he's a really cool cat. You know, he's a good guy. So, I mean, and to me, that, that means something, you know, working with people that you can work with, you know, so – um, but anyways, Alan, good? You, know, you never did. Should you, <laughs> no. you did. You never did uh, answer uh, status of the team. Status of the team. Um, you know, we're just finalizing everything with you know with NFAB again for next year. Well, see, I didn't want to ask Thomas right in front of you because I didn't know when you would be here, and I wasn't going to say, "Hey, Thomas, what's the status <laughs> of the team?" And Thomas goes, "No, we're decided to move on." I didn't know, but well, we'd look like we're gonna, coming back. We, yeah, he we, hasn't told me he's decided to move on. Okay, All right. yeah. I mean, we had a meeting in Houston a few weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm just putting the pieces together. It's tough. I mean, we're a small team and you yeah. know, we don't, uh, it's really hard to get the sponsors to do multiple year deals right now. Yeah, hmm. no doubt. So, I mean, we had three teams fold up this past year and, and you know, that's incredible. I don't know. You know, it's not a, not a good thing for our series. Yeah, there was, and there JDR, was, KTM, some of them were, were uh, pretty velocity, you know, high, zero. high profile teams. Yeah. Two of them were. Yeah. yeah. Um, so okay. So we we think we're coming back. We think we're good. Yeah, we're moving forward. Yeah. Chisholm, Nicoletti. Those were definitely what real, about realistic the, riders. What about the donk? The donk. You know, I heard something about the donk. I heard he's working on something. Uh, he might yeah. have himself a gig. He needs a gig. He needs yeah. a job. Uh, you know who else needs a job? Is our guy on the next on the next line? Uh, he would be. Uh, I would classify him as a triple. Uh, um, once again, the Pulp Mech Show. Uh, the, the the show that the riders call in on. Uh, Chris Blouse. What's up, guys? What up? Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for having me. Uh, <laughs> and we have we have Alan Brown in the studio. Tony Berluti, Thomas from NFAB just left. All people, Blouse. All people you're familiar with. Uh, is that Berluti? Yeah. What's happening, dude? Not much. Where are you at right now? Phoenix. Phoenix. Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Um. What's up, man? What's 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 what do you have to say? I I got a question for you guys, and yes, this is you know it'll be good because Berluti and Alan, everyone's on. They've had a lot of experience in this. What do you guys think about? I mean, obviously, it is very hard for teams to to you know stay afloat, I should say, yeah, and continue racing. Do you think that is a manufacturer problem or a um, like the promoter problem, like and Feld. I mean, what is it? Do you guys think like salary caps would be should be you know in effect in our sport to allow the smaller guys like you know the NSAP team and stuff like that to continue racing for multiple years without struggling or you know going under? Um, 
we, we've talked about this a bunch, Blos, on the show um, with all these teams folding up. I, I absolutely agree, and it's hard for me to say Feld only, but Feld Motorsports, you know, with teams disappearing and riders not being able to get a rides, it's not good. They should help out, and I don't know how, and I've said it on the record. They should help these teams get through some sort of maybe show-up money or something. Um, I, I firmly believe we're not in that healthy of a state, and that would be a good a good start to, to for I don't want to say profit sharing because that's bad, and you know teams should be able to handle their own business. But Jesus, you can't deny, Alan, that we're in a rough spot. I, I don't think people realize how rough it is. How much? How much? I don't think people the, realize to move the, the mic up. Some Thank of the, you. Some of the teams really are struggling, right? You know, and, yeah. And I mean, we're a small team, but it's it's not easy. It's really not easy. It's it's. I mean, it's a lot of work. We sign up for it. We know what we're going to do, no matter what you're doing. But yeah. It's, uh, do you feel there should be some help extended? I mean, this isn't Russia, but do you feel like the 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 big brother should should help out? Teams? I, wow. I don't know. What? That's a real. Tough no, thing. I'm joking. You, you oh. can debate Obama, that. Obama, he'll help you. He's, uh, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Go to Obama, Blows. <laughs> no, but you know what blows my mind is they're they're sure putting a lot of ride, uh, people in the seats. Uh, for sure. I don't oh, think the promoters it, are hurting. It's, it's... It, and that's that what I think it is the, the sport is growing. The, the numbers are up as far as attendance. I mean, you got to think how much money the promoters are making, but you also got to think how much money, you know, Cowie's paying Villapoto. I mean, you think if they had, let's say, a million-dollar salary cap, they could spend, you know, I don't know what Villapoto is making, but let's say it's making $3 million. They could spend that, you know, extra $2 million throughout, you know, Cowie teams or, you know, however else they want to do it. I think that would be really great, but I have a hard time seeing how that would happen when you don't have a union or anything that with open contracts. Um, you know, everybody does their own business. Everybody's a self-contractor. So I don't know how you would do that, although it would be great. I've long said on this show, Blows, that something's wrong when James Stewart is – Ryan Villapoto, James Stewart, they're making $5 million a year at least, if not more. And the guy right. that's 10 spots behind them, 10 spots, making fifty grand. I'm sad. Like we – that can't – like they should – you know, James Stewart should make more than you, no doubt, because he wins and he, James Stewart is on the podium. But A – 98% drop in salaries. That doesn't, that's not healthy. Right. I mean, that's not I healthy. I mean, you're looking at, you're looking at, you know, Villapoto and Stewart. I mean, those guys, I feel like in the sport, you're either making six, seven figures or you're making, you know, you're barely trying to put gas in your truck or make your house payment, you know? Yeah, it, yeah absolutely. Um, uh, hey, Chris, we do have to run. We're running up on our next guest. Uh, we're tight for time okay. tonight. But, hey, can you talk a little bit about Race Tech Suspension? Because they're one of our sponsors of our show. And I know you went to Race Tech uh, for the Monster Cup. And uh, what would you think? How would you like their performance? And, uh, obviously, um, we talked about you a couple shows ago. And there was a lot of heavy hitters in that LCQ. And a lot of fast guys didn't make it. But you, Chris Blows, rode right into the main event with a fast qualifying time. Yeah, you know, Monster Cup was uh... – I mean, it was kind of like a uh, last-minute deal. I bought a 12 Honda 450, and uh, my preparation for, I mean, cardio-wise and training, I was fine. But as far as uh, racing Supercross, I was not, um, hadn't rode since X Games. And uh, I rode one time, you know, test with Race Tech on Wednesday, the week of Monster Cup, and rode that one day at Supercross and with the Monster Cup and uh 
actually felt really good on the bike. So, um, you know, race tech is, has come a long ways, um, from where they used to be. And I think they're, uh, they got a lot more, a lot more to do in the sport. Fantastic. Racetech.com, the official suspension, Ben LeMay, Chris Blos, many other guys. Uh, thanks Blos. And, and you know what, maybe, uh, uh, we'll have you on as a full guest here uh, in the next couple shows, and we'll talk more about this. I'd, I'd like to get into it for sure. Okay. All That's right. Good. Thanks, man. Blows. Good hearing from you. Yeah, you too. Uh, all right, everybody. Hey, Race Tech will uh, will be in Florida for the Minios um, six twelve suspension on site at the Florida, Min- Florida Winter Series. The Minios providing all the racers and providing installs. If you'd like to get a scheduled appointment to get your suspension dialed in at Gainesville there for the Minios, email 6, the number 12, racetech at gmail.com, and Ronnie will get you set up. Ronnie Monk there in Florida. 612 suspension will be, uh, they'll have a race tech, he's a race tech outlet, and he will be in Florida for the Minios. And um, uh, also, too, uh, race tech is giving away some tickets to the Batesville, Missouri. No, Mississippi. Batesville, Mississippi stop on the Arena Cross Tour, uh, November 16th. Uh, tweet at Race Tech Suspend, S-U-S-P-E-N, during this week about the Batesville Arena Cross Tour tickets, and they can get a couple of tickets for free, courtesy of Race Tech, racetech.com. And we'll also have the Race Tech emails coming up as well. i got some interesting uh, emails. And, uh, Alan, you didn't say bye to Blows? You don't like Blows anymore? You, got, you and Blows are fighting? Or? I'm trying to order a pizza, dude. <laughs> talk, to, talk to Pookie. Uh, Pookie sent me this, and she says order it on here. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, we can't have the guest ordering I'm, I'm going to talk to my producer and and the homeowner here. You got me to go have get, to the bo- get to the bottom <laughs> of this. Her, I'll get her in line. Uh, uh, well, hey, I was so excited to get here, I didn't stop and eat. I'll go way. in with you on the pizza. I'm I'm hungry myself. I mean, I've been known to eat a few pieces too. So, oh, um, well, then I need to, need to double up this order. Or um, hey, actually, yeah. The usually the um, last last week you had pizza for I'm us. Th- that was a good pizza. Pizza actually. two or three times. All I right, had like I, half of it. Um, you did? Yeah, I, did. I ate a few myself. All right, good. Let's get to our next guest. He won. He didn't win the Monster Cup. He won the Cup race. It's just the Cup race. Oh, okay. Because when you're a Red Bull guy, you know, you just want oh, the Cup. Oh, there you go. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. He went 8 one one showed us that he's back. Uh, it rained yellow in Vegas a few weeks back, and now he's on the show to talk about something exciting coming up from Red Bull. None other than Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. James, what's up? What's going on, guys? Thanks for coming on. No worries. No worries. I was kind of bummed that you didn't call me after the, the Cup. And because uh, normally, you know, normally like you'll call me when I got something to say, and I had plenty to say after the cup, but yeah, you didn't call me, so I was kind of hurt. But just, it's a good I'm point. Um, like you told me, when I don't win, I have nothing else to say. I have nothing to say when I don't win, <laughs> yeah. so don't bother me. Um, but that was a prime. That was a prime. We did have Webb on though, so um, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. I wanted to call in and 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 do like a little weird voice, but <laughs> I think I fell asleep. So right. it's all good. It's yeah. all good. But I appreciate the invite. So it's um, all good. Congratulations. I know it's a couple of weeks. Man, you rode good. Like, And we spoke after the race. Uh, you got eighth in the first moto. And, I mean, i got to be honest. I would have never – if somebody said, hey, is James Stewart going to win? I'd be like, no. Just because it's so – it was so tough to be that way. But an 8-1-1 uh, did it, man. And uh, great ride. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. I, um, you know, I felt pretty – pretty good like coming in um just like a couple things that we we made some pretty good changes to the bike and i think it was like the first time in in a long time that i felt you know pretty comfortable going into it and and so i was i was excited you know i was excited to rain uh to to rain uh excited to race you know even though that 
you know, we, you know, physically wise, you know, really wasn't prepared for it, but I was mm-hmm. excited to race just to figure out where we were. And then, yeah, after, uh, you know, an eighth and then, you know, a couple of Joker lanes got missed by a couple of the guys, <laughs> you know, definitely helped it out in the full moon. So I was stoked. I was, I, I knew it was going to be a good night. Even when I got that eighth, I actually wrote pretty good. And then, uh, you know, I knew if I got to start, I, w- I would have a chance. And then obviously things just worked out perfect and we ended up winning. So it was nice. I, I was talking on the show with, I think, Berlute, um, uh, I think it was with you. I, there's nothing cooler in racing, to me anyways, as a mechanic and a longtime watcher, than seeing you and then seeing Villapoto bust out a jump that hadn't been done all day long. It's a quad. And, like, to me, that's just, that's what racing's about. It's like putting your balls on the crossbar, and you did it. And then Ryan knew, hey, if I want to win, I got to jump it. And the next lap, he jumped it. That, to me, was impressive, and that's really cool. Uh, and you were eyeing that jump up a little bit in practice, huh? Yeah, like, I I mean, I saw it in press day, and I, I knew it could be done. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't one of those jumps that was that gnarly. It was just about, like, committing and, and like, getting the drive. Like like I said, I was actually surprised more people didn't hit it. But, you know, I knew, like, you know, I was, like I said, I was waiting for those 50 riders to get over to knock down the backside because that was, <laughs> That was the only like sketchy part was just how steep yeah. the backside was, you know. And then, uh, yeah, it was cool to to hit it, and and then uh, I knew that <clears throat> I knew that Ryan hit it behind me because uh, you know he was staying like close and stuff. So yeah. you know that's that's definitely one of the things that's definitely changed over over the past. Normally, when I would hit something like that, I'd be the only guy doing it. So <laughs> right. again, I I didn't think it was you know super hard, but you know I definitely felt good when we hit it, and and then. Um, you know, he kept hitting and hitting, and so it was, it was nice. I was giving Albertson shit because he was in on studio and he was like saying, "Oh, I, I could see that," or what was I don't forget what Jimmy was saying. Like I could, I could see them jumping that. Uh, you know, I don't know how hard that would have been. I'm like, well, you never did it. <laughs> like you know, when two guys, only two guys do it, you know, it's gnarly. That that's that was my yeah. point. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, to, to say that it. Was, oh, excuse me. To say that it was like easy. You know, obviously that's an understatement because it, it wasn't. It's just. It was one of those jumps that I was I was surprised that you know with how good everybody is that nobody only two of us jumped it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I didn't I didn't think it was that difficult like the quad at Anaheim you know a couple of years ago like that was not only the wall jump like I could see those but you know that particular one I was like man I, you know I, I would expect people to jump it but you know hey it worked out I was glad nobody else did it you know because it it helped me out so straight yeah. Um, and I thought you were pulling the trigger on Kenny on that section. I'm sure you were too. You were like, "Oh, I'm, I'll get him in that section." But no, actually, where, where I was going to get Kenny at exactly where I was going to get oh, okay. him at because yeah. you know he knew I was jumping it. So like, you know, to be close to him, like, yeah, obviously, you know, we could I could have darted in, you know, how like Villapoto got me, but like I was actually planning on getting him in that other section, mm-hmm. you know, where I got Ryan at the second time because. It was like I said. It was one of those things that you know the fast lines going outside, scoring it up. So mm-hmm. it was it was an, an easier section to make the pass, you know, because if, if you know if he just went down the inside in that rhythm section, then you know he would he would have blocked me off. But mm-hmm. it worked out. Like I said, you know, it, I knew it was going to be a good weekend. From when I got there, I won a you know a couple hundred bucks, you know, on the the blackjack table. <laughs> so I was like, ah, it's going to be solid. But when when those gates didn't drop, then uh, you know things got a little weird. I was like, oh no, here we go again. So right. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. Give us a call and, uh, it'll do, we'll do our best to try to get it on the air. Berlu, you were saying, um, at the Suzuki track, you're out there with Brock Tickle of RCH. Yeah. James is out there. Mm-hmm. Ricky's out there. Like, I don't want to say that the, the, um, 
the communication wasn't there last year. But this year, it's everyone at Suzuki is really on the same page. It's it's working well. Yeah, for for on our side, yeah. yeah. And then and then Ricky coming out, uh, I think uh, I think helped out everybody. Yeah, not that not that it wasn't there last year, but maybe a little more this year, like so far. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. you say, James? Yeah, no, I, I think so. I think after you know, it's the last year was the first year for all of us being together. So yeah, you know, obviously there's a you know. I wouldn't say it was like a communication problem. I just think it was not. We we all kind of didn't know each other. Like it was my first year coming in, you know, riding for Suzuki as far as the full time, and then you know, obviously RCH first time, and and so you know, it's you know, nobody really knows how it's going to work out. But I think after you know spending you know spending time around you guys, and and obviously you know with the, you know both teams being in the same shot, the guys get to know each other. Me and Brock kind of getting to know each other. Obviously, me and Ricky knows each other. So you know, I think. This year when we came in, everybody knew what we needed to fix. And I think, you know, it became more of not, you know, hey, we're two separate teams, more like, you know, we're one team. Like, hey, let's just, you know, let's work together and try to, you know, fix the areas that we need to improve and, and the areas that we are good, let's improve, improve those more. So, yeah, it's definitely more like, you know, you know one team. And, and I think that's just from, you know, I, you know, through all the testing and the racing that we, you know, we did all year, mm-hmm. me and Brock having some of the same comments, you know, definitely helps because what helps me helps him, you know, what helps him helps me. So, yeah. you know, it makes it a lot easier for everybody to drive down. And it's awesome. I like it. You know, yeah. it, it takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of pressure off me and Brock, you know, knowing that, you know, you have, you know, somebody else in there, you know, trying to, you know, work in and obviously what Ricky coming and, and helping us, <clears throat> you know, weed out some of the things or do some of the things that, you know, it's, it's hard for an active racer to do, and, you know, between me and Brock, you know, that definitely helps. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's going good. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, it definitely helps us and, and it helps us going into 14. It's just, you know, we, we, we have, we, we all kind of united and, and said, you know, no matter how we get there, let's just get there. And so it's, it's been nice. And Berluti's over there saying, well, in 92 guys, we, we put preload. We put preloaded here for Huffy, and it, uh, listen to you. Everyone's like, "Okay, but you know, I, I think that was really well put by James. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. Yep. It's just synergy or whatever you want to call it. It's it's it's, it's good. There. Yeah. Um, James, how's the knee? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's as good as it's going to get. Uh, did, did you focus on strengthening the uh, the the muscles around that knee? Uh, because, like you said, you're probably going to need surgery at some point uh, after your career's over. But how is that? How's the knee? And knee's doing good. Yep. I mean. To be honest with you, I don't really have any issues with it. Uh, you know, I think one of the big things uh, to me, and I told you in that interview, <clears throat> the interview after the race was, you know, just having pretty much a full season of racing, mm-hmm. you know, racing outdoors and, you know, and, and like I said, you know, you know, always winning and, and stuff and then just going through that little issue of, of, of losing and, you know, having some weird luck, you know, it really – makes you kind of realize, you know, and find out who you are and your friends are as, you know, as a person, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, one of those things and it makes you realize how much you really appreciate winning and losing. You know, I, I appreciated the losses just as much as I appreciated winning. Obviously the wins felt better, but, you know, just having that chance to fight and be there to, you know, week in and week out, you know, it kind of made me really fall back in love with the sport and, and kind of to see, you know, the fans, you know, kind of, come back to my side and, and, and start cheering for me. And then just 
like you know what what Tony what Tony did say and and how it is at the test track having a full team around you, mm-hmm. uh, not only my team but having their team you know you know behind us also it makes me feel good and then you know just the the racing and being in that first corner and just having that feeling of yeah man you know it, things are just getting better you know maybe the results don't say it but things are just getting better and I think. You know, and, and and then after all that, to have a month off the motorcycle and and really just allow everything to heal up, I, I think it's uh mm-hmm. it's, it's been helpful for me, and I think that's what you kind of seen at the Monster Cup, like just uh oh sorry <laughs> the cup, uh, <laughs> just a, you know uh, <clears throat> a person who's just enjoying racing and you know really you know really know where I can be better mm-hmm. at and you know the things that I. You know, I need to work on. I'm having a chance to work on it. And I, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I know for sure uh, that 2014 is going to be a different year for me. I, I feel, I feel really good. I think the team, uh, you know, senses something pretty good. And, you know, I haven't felt this good in years, you know, mm-hmm. so um, I, I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah, sounds good. We got some calls, of course. You being James Stewart, the lines uh, light up. Uh, <laughs> Shane wants to ask about Blake, War- Blake Wharton, though. I told him he may have to wait until we're done. Yeah, come and on, Shane. Said, okay. I mean, well, we he, can talk about Blake Wharton, but he said he could wait until he's done. Right. He's oh. making an album. Um, here's here's a uh, raining yellow guy. Uh, you're back and with James Stewart on the line. All right, James. Tell me if this sounds familiar. James, I got to touch the boot. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> does that sound familiar? At a yeah, maybe no, a, a California that, stop. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's how. Uh, yeah, that sounds the way I hear you at all the the, the California races trying to touch my boot. It's so I got it. Hey, I'm freaking out though, man. If this Nike goes away, I don't know what I'm going to touch, and I, I don't swing that <laughs> way, but I might have to touch something else. You're you're creeping us all out. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about yeah. the gloves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are you? Hey, I'm not going to cream my pants though, like tits with Dungey. I'm not going to. Yeah. Not going to freak James out. Our producer, our producer hey. scared away Ryan Dungey so much that he blocked Dungey blocked him on Twitter. So um, <laughs> I'll let you touch the other pair of boots. I'll let you touch it. So you'll be straight the, the bike or something. So you'll be cool. This guy calls hey, in every no. week. He he ordered seven gear. He doesn't get any pre-ordered. I mean, pre-ordered seven gear. It's ridiculous. I hey, I talked to Roger at the races. I talked to uh, I talked to James's dad. Talked to to Malcolm. Wow. I'm, I might change my last name to Stewart. It, it's starting to make sense. <laughs> hey, you don't have to change it. We are your brothers, so you already get it. Uh, <laughs> straight. There we go. Uh, there we go. Yeah, no. Uh, I just wanted to say, James, the Monster Cup. Uh, I I had to to get the. I watched it with an umbrella because of the range. And uh, it was good to see, man. You are, I'll say you and Villapoto are the two best guys out there. And shit happens and say, you know, you might, Dungey might get in front of you, but I still firmly believe that you have the chance to win every time. Well, I appreciate that. And, and you know, the way I look at it, the, the cut was, it was a good race. It was, uh, you know, it, it's a sign of things going in the right direction for us is, it, it couldn't have came at a better time, uh, you know, knowing that the stats we, we we made. But, you know, I'm not, you know, Bill Poto's still a champ. Like, he's going to have number one play. And Dungy, uh, Dungy's still a champion, too. And, and the same thing with all those other guys. So, until I get done. And he, and, and he may be the champ, but he don't look as good as you out there. Well, I got the seven gear on. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, what I'm saying. that's the gonna seven be gear hard to boot. beat. <laughs> but no, I, I understand like it's, it's good and I appreciate it. And, and, uh, 
you know, I know I got a lot of work to do, but I'm definitely here to, uh, to here to do it. So it's going to be good. Thanks. All right, best of luck to you, James. I will see you guys. I will be at Anaheim one for my 30th birthday. And then I'm going right. to be at Oakland like always. So right. thanks. Thanks. Right. Thanks raining yellow. Yep. Right, Take man. it easy. All right, James. All right. All right. All right. That guy's creeping me out. Um, he calls us every week. Hey, so um, um, James, are you going to still wear Nike? Do Do we know, or can you talk about it, or what's the deal? Uh, most likely, I probably won't be wearing Nike uh, Nike boots. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. you know, been working on something to you know continue working with those guys, but you know, it's you know it's the business and and everything. So I can say that you know. It's, 95% chance that I won't be, you know, wearing those boots, which is, you know, a bummer because, you know, we put a lot of work in. And I think, yeah. like, the one thing that hurts the worst is that, you know, if uh, the way things are going, you know, you know, me and Ryan, we kind of made sacrifices to, to get there and, mm-hmm. and to make things happen, to, you know, bring those boots in. And, you know, it's, it's been a good experience. But, yeah, it's definitely kind of sad to uh, most likely see it go. But, uh, haven't figured out my deal for next year. Got a few offers, and uh, you know, but either way, it, it, it just everything, whatever I could do, it just got to make sense for the future. So right. uh, we'll find out soon. Uh, hey, um, so I've been going on about the show uh, on this show and different columns. I love the the Feld guys uh, at the Monster Cup trying the Joker Lane and and doing the uh, the three ten lappers, and, and I really feel like Supercross itself needs a shot in the arm and. Speaking to you after the race, uh, you agreed. You liked it. You thought we should change it up. Um, Berluti, you liked it too. Dan Bentley and Nick Way were not in favor of changing anything. But Berluti, no, I loved. Were, it. Yeah. I, th- I thought that Joker Lane the year before was cool. Yeah, and I, I right. thought it was cool this year. Um, and Jeremy at Red Bull told me that there's going to be a video dropping on Wednesday. Um, he was kind of vague. He didn't tell me much about it. Uh, but it's a Red Bull, RedBull.com, and uh, it'll be on Wednesday. And what? What's he talking about, James? Or what can you tell us a little bit about this cool video coming up? Well, basically, we had a chance. Uh, <clears throat> it was actually before the Monster Cup. Me uh, and Dungey and and uh, you know a couple other guys. We went down to is basically basically Mexico almost. <laughs> uh, we went down and you know as a kid, you know we all grew up playing a sight bike. You know, just <laughs> straight up, you yeah. know, side by trying to throw, you know, jumps in there and the little uh, rainbow things, candy cane deals or whatnot. So <laughs> basically, we've been talking about this for a year. And, and uh, you know, Jeremy and, and the guys from Ripple came with his ideal is that, you know, why don't we do something like side bike? And uh, so we went down, a, a, you know, about a week before the Monster Cup. And basically, they built a uh, a uh, a rhythm section. It's called Straight Rhythm. And it's, uh, it was actually a little about a half mile long. Uh, maybe a little bit longer, but it's just straight rhythm section. And it actually was pretty unique, you know, to where, you know, basically the concept is, is that, you know, you, you know, you have a rhythm section for, you know, a uh, half mile to a mile, uh, you know, what do we, whatever we end up figuring out. And mm-hmm. basically you got to stay in your lane and you, you, you basically drag race somebody going all the way down. And it, it was pretty cool. Like, you know, I, I got a chance to, you know, basically just race against my brother and, and going down there. Mm-hmm. And the cool part about it was that, you know, there was a bunch of different options to do it, but it was, um, <clears throat> it was one of those things that it was, you know, it kind of takes, it, it takes away from like the training. It takes away from like the motorcycles to where it's basically the, the, the guy with the best skills are going to win. Like you, uh-huh. you know, you jump something big or whatnot, but you know, it's, you have to stay in your own lane. You can't, you know, you can't cut in front of somebody and, you know, you got a couple different whoop sections, you know, rhythm sections. So basically, 
you know, they took this in, in the field and they built this in the middle of nowhere. And like I said, it's basically a little over a half mile rhythm section. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it's pretty cool. I can't wait for you guys to see the video. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at first I was kind of a little skeptical about it. Like, I'm like, dude, you know, this is going to be, are you going to jump a rhythm section? This, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how, how cool can this be? But when we did it and like, we actually started racing against each other. It was actually, uh, one of the funniest things I've ever done. And, uh, you know, I think they want to try to, you know, maybe possibly do it at the end of, uh, you know, outdoors next year, sometime around fall. But, you know, when you guys check the video out, you'll, you'll be pretty, uh, pretty surprised on, on how it is. And, and just like what you said, you know, it's, uh, you know, Supercross has been the same thing for years and years. And, you know, it's, it's the, the root of our sports. I mean, as far as, you know, racing wise is, you know, it's always the same thing. And like the one thing that, you know, I, I noticed like with golf and all stuff, golf is, you know, been the same, you know, rules is one of the strictest sports out. And even they got like the match play and, and all these different things. And, you know, it's kind of cool to unique, unique event about that, you know, where not necessarily Tiger Woods ain't necessarily going to win. You know, you got other guys like Ian Poulter and all these different dudes that's doing it. But, you know, so it's kind of the same concept with the straight rhythm. You know, I, for one, like it because, you know, me, I like jumping big stuff. So yeah. I feel like I got a pretty good chance, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, you got to almost be perfect all the way down. So it's, uh, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I talked to Prater and I think Prater, I don't know if our, I talked to Prater before the, the monster cup and I don't know how much was off the record or on the record. I guess I kind of forgot to ask him, but I mean, he wants to change things up. Feld wants to change things up. You got to work with the riders. They got to work with the teams. They just can't do, uh, do it. Um, and I was talking about it and I was thinking maybe Dave didn't want me to talk about it, but it was too late. But, I like, let's switch it up, man. We don't need to do 17 rounds, 20 laps, no matter how long the track is. Have no joker lane. There's tons of floor space. You know, there's just, we got to do something. Give up some uh, heat race points, uh, fastest lap points, whole shot points, uh, whatever. Let's do something. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. And, and you know, the one <clears throat> the one thing that's hard about Supercross that, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, it's good and bad. You know, it's it's you know, it's good if you're winning, but it's, it's you know, sometimes it's bad for the fans. But you know, the one thing I don't like is that, you know, if you have like last year I hurt my knee and I, I basically, you know, struggled through the first six races and I was out of the championship by round like six, mm-hmm. you know, or if you miss one one you know, have a DNF or, or possibly two, like the the championship's done. So you know, to, to not be able to make those points up, it's, it's pretty tough. And obviously when, you know, when you got a guy, you know, can clinch the race three races early or two races or whatever, like obviously, you know, you lose sponsors, you mm-hmm. lose, you know, viewers, you lose all these different things. So yeah, why not? You know, even if we started something, you know, simple, it's, you know, like having points for e-races, practices, you know, most yeah. last led, you know, give a, a guy a chance to, to make points because every sport pretty much has that. I mean, even, uh, you know, uh, you know, the road race in America, like you, you have, uh, you know, you have points for, you know, pole and all mm-hmm. these different things yeah. or last led, but we don't, you know, so it's kind of sad that, you know, you could be out so quick, but, you know, I, I think for, in order for our sport to grow, you got to make changes and stuff. And I'm, you know, Hey, yeah, maybe you don't have three 10 lap races but to start off with, you yeah. know, you gradually put it into it, but you know, you got to make it exciting for the fans. Cause you know, what you do see is that the race from the month, the, the cup was, so different, like, you know, as far as, um, you know, we had three 10 lap races and, you know, I had the Joker lane, but yeah. the best guys still came up and, you know, they were still, you know, up in the, 
you know, leading the races that are up mm-hmm. there. So obviously that should tell you that, you know, you're not going to like lose the, you know, lose in, <clears throat> lose the sport as far as the integrity of it the and, and, and stuff, you know, yeah. take the good guys away from it. You yeah. know, they're still going to be up there, but you know, you saw the last, you know, last race when I had to go into the Joker lane and came out and, yeah. you know, Dungey was right there. I made the fans stick around because normally like, you know, the race would have been over with, you know, I had a, a two second lead on Kenny, you know, a couple laps left. Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty much over with. So, you know, just something different to change it with. And, and obviously, uh, <clears throat> you know, for me, I, I think I, it, it'd be fun as a, as a racer and stuff. But, you know, like I said, you know, yeah. the sport has to grow, you know, and you can't continue having the same thing. So no. hopefully they will, you know, and I think obviously the, the, the older, the older generation of guys who's been around, you know, for a long time that they're probably going to have some, um, some issues with it. But, you know, uh, eventually if the sport starts stop growing and, people lose interest interest, and people lose their job at the same time. So, you know, yeah. things got to change. Well, Berluti's been doing it since 1989. He's in favor of it. <laughs> when, you, well, yeah. when you look up old school, there's a picture of Tony. Well, how, so. how I look at it is it's <laughs> at the end of the day, it's entertainment, you yeah. know, and yeah. that's what these, that's what James is. He's an entertainer, you know? So mm-hmm. if, if you can create uh, more uh, excitement, you know, so I think that's, I think that's what the, the direction we need to go. I mean, I don't, I'm still kind of have a hard time about a 10 lap and a 20 lap. I think you're taking a little bit of the athleticness. If out you of just it. have three 10 lappers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that, James? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, I, I think you, you know, at, at some point you got to have it to where, you know, endurance or, or whatnot, but you know, the, 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 the three 10 lappers like also gives the guy a chance to, you know, like I said, I went eight one one and and had a chance to win. You know, and and like I said, that could be you know down the road. You know, it could be something down the road. I think sure. the best way to have that is you know you either do points or I think you should do a uh, how do you do a NASCAR? I think you should uh, you know uh, have a chase. I think that'd be really cool. You know, so the guy, you know, if you if you do get hurt or something, you do have a mechanical, you still have a chance to win the title. You know, you have, mm-hmm. have a chance to get into it and and do all that. But again, like I, I think at the end of the day, you got to do whatever's best, like for the sport, because, yeah. you know, if, if we talk about like, you know, keeping it to the roots of the sport, the sport doesn't change, even though the point system has, has, hasn't really changed for years and years, the roots are gone. Like there's no, like, even, you know, you're talking about the outdoor tracks, you know, keeping that, the roots, you know, that's all <laughs> different, you know, like yeah, news flash. You know, more man, <laughs> yeah, man-made jumps and all that stuff. So, you know, four strokes are in here, like all yeah, these different sure. stuff in here. So, you know, the roots, the roots are not here. You know, you're, you're <laughs> everything else done made it to, 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 you know, to try to stay up and, and, you know, try to stay up with the times and stuff. So, you know, you got to do something that fans interested in stuff. And, and mm-hmm. like you said, Tony, the the reality is, is it's entertainment, you know, yeah. you, you know, you, you don't turn on the football, you know, you don't turn on TV to watch a football game to watch a, you know, a, a seven, six game one. You, you turn it on to watch Peyton Manning, you know, throw seven touchdowns. You know, that's the game <laughs> you want to see. You know, yeah. you, you turn it on to watch Kobe Bryant shoot 81 points, you know. So, you know, I, I think there's a, I think there's a fine, fine line to where you, you can have both. You can have it to where, you know, you can't have a 20 lap main event, but you can also have it to where people don't leave at lap 15 or, or lap, you know, 13, yeah. 14, you know, they stay around for the whole thing. Cause you just never know. So, um, well said. Yeah. Well said. I yeah, agree. Change well. it up. Um, I just do something. And if you know what, it doesn't work. Always change it back. 
There we go. We can always yeah. go back, you know, like whatever. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, since Mookie doesn't like me, um, won't come on the show. <laughs> I, I should ask him, but I've never <laughs> asked him. Uh, how, how? I can't believe he's going back to 250s, though. I guess that's the only ride yeah. he had. Is that kind of what – I mean, he, he's too big. He's too big. Hey, yeah, he's uh... – a. yeah, he's big, but hey, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been losing weight. And okay, stuff. he's just a he's just a big dude. And so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I didn't, I didn't think he should have went to the but you know, it's you got to do what you, you know, got to do, right? Yeah, yeah, you got you got to make a dollar somewhere. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, hey, I thought his uh, I thought his 450 outdoor was fantastic. Uh, some really good rides. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, it's, he struggled a bit with some consistency, but overall, you could see that uh, it was a real breakout uh, outdoor summer for him. Yeah, no, he was um <clears throat> no, he he did good. You know, he did good. I think he did better in the beginning of the part of the season. Like I'll mm-hmm. always tell him, like, you know, it's it's like winning, you know, like a lot of people say, Yeah, once you win, you know, it gets easier. Like, yeah, once you win, like you know how to win, but the the key is doing it again and doing it over <laughs> and over. Like yeah. then the expectation comes. So when he got that podium at you know, but three then it was like, Oh, I know you can get a podium like so like that that sixth seventh eighth that ain't good enough anymore. Like you should be on like the podium. So you know I think he you know I, I don't I don't think he struggled because Malcolm's attitude is completely different from mine. Mm-hmm. You know so you know he could he can get tenth and like go fishing the next day. And there's a couple <laughs> other guys that are like that. I don't understand, but you know they're they're like that. So you know I think he just uh, you know he struggled with consistency, but I think it was a good learning experience and and. Um, yeah, I think he, you know, I would actually like to see what he would have done in a 450 on Supercross. Oh, I think he me too. would probably beat we'll it. We'll see it eventually. Than what he was. Uh, he's too, it's not, yeah, yeah, I got yeah, to make a dollar. got to make a dollar. It might but. hurt him, but eventually we'll see him on a 450. Right, well, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, uh, well, yeah, I thought, he will. I thought, the, I thought he might get hired for you for your team. I know Webb was trying to get another guy, and in the end there was no budget, but I, I really thought I, saw, I could see that happen. Mookster going over there. Yeah. But. Yeah, well, until we get Joker lanes and people start getting entertained, it ain't got money. So, yeah. That's a good point. One of the things uh, Barsha uh, told me, uh, I think at Utah, uh, I think after Redford, he told me how pissed he was at Mookie, but um, he told me uh, the season, the 450 season, outdoors and supercross was getting to him. Uh, he's like, it's a, lot, it's, a, it's a grind, man. It's a grind. And uh, maybe Mookie saw that too, the bigger bike and week in and week out. Um, it gets you. It gets to you. Well, I mean, technically, he didn't ride any more races than he did when he was on the two VDF because he didn't ride, you know, 17 Supercrosses. He only yeah. rode the, the eight. And, you know, I think what gets to him is, you know, it's just a bigger bike. And that Sunday, it, you know, it's, you, know, you got to recover. You know, it's a bigger bike to try to do it. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't think the season really got to him. I just think, you know, the the – the the competition is strong. Obviously, it's, yeah. it's strong in a DPDF class, but it's just different. Like everything is just a little bit different, and you you know you're racing against the best guys, and you know when you're you know battling against you know your brother, you know Bill Poto and all those guys, you know yeah. no matter what, it's um really gets to so. I thought he did pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. I'm just saying it's just a grind. Just uh, you know, that's all. Yeah, oh. it is a grind, but like. You know what they'll find out is that you know, and and Tony, you, I mean, same thing with you, Steve. You, you, you eventually you, you get in a routine to where you know it's just not it's not as bad as right. it it sucks, but it's not as bad. You just you just get it like clockwork. You know, 
all right, on Friday I'm out and I'll be back on Sunday. As simple as that. And so, you know, you learn to, to really balance your weeks and balance your days and, and your training and all that stuff to, to make sure that you last and, and stuff. Because even for myself, I, I really, like at this point, I never have a problem, um, you know, of like, man, like, man, I'm always traveling. Like, I'm tired from traveling. Like, right. I don't I don't feel like that. It's when you get, when you're not traveling, it's that week off that you're like, man, like, actually, honestly, I'd probably rather be at races right now because <laughs> that's more routine. So, yeah. Uh- all right, thanks. The, for, the oh. gnarly part is your injuries. You know, you, for you guys to stay healthy is the thing that amazes me with you guys. You guys are amazing that way. You yeah, know? yeah, no time to no time no, to like. Yeah, rest. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, no that that part that part's definitely tough, and <clears throat> that's why I feel like you know if you had like a, a chase style or something like that, like that's when it really, you know, that's when it. Um, you know, that's when it would really be cool because then you can nurse, you know, an injury and, and, and really just try to stay in it until, like, it really counts. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, obviously I, I think the, you know, the hard part, the one thing that, it like I said, and it does suck, if you do get hurt, you know, like I said, the way I was, you know, this year, you know, how do, how do you say that I'm going to completely lay it out, lay it out? you know, when there's no chance for me to win the championship, like I'm out, like, you know, I'm finally healthy. Let me lay this thing out. (laughs) Let me do whatever it takes to win. And the only people that get hurt in that is obviously, you know, the stats do and all that, but the fans are really the people that get hurt because they're not really seeing the best side of the, you know, their favorite rider because you're like, dude, I, you know, I can't afford to get hurt. I have no chance to win this thing, but you know, if you did, then you continue to keep fighting and fighting and all that stuff. So, you know, not saying that, you know, anybody's laying it down, but, you know, yeah. it does come to a point to where you're just like, dude, I, I have no chance to win this thing, so there's no way I'm going to try to go out and hit this quad right now because, you know, it really, <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. So. Yeah, no, well said. Uh, and it's crazy that the stuff that you guys, the top guys, you guys have to think about and deal with. And I think what you said, too, uh, um, at your level, the, the level to win Supercross is you guys truly are laying it out every lap 20 laps you know it's 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 yeah. it's crazy um thanks yeah. for co- thanks for coming on the show appreciate it nope no problem no problem all right steve okay tony i'm sure i'll probably be seeing a test track here sometime soon sounds and then, good uh, yeah. james uh, oh, steve. yeah and steve i have nothing else to talk about until right uh Anaheim. <laughs> don't call me i know how it goes no. uh thanks <laughs> thank you james no worries, guys. All, All right. right, take it easy. Yeah. Good evening. All right, that's uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart, everybody. We're going to take our second commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Come back with uh, RCH's Brock Tickle, who, Tony, you may or may not know a few things about him. Uh, yeah, I know Brock. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's a pretty yeah, – yeah, he's all right. Good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. All right, let's take a commercial break. Stick around. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp Mech Show. Beep. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. 
Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULBMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showing delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Shoei dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Shoei's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Shoei, Shoei, Shoei. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. 
construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp MX Show. Coming at you, the Metallica Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Berlude, good choice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, like I like it. it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's no uh, Van Halen, but it's not bad. Not yeah, bad. I'll yeah. take it. Um, uh, th- welcome back to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Bratpar. 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and Optrix. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming on board. Uh, James Stewart segment, by the way, brought to you by uh, Atlas Neck Braces. It's uh, uh, designed and uh, refined by a three, over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts, then tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. The end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. AtlasBrace.com. Villapoto and Weimer have it. Why don't you? Um, Let's get to this guy. Shane, what's up, man? Hey. Thanks for being on hold for so long. <laughs> no problem. Thank you. What's, uh, what's your question? What can we do for you? Uh, I was just wondering uh, about Blake Wharton. You know, like, it's just kind of weird how he hasn't gotten a ride yet, and I was just wondering what teams look at if they see that he's only doing music and not so much of writing. Uh, well, we have, really... we have Alan Brown here and Fab Yamaha. Why don't you hire Blake Wharton? He won a Supercross last year. Because yep. cause I'm working on Nicoletti and, and Chisholm. Chisholm. All right. Uh, you know what? Um, if Wharton doesn't get a ride, and I haven't heard him for anything. Have you guys? No. Have you heard I of anything? I haven't heard of peep or peep. Nothing. Um, Ryan Sipes retired. Uh, Maybe Blake's retired. I mean, the guy won a race last year and almost won another one. So, yeah. That's on, so, li- that's on light spikes. You know what? And that's still, that's though. what people don't realize is there's still a lot of guys out there. Right, right. You know, sponsors have asked me, well, who are your riders going to be? Who are you going to have? I'm like, there's still good riders available. There are. Yeah. yeah. Plenty of guys. Um, no, Shane, I haven't heard anything about Blake Wharton. So. Well, I, I, I actually, I talked to him a while back, and he was telling me that he, he wanted to ride. And uh, he said there was rumors going around that he was going to ride uh, the GPs on a Honda. Uh-huh. And he said he, he would rather stay in the States. 
Oh yeah, I, I didn't hear that one. Um, it's got a good got a good voice though for music. Um, I, I someone should hire him, and I, I'm sure he will get something. But you know, Shane, no matter what he gets, it's probably not going to be for that much money. And does so he point a, it out? No, no, he can ride lights again. So the question does he want it? Does he want to race for not much money? And and some guys, some guys have just said no, like Christian Craig and and uh, Lance yeah. Vincent. They just said see you later. So. But it, in his position right now, I think the best thing for him to do would probably be take a better bike and less money just to get his name out there yeah. more, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Guy's talented, no doubt. Like I said, won a race. So thanks, man. Yeah. All right, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. All right, let's get to our next guest, uh, RCH rider. He had a solid year in 2013, a former 250 West Supercross champion. And the guy Tony Berluti knows, uh, he knows okay. Uh, Brock Tickle, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing, just hanging out at home, got dinner, just sitting here waiting for you guys to call. Uh, where's, where's Blake Wharton going to ride, do you know? Shane we, Shane was wondering. Shoot, hold on, let me get on the internet real quick. I'll, I'll tell you where he's going. <laughs> Check out Vital. Uh, they, they know everything. Um, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, I, thanks. I haven't been on in a while, so it's good to be back on. Yeah, um, what, yeah I think, didn't, didn't I flake on you or you flaked on me one time in the summer? I thought we had made arrangements. Into I, something. Think it, I think it was me who flicked, or actually, because I didn't get back to you That's as it. soon yeah. as I yeah. did, and then it was too late. Which is a common thing, because I panic. I text some guys, and then when I don't get answers, I panic and quickly text somebody else, not realizing that not every rider has their phone like on their lap. So, yeah, that, that maybe that's what happened. <laughs> um, Tony Berluti, yeah. uh, Tony Berluti a, guy Tickler, you, what's happening? a guy you know well is here. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> Berluti, what's going on? How are you, bud? Good. Good. The uh, the solid, steady hands of Tony Berluti uh, tuning Brock Tickle's uh, Suzuki RMZ 450. Uh, tick, uh, Tickle, he gets a little intense on race day, huh? I like it. It, it amps me up. I'm kind of a laid-back guy, and it gets me going sometimes. And yeah. I can tell when he's pissed because <laughs> I won't get the pit board some lap. So that's, <laughs> that's when I know I need to get my shit together. Now, sometimes I fuck up. Uh, excuse me, I screw up. You can say fuck on me. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I like that. I like that. Yeah, everybody no, like... Berluti gets me going. The bike is always 100%, and he's ready for me on race day, and I'm ready for him. So right we on. have a good good relationship. The uh, Yeah, the people get funny because he's, he's casual and laid back on the air here, and he's a nice guy. <laughs> race day, though, I mean, even Jason Thomas, you know, admits that Berluti can go crazy. I mean... Uh, hey, I'm oh, passionate. Yeah. You I'm are. into it. You I'm are. totally into it. It's a, yeah, for you sure. You freaked out at Monster Cup. I did. Yeah, remember I, my yeah, spies. Well, my be, spies told me about yeah, how you freaked out. Yeah, and the promoters and how that was. I mean, huh? they they're sitting there rushing you to be some. Well, anyway, we right, went into right, that. Right, yeah, right. that was a, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brock, how's testing? No, that no, was a oh. joke. I'll agree with I'll agree with him on that. There wasn't but three inches to work with on the back of the gate, right? And they had a two foot gap for us to get in there and. The best gates were the ones that were right in front of the gate, so nobody can get anywhere. Right. It was stupid. And we're literally trying to pack the damn gate, and (laughs) people are just trying to get in and out of the gate, so it was kind of a stupid deal. Kind of a club. And then, of course, the gates work so flawlessly. Oh, yeah. As well, you know, to start the night. Oh, yeah, amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you like, and we've asked everybody on the show this, but I I really do want to get everybody's opinion. Did you like the Joker Lane and the 310 Lappers? Is that something you'd enjoy and would want to see in a regular Supercross? Maybe not all the time, but once in a while. I don't know about in a regular Supercross like the 10 lappers because the 20 lap um, thing is kind of what separates everybody. So I think that for me, 
the 20 lap thing is something that I would like better, but I think the Joker lane is actually a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. As long as I mean, if we had more of them, nobody would miss them. So, <laughs> right, um, right. it was kind of it was honestly kind of tough because I almost forgot it the first the first one and the second one, and oh, the geez. guy in front of me took it, and I was like, oh man, I got to take the Joker lane. It, ha- it, ha- it was the last lap, the next lap, so. There was two opportunities for me to miss it. So. Hey, the funny thing is you're giving me shit about not seeing the board. I had Joker on there that second time <laughs> every freaking lap. I was wigging out after, you know, Dungey missed that first one. Right. And he waits both the last two yeah. motos. He, you waited to, like, the last lap. And I'm like, because, you know, I got guys in my ear like, yeah. hey, is he going to take the Joker? I'm like, Fuck, I've had the Joker on there every stinking lap. <laughs> yeah, like, I, had a feeling, I had a feeling you were going nuts because the I first was. time you gave it to me. <laughs> The first time you gave it to me, I could tell you were like, okay, well, he's going to take the Joker lane. And then next lap, you gave it to me, you like gave me the pit board like aggressively. And the next <laughs> lap, you were like, take the damn Joker lane. So you did see it then. Huh? Uh, well, because those oh, guys yeah, had I a saw, strategy. I knew, I knew what lap I, I was just going to do on the last lap because I was in a group of guys and I didn't know when they took it. And I just figured it'd be better just to try to get some good solid laps in and not worry about it until the last lap. Well, you didn't miss it. You definitely had me flipping out, though. You're like, everybody's yelling at you, and you're like, I can't put Joker any bigger yeah, on this Yeah, I mean, that's all it's on there this is, is it. Joker. <laughs> right. Screw lap time. Yeah, Joker screw got bolder and bolder each lap. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Uh, how's testing been going, Brock? How's everything going? Uh, we just had James Stewart on, and he talked a little bit about getting to know you and uh, a little more. Uh, everybody's kind of uh, in sync over there at Suzuki Track. Can you talk about how that's going? Oh, I'm honestly really pumped, right? I mean, pretty much within the first couple of days I got back on the bike from outdoors, um, the whole bike is totally different from, from where we were last year. And um, at Monster Cup, I honestly felt really comfortable. I only rode Supercross like four four or five times before Monster Cup. So um, with that being said, I thought I rode pretty good there. Um, and I'm getting a lot more comfortable. Um, seems like everybody wants to help each other out more this year than than last year and mark johnson and everybody with the whole rch team and suzuki are all getting together and we're getting some good feedback from the japanese and Mm -hmm. from from to us so i think uh it's just going to help us obviously it's the more input you can get um that's realistic and in the right direction the better the bike is going to be so yeah um Within honestly, like within the first four or five days, I rode the bike after outdoors. We completely changed the bike. I mean, we had different linkage on. We had a whole different motor setup, a whole different EFI um, mapping setup. We had a whole different pipe. We had a whole different suspension setup. So, um, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this week they're rebuilding they're rebuilding Suzuki, so I'm gonna go ride some different tracks and see what I think. And uh, right. I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm finally feeling like myself again. And honestly, last year wasn't too bad of a year, but um, it, was it wasn't me all year. It was steady, but like we talked about every week on this show, and we give Baludi a lot of shit about it, um, you know, there, there wasn't any flashes of brilliance by you, but then again, there wasn't any terrible races either. You were solid and steady, and as Berludi pointed out last, last week, that is a trait to be admired, but sometimes uh, you were waiting... I was waiting, and Tits probably too, was waiting for that breakout ride from Brock Tickle. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, that's what I was searching. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't. I mean, us riders, we search for things whenever we're <laughs> right. not performing to our standards. You know that as well as everybody else who's involved with the industry. And I think that's the problem I had. I was searching to find something, and it was 
just me searching for it that was probably keeping me off mm-hmm. off of doing it. So um at the moment I'm feeling really good and uh the off season's going really good right now and I just wanna I wanna be as solid as I was but closer into the top five. Right. And have the have those breakout rides still like be consistent and have breakout rides throughout the whole year. That's that's what I want. Uh-huh. And I know I can't go from finishing um, whatever I did in Supercross and outdoors, where I was like eighth and ninth or whatever. Right. Go from finishing that to finishing podium next year. I mean, I don't think that's realistic for me. Next year, my goal is to be in the top five as much as I can and. Mm-hmm. If I'm not there, then seventh be the worst I, worst finish for me, and yeah. I think that's realistic for myself. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Got a question for RCH's Brock Tickle. Um, yeah, and, and and don't take this the wrong way. You were Berlut, and I don't mean this in a. Don't make me want to punch uh, you. I don't know how I to might jump out of the. I don't know how to say this say without right, without dude. sounding like a dick. Okay, don't be um, a dick. I don't want to be a dick. Right. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. Just hit me. No, I I'd like to see you crash more. And what I mean by that is pushing the limit, like where you're like, holy shit, look at Tickle. He's on it. And then I don't want you to get hurt, but let's say you crash because you reach a new limit and you're pushing hard. And then you're at the end of the night, you're like, well, shit, he crashed. But look at what we saw from Brock. And I don't believe me, hitting the ground is, is no fun. Um, and I, like I said, it makes me sound like a bit of a dick. But you know what I mean, Berlue? No, I got you. Do you know you. what I mean? No, no, I don't take that the wrong way yeah, at all. I, I mean, either. I totally agree with you on that. Just, yeah. And I think the more comfortable I get, the more you'll see of that. Because I, I can flash back to 11, even though, I mean, it's long gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember myself just not giving a shit, really, what was going on. But I was going to the front. I didn't give a shit what was happening. Mm-hmm. And that's just the attitude I had. And I know, I know what you're saying. So yeah. that, I'm not taking that the wrong way at all. Uh, we got a question from King. Uh, King, what's going on? You got a question for Brock Tickle? Yeah, yeah, what's going on, Brock, man? Uh, I was just wondering, you know, how you feel about the transition from living from North Carolina to living in California now? Um, For me, it's it's easier out here, even though it is a long way away and there's a lot going on here, but it's just nice to have the shop nearby and there's seven or eight tracks within an hour, so it just makes it nice for the job and... Uh, it does suck sometimes during outdoors when the tracks are dry and whatnot. But yeah. other than that, it's you got to sacrifice sometimes to to get. I don't know. You don't have to worry about getting a mechanic for practicing a mechanic back east and everything else. So um, with that being yeah. said, it's just a lot easier getting my job done here. You, um, you, hey, you, uh, no. you, um, hey, Brock. I know it's been a while, but you probably don't remember, remember me, you, and uh, Michael Midday. We raced at uh, Hillwood, North Carolina. He used to pick on me, tell me I was riding a dinosaur bike. You remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, how old was your bike, King? Uh, it was a '01 at that time, and they would ride like '07 Hondas. Oh, was... that's not a dinosaur. Come on, tickle jerk. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we need <laughs> yeah, we need like an '85 to '30 kind. Right, right. We became good friends. Thanks, King. 1990 <laughs> KX250. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I yeah, bought, I bought a bike. I'm very excited, Alan. <laughs> I might need you to go get it. You got a special bike? Yeah. Um, uh, hey, um, uh, Brock, you did go to uh, Ricky's, though, for a while in the summer, which has got to be pretty good, although maybe intimidating, but also fun, but maybe not this summer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fun for sure while I was there. It was, the first two weeks were 
a pretty, I don't know, it was pretty tough the first two weeks, but after that I was in the groove and mm-hmm. got used to the program pretty quickly. But I think being down there helped me a little bit there towards the end of outdoors because about midway through, I like hit, once I was there, it kind of hit me and I was getting in the groove of things. So, yeah. um, um, I don't know. I mean, it was fun. The track was gnarly, like to go fast and be with Martin and Dungy there since they, they've been riding there all summer. It was tough, but, mm-hmm. um, for instance, like the first day, like I was in eight seconds off of Dungy, like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, Oh shit. I mean, no, I mean, and that's no, like, that's no bullshit either. And, right that's like a hundred percent like me trying. <laughs> right. What'd you end up being? It was it, was, did you ever close that gap a little bit? It was like, I mean, a couple of days, I mean, I was within, I think my, like in sprint laps, I was within a second and a half, two seconds. So kind right. of what it was at the race. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, at the yeah. end of the, at the end of the, my stay there, I was, I was getting closer and closer to him. Um, so, uh, well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Like, Going out there is a much better move than, like, say, going to August, going to Glen Helen in August and pounding laps on a Thursday. Like, good God, you better just shoot yourself. You know? Oh, yeah, and it was, yeah. I mean, it was weird. Like, you would, you were like, oh, it's going to be so fun to ride there. And it, I mean, the dirt, it was fun, but the thing about it is there was never a day where you just rode your dirt bike. Yeah, yeah, right. It was, <laughs> it was intense every moment you got on the bike. Monday morning, you were doing sections that were timed and, it's just grueling, but it does mentally, it beats you up, but then at the right. same time, it makes you stronger. Did you see Les Smith crash? Was it in front? It was right in front of you, right? Um, I didn't see it, oh, but okay. I was behind him, and I almost landed on his bike, and then Dungy almost landed on his bike, so. Yeah, oh, I thought you were right in front kinda, of him, but, yeah, people said it gnarly. And I was staying, and I was staying there at the time at his apartment, and that's what was the most, and then the. Then at the end of that, after Les did that, Jeannie still wanted to do stuff, and I'm not very good at that. <laughs> the guy just so broke as soon both as his ribs. Happened, I was right. like, I'm done. <laughs> Je- meanie, Jeannie. Uh, uh, yeah, the guy just broke both his wrists. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Let's just go, get, go, go go to Cracker Barrel and relax. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Pat- I was ready to just go home and go on a bicycle ride or do something else other than yeah. ride on the track. Right. Uh, Pat's got a question for you. Pat, welcome to the show. What's your question for uh, Brock Tickle? Brock, too. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Not too bad, man. All right. Pat. I was just wondering, Matthew was calling you out earlier, saying that he wants you to take more crashes going faster. Times have changed a little bit. What do you think? Uh, good, good. I don't know. I mean, look at Villapoto. I mean, he's hanging it out every moment he gets, and that's that's what I mean. That's what all of us need to work on is doing that, and. If you watch him, it's it's unbelievable because in some of those sections they're out there, I couldn't believe how fast he's yeah. going. Yeah, it's crazy. Like we just had Stewart on the show, and you know he was talking about like if you're out of the title, you don't want to hang it out too much because you don't know, you know, you don't have a chance to win a title. And then you start thinking like uh, Villapoto, Stewart, Dungey, Barsha, those guys. They're they look they make it look easy, but they're they're going so fast and so much on the edge every, each and every week. It's insane. Right. So. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even even right, watching man. Tomac, like I remember just watching it in the truck while I was sitting there getting ready for the second moto at Millville, and I just could not believe how much corner speed he was carrying in some of those corners because mm-hmm. I felt so awkward in those corners because they were that like sketchy. You know what I mean? Right. And to just watch him just hammer it. I know a two fifty is way different than a than a four fifty, but just to watch that is just 
Oh, it's unbelievable how much stuff has changed the last couple years. these days, though. Because, I mean, look, Stewart and Bill Porter were going so fast, one of them was in a crash, you know? Yeah, it's gnarly, Pat, for sure. Thanks, man. Pat, gnarly Pat. Hey, give us your best. Give, give me your best Watson story from this past year. Give, give me your best Watson story. Who me? Go yeah, tick. You, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you're on. Give me, give me your best one. Come on, former co-host of the show. We did. We still all love uh, him dearly. You, what, what did he do? Tell us something. Man, that's tough. It's tough being put it's on the just, spot. It's just his general character towards people. It's just funny to me. Just the, just the whole concept of Kenny two people just cracks me up. Like <laughs> he, he told me. I he, mean, just like at the test track, like he'll just bicker at Hill just because he wants to, right? And then mess with them, and then just leave. Like he'll get in his truck and only say bye to anybody and just leave. And I think <laughs> I just think it's funny. Like just the stuff he does is just. It's not existent on this earth normally. <laughs> uh, I tell everybody he's the most unique individual you'll ever meet. Would you? Would you guys? But agree then at with the that? same time, he can yeah. be the biggest. I don't know. He's like a teddy bear sometimes. Most, I mean, he's no. he's like a teddy bear, but then acts like that. And it's like wow, we went from one extreme to the other. You'll never figure him out. You'll ne- never figure him no. out. No. I, I don't know how he gets. He gets stuff done. He yes. makes it happen. Yep. But you, you're like, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'm surprised. He honestly he... does, though. I mean, he. I can't yeah. believe, like, I mean, in the beginning, I was just like, wow, he does do a lot. Like, I mean, I wasn't saying that in a bad way, but, like, he does do quite a bit. But then he bullshits with me in a weird way, and then he's asking me how I'm doing the next day. You know what I mean? It's, right. just, it's just a full circle of you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I can just picture, like, because Hill was in doubt about coming back to the team, you know, he wasn't sure what they were doing. They're trying to get different guys. I can picture Watson at with with Hill at the test track going, clippy, clippy, Josh. Yeah, clippy, clippy. Clippy, <laughs> clippy, Josh. It's just like talking okay, about. Okay, well, I'll give you a good story right now. Right. I mean, I don't know if Watson will like this or not. It doesn't matter. At A1, at A1 this year, I had a bad race and I crashed mm-hmm. due to hitting a hay bale. And I got back to the truck and Watson goes, you know how it goes around here, Tickle. You don't perform, you get clipped. <laughs> A1. <laughs> yeah, first race, right, right out of the right, gate. Right, right, Yeah. This is the same guy Way that – Go to your confidence. When, when Bonnie was on the team, he had Daniel McCoy from Australia there. And he was like, hey, Bonnie, if you don't ride good tonight, that guy right there is going to ride for you next week or whatever, yeah, like yeah. however it worked out. I'm just like, God, Watson. Um, yeah, he's a piece yeah. of work. Hey, Brock, um, do you – you're the lead rider there. Uh, you signed a multi-year deal last year. You know, the team stepped up. Ricky Carmichael came on board, works Suzuki's. You feel some pressure? Do you, do you, I mean, is it something you think about? Is it something you got to deal with? Uh, you know, because you've been sort of part of a bigger team your whole life's career. There was a lot of other fast teammates along with yourself. But really, at RCH, I mean, a lot of eyes are on you. Um, uh, how did you deal with that, or, or did, did it bother you? Um. In outdoors, it kind of bothered me a little bit when I would have, like, a a horrible moto. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of those, and it was just tough to come back to the truck and just watch everybody just – you could just see it in their face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I thrive off of, like, being having the pressure on me. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. And Mitch, obviously – Mitch was honestly really hard on me both years. And, I mean, I had my two best years with him so right. um 
I can take it and I can I can deal with it and I I already have it set in my mind that I'm going to do good next year and I'll be better than what I was this year. So mm-hmm. um, it's in my mind and I'm ready to go. So going to have a good off season, get get a lot of testing in, yep. and uh, see what we can do. I mean, I'm I know where I should be and I know where I want to be. So and if those two match, then I'll be happy and I know the team will be happy. Um, uh, Berlu, what what uh what do you want to see Brock work on, or what what do you think Brock could do a little better? Um, uh, you know, other than my starts. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure that. But uh, I just think that he needs to practice riding over his head, you know, for like one lap at a time, two laps at a yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, the intensity just to just to be on that edge. And 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 him, Brock, and I have talked about it, you know, and that, that's that's what I feel that he needs to do. And I know it's it's dangerous and it's tough to do, but you, you need a guy's got to get comfortable riding on the edge. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, that's what I said about crashing. crashing That makes sense. I don't want to see you crash, but you know what I mean. That's my goal for like the next month. Like I have like a pretty good idea what I what I have planned out for the Mm -hmm. next two months because it's pretty much two months day one, and the first month is to try to work on hanging it out, and then after that, doing it for twenty laps. Yeah, and then you know, so I kind of have a program set up to where I can work on that and. that's what I, that's what I need to do. I mean, that's that's. I mean, honestly, I need to get faster, and and that's pretty much point blank. If I'm faster, I mean, it's not going to do anything but help me, no matter what place yeah. start I get, or if well, I'm tenth on the first lap. You know what I mean? It's it's going to help me no matter what. Well, the thing is, is you're you're. I think you're a really good rider all around. I mean, you're you're well rounded. But if you can just, you don't have to hang it out for twenty laps. I mean, if I mean, I think it if you can like get work, yeah, huh? That's a lot of work. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. Like if you get ten out of the twenty, your 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 uh, position is going to be enhanced. Do the MC thing, sprint for ten. Yeah, there you go. Cruise it. Yeah, cruise it home after that. Well, that wasn't nobody trained though, but that's that's Jeremy McGrath days. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, well, if you do happen to win, I look forward to the twenty thousand word Swiss corner on pulpamex.com. Just te- oh yeah, I'm ready yeah. for that. Where right. is he at? He's not on the show or what? No, he's at home in Michigan practicing his rapid flyers. Um. He's behind the scenes. He lurks. Well, what's he his lurks. deal? Uh, Swiss Corps, the guy works for me. No, I know, but oh. what's his deal with Brock? Oh, he's Brock's biggest fan. Oh, he is? He knows Brock's wife, and oh, they wow. go way back, and now oh, Brock okay. knows it. Oh, God. Gotcha, gotcha. Dude, don't even get me started. Okay, you know? I won't. Um, <laughs> biggest Brock Tickle fan out there, I think. Maybe besides Pat from earlier. Um, hey, Brock, thanks for, <laughs> thank, <laughs> thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Uh, good luck with oh, everything. Oh, God, Pat. We'll, we'll try to not. You know that guy? No, I don't. I don't know that guy. Oh, okay. Uh, seem like you talked like you knew. Yeah, seem like you were buddies. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't want to act like I, I don't know him because then I feel like an idiot. Right. No, I don't know. Tis does it all the time. He acts like he doesn't know people. It's fine. I just don't. Remember. Right. Oh, I love it. Good um, stuff. No, hey, we'll, we'll try not to make it so long next time you're on. Definitely for sure. Uh, thanks very much for coming on. I appreciate it, and uh, good luck with everything. And yeah, we'll be in touch. I'm sure. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Brock. Uh, RCH uh, Racing's Brock Tickle. So. Yeah. I don't think I came off too much like a douche when no, I said crash a little no, bit, but you know what no, I mean. No, yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he agreed. The way with you Brock. said it was perfect. He, just, he felt the same way as you I wanna did. You want to see like, holy shit, look at Tickle, <laughs> and then like, oh, he cartwheeled, but but man, was he going fast? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he, it's something clicked in his head, and he figures it out. I don't want to see it. I, 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 I like, don't want to. I don't want to have to. With heat races and semis and everything, I have to uh, change yeah, bars every week. Well, I just mean in the main. I okay. mean in the main. Yeah. Okay, the main. Yeah. 
We'll go with that. Because um, he's almost too good, too consistent. So, um, uh, all right. Um, hey, let's do the uh, btosports.com tweet at tits. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right, the BTOsports.com, the leading retailer for uh, OEM parts and aftermarket accessories in the in the USA. Uh, listen to the commercials to use a code to save big money at BTOsports.com. We thank them for everything they do for uh, Pulp MX uh, family here, uh, big supporters of BTOsports.com. Uh, tits, these are, we asked for questions. Tits is no longer on Twitter. We're still calling this a tweet a tits segment. So these people tweeted at Pulp Mech Show, and uh, Tits sorted through the multitude, tens of thousands of questions, and uh, picked the best uh, five or six for uh, for us. So let's get to this. Yeah, uh, a lot of them were for Koi, but obviously we, oh. we didn't get to do that. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because there actually he was really late. In there. He was late. We didn't, yeah. I got yeah. it. Sorry, right. Koi. Um, first one's for you, Baluti. Uh, Frederick Olson, do you have a cool McGrath story you could share from the good old 90s? Well, real quickly, I will say that uh, the guy rode till the cows came home. I mean, the guy would test and test and test, you know I mean? And at that, that, that point, one year he rode Suzuki, you mean? Yeah, like, when he, yeah well, he's yeah. that's the only year that I've had yeah. to, to work with him. And, uh, you know, prior to that, you know, he did it so easy. You didn't really think the guy trained or, or, or worked at it that hard, but uh, – you know, when I'm serious, it was getting dark, you know, the tracks just baked and him and between him and Roger, they're out there. I'm like, really? I really. But <laughs> but uh, it was amazing that he he was a sport and he just kept going, you know. How gnarly was it back in the day? OK, so you had McGrath and LaRocco. LaRocco actually went AWOL one race, didn't didn't even show up. Uh, LaRocco wanted the upside downs or the conventionals. Which way was it? McGrath had the nah. fourth set LaRocco wanted. Roger wouldn't give it to him. LaRocco yeah, exactly. was sucking. I think I think that, LaRocco wanted the upside downs, you know, because um, when they went to conventional and he, but uh, until McGrath said it, you know, so then probably LaRocco was pretty bummed that yeah. McGrath got it his way, and then next thing you know, then they all got um, it. MC roasted Wyatt Seals pretty bad in his book. Yeah, rightfully so or wrongfully so. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't want to go there. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not my deal. Um, yeah. You know, and the scary thing is, is all of that happened with McGrath and he still almost won a title. Absolutely. Clutch, flat tire. Absolutely. Um, was there something, he threw away his, a win in Minneapolis. His to lose. I think at one of the Anaheims, he, him and Lampson went down together or something. Uh, called oh, that was the very, the very first, first one. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, wasn't 97 when he cut his foot open or yeah, outdoors? Yeah. yeah. I was at later in the outdoors. Um, yeah. He had all these issues and all these problems. Uh, threw away a win in Minneapolis, just crashing like two laps to go, and he still came up within five or six points. Yeah, his lose. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean. So everybody. No, I, it, no I, I think he's right. The last race, McGrath got into that deal I, at the I bar or something, was, and, his, and he stepped on a glass or something. No, he did that in the outdoors. Right before I'm gonna call. Outdoors. I don't think so. That was before Washougal or something. You see, wasn't it? No, well, that's two against two. Let's yeah, tweet it and okay. Let's smarter, look it up. He was working there, so he'd know. Yeah. <laughs> For Ludis. Hey, hey um, thanks, thanks, Ted. We we uh, let's go to our. Uh, we've got a, it's got a text. We'll we'll skip this segment till after the nine o'clock hour. Okay. Can we get to our next guest, uh, Steve Astafan? Yeah. And then can yeah. you also put Jason Thomas on the line at the same time? I'll try. Thank you very much, uh, Astafan. Just landed in New York City and he wants to come on now. So we'll squeeze him on uh, real quickly on the show and then take a break. Come back with the BTOsports.com tweeted tits and X brand goggles. Uh, while he's doing that, let's read me some Race Tech emails. Race Tech nineteen eighty four. 
been around a long time, been doing suspension for the best guys out there. Uh, Privateer's Choice, if you need suspension. Racetech.com for anything, really, for uh, uh, vintage bikes, new bikes, um, cars, anything else. Uh, you name it, they got it. So um, thanks to Racetech for coming on. Um, oh, that was quick. Uh, um, great radio, bro. I'm just looking through these emails right now. Okay. Um, thanks, everybody, again, for listening. And uh, real power player, Steve Astefan coming up, agent to the stars, uh, agent to the two, Team 2-2, two, two, and uh, he'll be on here shortly. Uh, let's get to him now. He's our next guest, uh, 702-586-7857. If you've got a question for Steve Astefan, WMG Agency, uh, like I said, agent to the stars. What's up, Steve? Thanks for coming on. Uh, no worries. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You know, we had you on a few times already, and you're always uh, – always interesting guests and lots to say about what's going on and uh, and i appreciate it i think our listeners like it too um i didn't get you on to talk about team 2-2 but uh chad reed did uh did uh, instagram a shot of a three-year title sponsor agreement is there anything you can tell us besides that yeah i mean uh, i i think from our side we're pretty excited about discount tire stepping up for us um you know, they've been like family to Chad, and they've supported him since Dallas, since the injury. And, and actually the contract was signed, I think, like two or three days before Dallas. And they stuck with him, and uh, we look for partners like that. And I think Chad has uh, truly made a lot of long-term, lifelong friends over there. And, and mm-hmm. it's one of the best companies we've ever worked with. So they've officially signed on with us to help Chad grow the team and oh, cool. to, uh, you know, have, have at least the next three years of a lot of fun, hopefully, and, and grow two two Motorsports. Yeah, because he uh, he most likely won't be racing for three years, so that's awesome because that's his deal. That's his dream to keep his team going and, and hire riders and all that, So um, unless he wants to keep riding for three more years. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you never know with that guy. But, yeah, right. it, what it allows us to do is it gives us that security blanket. I think that's how Kerry was able to build what he had at Hart and Huntington with Watson and stuff is when they started getting that little bit of a security blanket. And, uh, right. It gives, them, it gives them the ability to talk to athletes and build the, you know, actually – know that they can deliver something to them and be able to, you know, make, make an offer that can stand. Right. Uh, also on the phone, uh, one of our co-hosts, uh, Jason Thomas, who you know well, JT Money. <laughs> MGK, buddy. Um, uh, yeah, I saw the, um, the, 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 the JT, you thanked Steve for the, what was that, a concert? Was that a, was that a gun show? Or what was going on? <laughs> uh, it was just a concert. Uh, God, Steve knows. And uh, okay. hooked me up, got me some tickets. All right. Yep. I'm um, sure JT got a contact buzz, but there may or may not have been some questionable <laughs> activities going on there. <laughs> All right. uh, Steve, um, uh, thanks for coming on the show. We, we appreciate it. We had Coy Gibbs uh, in earlier, and he nice. was. He was uh, I, I mentioned uh, your name, but I didn't. This wasn't a specific example, but I said Coy. Let me give you some advice, and he said this should be good. And I said, uh, you take you take these agents, and not you, Steve, but other agents he's dealt with. You take this too personally. You get very angry when riders when you don't get riders' uh, services uh, for your team. And and he said, and he proceeded to call the agents some of the agents he's dealt with idiots, and riders are idiots, and everyone's an idiot. But um, and it wasn't specifically you, trust me. Uh, but what? So now we have you on. Let's talk about that. Like, how's everything going in the industry representing? I mean, you represent Davey Millsaps, Kenny Roxon, Chad Reed is all under the WMG umbrella. 
How are we looking as an industry? How are, how are contract talks going with these teams? And uh, are we are we a little better off than what we were? Yeah, I mean, I think that like the industry, for as mature as it is, it's still in a, in a very you know immature state in the sense that I think we have a company like Feld that's doing an amazing job, and I've been blessed to work with some good people over there and brought revenue to the to the series and been able to sold sponsor and work with them, but. Uh, I'll put my other hat on for a second and say that, like, you know, I'm a little discouraged in the sense of how the people invested. And, and in these tough times, the factories are still responsible for bonuses and such. And, mm-hmm. you know, you compare the size of Supercross right now to a lot of other sports and the prize pool and the bonuses and what these guys go through. It's just it's just we've got to come together as an industry and figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I think there has to be a better program to be put together. I don't think it should be on the factories. Um, I think it should be on the series to help grow some kind of better, you know, prize pool, victory incentives, call it what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as negotiations, I think, I mean, in my opinion, from when I started in 1998, which seems like, you know, 40 years ago, and it's only (laughs) been, what, 15 or something. But, um, you know, with dealing with, like, even someone like Roger DeCosta, who I respect an unbelievably amount, uh, you know, it was a lot harder to deal with him back in the day. And I think now it's like, with Roxon, it's been one of the most amazing experiences I've had because I think he's finally realizing that, you know, what I try to do or what we try and do, if, if it's the proper representation, is only make the relationship stronger. And ultimately, they want somebody to look out for their best interest, and the athlete should have the, the, someone to look out for their best interest. And if it's done right, the, the personal side mm-hmm. actually will go, grow stronger with the brand, and the business side will only last longer, in my opinion. And, and I can only go by history. I can tell you that Travis never jumped. I mean, he's he's been with me since he's 15 years old, and right. you know he's been on the same Suzuki forever, and and that sort of stuff. So, and Carrie, and a lot of our clients, we try and keep as long as we can with a brand. And I think it's getting a little bit better that that people are looking at it as a, you know, the economy's tough. We all want to be more transparent. We want to grow together. We got to work together to get back to where we were, you know, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully that will change and the industry grows with outside sponsorship. And, but we need Feld's help, to be honest. We need better television packages. We need we need the sport to grow. We need their help. And, you know, ticket sales are doing well, and the sport's growing on that side. We need the mm-hmm. teams to prosper. How do, we, I just, how know, do we get that happening? I agree with you 100%. We had three teams fold this year, and – and there, yeah. there are it, it, that that series they're they're putting on. They do a great job. They they buy TV package, they do a fantastic job. There's no doubt. But there's also some serious uh, profits being raked in, which is fine. It's a free country. But how do we get them to help, or how does that happen? I mean, I mean, I think like in Loretta Lynn's, I heard a rumor, which I want to make sure that we're very clear that I am not starting the union. Okay, I love my job. I love my deal. I love what I do. But uh, you know, a, a certain goat. We won't mention exactly anybody else on that, but you can do the math who the code is. And I have talked about this until we're blue in the face, as well as some other, you know, legends of the sport. And at the end of the day, what Rob Deerdick did for skateboarding, someone with the respect of all the young riders has to group these together. And that's not to threaten. You never threaten anybody. Rob didn't threaten anybody. He just grew something with one voice, one mission, and was able to have the back of the actual skaters long term. Mm-hmm. And and the PGA, you know, whether it be the quarterbacks union, whether it be the PGA Tour, for that reason, for players, whatever it may be, there's not a sport that doesn't have some kind of sanction for the riders or manufacturers, for that matter. But someone has to come together and and look how they're going to grow the sport and and put some stuff into place 
mm-hmm. allows these athletes not only insurance and better prize pool or piece of the back end of the sport grows so that they put more into the sport and they want to promote the sport more. Mm-hmm. Um, something's got to come from it. The sport's doing very well. Even in a bad economy, the sport's growing. We're going to big stadiums, and, you know, hopefully that kind of promotion would only even bring in more sponsors. Um, so, again, I, I've got all the respect in the world for what Feld's trying to do, and obviously mm-hmm. there's some really good friends working there, and I, and I, I wouldn't bring them sponsors if I didn't think they got value or, you know, and, and yep. it was a good ROI. I just believe that we seriously have an industry as a sleeping giant. I know the value is just as good as some of the major sports and, and, and some of the other things out there that are doing better because of the promoters or the marketing team or the unions or whatever it is behind it. And I just think we need to all organize a little bit better in that sense. Right. Well said. JT, I don't know why you don't get something going. Yeah. Uh, I think as Steve was alluding to, I like my jobs and I like what I'm doing in the sport. Uh, hey, we got a call. There's, there's not much tolerance for that right now. I don't think. Yeah, I, 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 man, I guess like Steve said, the guys at Feld are great. They've been great to me. They're good guys. Uh, um, so it, it does come across a little bit like, uh, I don't know if it comes across as being uh, mean to him or anything else, but yeah, it's just like a, yeah, it's an old story. Um, John's on the phone. Got a question for uh, you, Steve. John, what's going on? Thanks for, um, Calling the show. What's your question? What's going on, buddy? What's happening, John? I'm just chilling out. I got a question with all these arguments, everything going on. Okay, what's happening? Let's just have some fun on the show. Oh, um, we're trying, John. We're trying. We'll we'll try to have more fun as as we go on. Well, all right. All right. I think that was Pat. That was Pat. That was, that was not John Tits. John oh. is John is baked out of his mind. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, so Steve, every morning when you wake up and, and Chad's on the on the East Coast, you check your Twitter and you're like, "Oh, what did this guy do today? What did Chad tweet about today?" Do you? I I, I, I mean, uh, as a, as a friend of Chad's, I've told him this. Um, I think it's awesome. It's great. He's gained fans from his Twitter. He's gained fans from yeah. uh, him and Ellie's yeah. social interaction. But as an agent, sometimes you're like, "Oh no, huh?" Let's just say we've removed quite a few on time. <laughs> and he's always been good about it. Right, I've right. my opinion. He's very respectful and says, do you want me to take it down? And he already knows the answer because normally before I reply on the text, yes, it's already down. It's so, already down. I you know. know. I, I, I mean, look, I, I think he's the most honest guy in the industry right now that mm-hmm. I know or one of. And he's straightforward. And, you know, sometimes people take that a good way, sometimes a bad way. I think I agree with you on the fan side. You know, he is so sincere in what he's trying to do and he's put all his heart into this and he had offers to not have a team this year and this sort of stuff and and by the way transparently as his friend mm-hmm. and me wanting to care I, I was pushing towards those other deals okay um, because yep. this is stressing you know it's all it's took a lot out of him but i think going through that process together this year it's not as stressful anymore because now he knows this is his decision and it's what he wants to do he wants to own a race team he wants to give back to the support and he, he wants to change things, and so I, I, my hats off to him the way he does this. You know, yeah. I, I love him to death. No, overall, it's a good thing, but with the yeah. with the with the good thing comes the odd bad thing, right? So that's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Let's yeah. just say Roxon at nineteen. I'm not, I'm not, definitely, I'm definitely not doing it. I'm not letting the reins as loose as I do with Mister Reed right now. <laughs> right, right. Hey, um, uh, and t- talking about Roxon, and I don't know how much you can talk about this if you want to do it. I found it interesting. That Pitt Buyer at KTM put out a, a press release or a statement saying Kenny was not happy with his bike, not happy with the team, um, and uh, then he went to Motocross Nations and uh, 
and he had a good race, and we've refocused and re and worked on everything. And he is recommitted to KTM. He's got another year deal. We want to keep him here. But there was some there was issue with Roxon a little bit uh, wanting to move away, or, or for whatever reason. Or were you guys talking about that, or how far did that get? I found it really interesting that Pitt actually had to put out like sort of a PR. Right. Yeah, I I don't like I said anything you read is kind of what I knew. I didn't sign Kenny during that. Like someone else started that and was managing him and overseeing him. And okay. There was some rumors and some stuff flying. Um, in my professional opinion, in my opinion, as any young rider should learn at a very young age, that when you sign a contract, you sign a contract and you fulfill that deal until it's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, there better be a real, real extreme reason for you not to fulfill an agreement. And I think Kenny did a great job. Personally, I was in meetings with him after I started representing him, and I think he did a great job explaining um, how he felt, both short and long term. And mm-hmm. I think KTM got to voice theirs. And I was in a meeting probably two weeks ago with Roger and Pitt when he was in town, um, and it was it was great. Everybody left with smiles. Uh, I think it was perfect communication. And so from what I'm seeing, it's been nothing but uh, amazing. And you, you can see on his social media, he's loving the bike, he's loving the team, and mm-hmm. everything's been going pretty good for him, you know. Um, so we look like discount tires on with uh, Team Two Two, and uh, when do you expect everything else to be wrapped up? And for us, uh, for my Twitter feed to relax from people asking what is Chad Reed doing? What, when, when do you think? Just the time frame. Uh, what you're thinking? I mean, I, I, God knows we need to have this done in a few weeks. Here we got commercial. I know, right? Things to get ready. <laughs> so hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll be okay. You know, off and running and firing away. And, and Chad's excited about the future more. Yeah, more than anything, I've seen him committed to like what we saw in Dallas, and I think the fans are going to be in for a nice treat. I get, I get texts from Chad's trainer and his program, and they've just uh, they have seen him this motivated, but never like yeah. he is right now, and it's it's really fun. Yeah, fun I think to watch. I think he's a dangerous guy to write off because uh, we did yeah, that once. Yeah, we did that. We did that very once, and, and and you know he, he yeah, I think, how'd that work out? Right, and also too, I <laughs> admire like Chad. I need to be in better shape. I wasn't in shape last year, and now I'm yeah. you know I yeah. I want to go kart and. Now I want to, yeah. uh, you know, so I admire all that. And I think he'll be, yeah. I, I don't know if he's going to win a title, but I think we'll see a much better yeah. Chad Reed. Um, yeah. All right, Steve Asifan, if you could change one thing in the sport, what do you change? I know we touched on it a little bit, but one thing, would you do a profit sharing thing or something like failed helping out or was there something else? I mean, that really I'd, gets... I'd have the riders all be part of a group, an organ- a sanctioning body or a union. Right. Sure. If that's the only thing, I mean, maybe at some point when I get burnt out on this and no one's done it yet, that, mm-hmm. that will be my dream. Um, there's nothing I'd want more than the athletes to have. It doesn't because it, it's not because it becomes all of a sudden more money. It becomes control in the people that are truly driving the sport. Either the manufacturers, or the riders should have that control. I, there's, mm-hmm. there's no other sport that's any different. So why would that change? Absolutely. Uh, Travis Pastrana nationwide. Uh, talk about that. How's it going? How, how is that? I, I, uh, <laughs> I've been following a little bit and you know, he's still Travis Pastrana, man. He still gets, yeah, yeah. you know, attention. Yeah, no, look, it's hard. I mean, I think he realized, you know, it's funny, a lot of people forget after he won four American Rally Championships that prior to doing that, we did go over to WRC for a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we first signed with Subaru, our deal was to race in the U.S. for a year, get his bearings, and then go to the WRC. We went and tested a few of those, and he called me after that, and he said, Steve, in order for me to win, these guys over here have been driving these roads for 20 years. I'd have to move to Europe never be in the U.S., blah, 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 and I'm not ready to do that. So we went back and raced the U.S. and won four championships. I think NASCAR, and you've heard through the press, he went in thinking, oh, I can do this. I I can drive anything, and I can do this. And I think this is the year he's come to realize that although he's had some polls and he's showing 
I mean, Roush Fenway has just been like, and there's not a more winning team in the industry that has said he's got talent. It is way harder. So we have some <laughs> right. decisions to make, you know, and there's, you know, it, it kind of, it was like literally almost like that same phone call just recently. Like I have to move to Charlotte, yeah, yeah, yeah. back up family. <laughs> I have to live, breathe. You know, there's no other way to doing it. Whether you're Travis Pastrana or Ricky Carmichael, there's only one way to do it. Yeah. And um, that's a decision he has to make here soon. I guess it'd be just like someone trying to race supercross. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to yeah. jump, like, wait a minute. The, the, Ryan Villapoto's been riding since he's five. You know what I mean? And now yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. same, same yeah. idea, right? That's, there's a reason why there's only 20 on, the, on that main event, right? Yeah. Um, hey, Steve, thank you for coming on the show, man. You landed in New York City uh, for probably some huge meeting that uh, millions of dollars would exchange hands. <laughs> We, yeah. we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on the show, man. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, thank you, guys, so, and thanks for everything that you do. All right, thanks. JT, be well. Bye, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. See you, buddy. All right. See you guys. All, All right. right, see you. Uh, that's uh, WMG. Uh, yep. Berlut? No, I said see you, Steve. Oh, 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 sorry. I didn't have your mic on. Uh, WMG Agency, Steve Astafan. Um What do you think, Alan? He wants to get all the riders together to get more money out of you, bloodsuckers like you, team owners, that make so much money on their teams. He wants to... I think any kind of organization is going to help us. You know, right now you talk to people outside of our sport and we're viewed a little bit as a circus. You know, the most famous guys that have come out of our sport, Travis Pastrana, a very, very talented guy. People forget how good he was on a motorcycle as a motocrosser, you know, national champion, supercross lights champion. But he really didn't explode until he started doing more freestyle. Right. I mean, the, the, the racers, the, the real racers, I think they don't get the credit they deserve. You know, they don't. The, the You're talent, damn right, Alan. The <laughs> talent they have. I, I, the biggest thing is my financial, like uh, what, you know, what they're saying, like a 10th place guy. Yeah. You know, that's the part that that angers me or kind of bums me out. Because as dangerous as the sport is and stuff, these guys deserve more than that, you know. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, the guy like Chisholm, I mean, Chisholm will be lucky to pull down 50 grand this year. You know, and he's number ten or permanent number eleven, and not an Allen's team. What? Oh, Allen's going to pay him? Yeah, no, that's yeah, true. No. Yeah, Allen pays huge. No, not just Allen. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he's he's at no, a pos- salary. I mean, he's I mean, at a sal- he's at a position that yeah, salary's going to be minimal. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I, I was I was joking. Yeah, he's I at, know he's it is. in that position, but it, it gets back to and like, hey, Jason, how much? How hard did you work to be a better supercrosser? How hard did you work to be a better motocrosser? Had you put that much work into just doing freestyle, you probably could have done that, though, right? It's Jason Thomas you're talking to. You realize it? No, nah, but he, uh, he could have. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you there done was it. a time, like, when Kerry Hart left, he left motocross in 1997-98. Um, it was because he wasn't succeeding in motocross. When most of the guys that took off in, in freestyle, Mike Mason even, they were struggling in motocross. That's why they went to freestyle. Yeah. Obviously, they've taken it to another level, and they've you know evolved and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean that was kind of you know could have went there. And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not bagging on the freestyle guys at all. But they were like, "Hey, wait a minute, we can go over here and make some serious money." Yeah, you know, and and honestly, that was it's totally different now. And don't get me wrong, the guys now are on a completely different level. But back then. It was almost like, well, if this motocross thing doesn't pan out, I'll just go do freestyle. That was the attitude because it was it was just easier. So uh, I, I wouldn't say that now at all, but that's kind of how it was back then. Yeah, it was new and innovative. Right. I mean, you know, new tricks. I mean, do a gnarly whip with your 
hands and feet off the bar. That was something. I don't know why well, you he, don't you don't start the union, JT. You need to start it. You. <laughs> I would be so blackballed so fast. Oh, uh, I would be a Walmart sucks. greeter by next Thursday. That sucks. <laughs> right, though. right, right. Somebody's got to do it. Hey, uh, let's take our last commercial break of the night, JT. We'll come back with uh, BTO Sports, tweet at you, and uh, some X Brands as well. We'll get you back on the line. Uh, right. And uh, we're going to come back. Last commercial break of the night here. Alan Brown, Tony Berluti, I'm Steve Mathis, Tis Legendary Producing. Stick around, and we'll have uh, lots more entertainment when you get back. Hey, this is Eli Tomac. I ride for Geico Honda. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All all NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. 
racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways, don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Race Tech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits. And they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a race tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to... My podcast I did with him on Racer X. Check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars, will help you become a much smarter person. And therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had, where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Race Tech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. 
The Prop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Prop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show.
MX Sports is done. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Hour three of this fantastic show. BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One designs, FMF racing, Brout Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and, of course, Optrix all on board with us. Steve Mathis here. Uh, Tony Berluti, thank you for coming in all night. And uh, Alan Brown, team owner, NFAB. Tyloub Yamaha slash Motor Triple X back in the day slash Star Racing team manager for most of one year slash Kyle Lewis's mechanic slash Jeff Demence mechanic slash KJ, KJSC coordinator for two years. Yeah. How about Manitoba titles? He's from Ontario. Oh. Yeah. You have any Ontario shit. titles? No, we had a little more competition in Ontario. <laughs> I got, there we go. I got four of them, and if you'd like to talk, if you want me to talk about them, I can. JT, welcome back to the show. Brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing 2014 stuff is out right now. JT, if you had to buy one color, one series of Fly Racing gear, what would you pick if your life depended on it? One set of gear? One line of gear with one color. What is your favorite? Uh, I like... The black and high-vis kinetic blocks, but that's what everybody wears, so uh, no, I hate to say no. that, but it is my favorite. With a white helmet, or what color helmet? Uh, I would probably run it with either a blue-green acetylene or the new black high-vis dubstep. Uh, flyracing.com, check them out. Wesson Pike wears Fly Racing, why don't you? Good tagline, huh? I know why you don't, because you don't ride. Um yeah. What were you doing watching the Steve Mathis, Blair Morgan YouTube video from 1988? Can I ask you why you asked me? For the link? <laughs> uh, because uh, I'm in a group text with a bunch of my friends, and someone posted a picture and said, is this the biggest person to ever ride an 80 in history? And I said, no, but I need a proof. <laughs> I will send you a photo of Kevin Windham on a KX80 and myself split. Swiss Corps did it for me. Wyndham is bigger than me. Not a chance. I'll send- that is an optical illusion, some kind of Photoshop. <laughs> I will send it to you. If Swiss Corps is listening, please email Tits. Tits can post it on Twitter. Wyndham is bigger than me. He's huge. No. I raced against Wyndham. He was not bigger than you. Wait till you see you this. You look like some kind of circus freak. Hey, I, I beat Blair Morgan down, though, didn't I? You, I mean, you were riding good, like my dad said when I showed him. <laughs> you were riding well. But you were still in a... Just monstrosity on that bike. Taking the lead in enemy territory on Blair Morgan's home track and uh, winning the race, going away, get held up by a lapper, get passed by Blair Morgan, and then come back on the last lap, charge hard, and catch Blair Morgan and pass him for the win. Wow. It doesn't take much. It, that, that That's just heart. That screams all heart is what that does. That sounds more hey, impressive but- than the titles. 
was the it, was best that part, part is the Canadian announcers. They're super Canadian. By yeah, the way. they are. Oh yeah, it's like Bob it's and the way they talk. It's basically Bob and Doug. Announcer. Oh man, <laughs> just bur- burning up and down the Stark straight eight. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Brad sent this email in. Last week's voicemail concerning Georgia Lindsay was a little over the top, but I must admit that I really didn't enjoy listening to this show. Too many people talking at once and put in an English girl with a strong accent with an annoying laugh. Not great radio, bro. Georgia was good to have on the GP coverage from Europe, but it sounds wrong on U.S. Nationals. I really hope that Kelly Stavis keeps doing the outdoor Nationals. She's a bit more subdued and fairly knowledgeable considering she hasn't been around the sport that long. Man, some Georgia haters. What is up with that? She was good. I wonder if David Pingree, if he likes having Georgia in the studio. Um, John sent this in. By all means, show 148 was the best show to date. Albertson and his wife, Georgia, Pingree and Thomas really work well together. Sorry, Steve, you're just a facilitator. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Been in moto since the 70s, and Ping is one of three riders I would like to have a beer with. The other two are Hannah and Wyndham. I met your boss, Wygant, at Hangtown, and he was really cool. Uh, everything was good about that email. Except Why for get your boss, huh? He is. He's the oh, online, okay. online editor. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Mason said, hey, my name is Mason, and I love your show, and I'm pretty much addicted to it. So I was wondering if I could get some free Pulpamex stickers because it's my favorite show, and I tell everyone to listen. Uh, yeah, Mason, uh, send me an email with your address. Anybody listening, send me an email using the contact form on Pulpamex with your address. I'll send you some stickers. Stickers are free. Really? I don't have any, Steve. I'll get you You've never even offered me them. I got one. What are you going to stick them on? Your, I got your, one your Hodaka? Shirt. What are you going to do? Stick I'll it on? put it on the back of my truck. Put it on your Hodaka? Alan, how much uh, for Pulp Mech sponsorship on the NFAB team? Can I get the rear fender arch or the front fender arch? The front fender arch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could work that out. Okay. Wow, that'd can be I get good. Some, can I get some free stickers? Yeah, I'll give you the stickers. I want to be okay. Pulp on the team. So, let's do it. How you, about the chin bar on the helmet? Oh, now we're talking. You own the chin bar on your team? For you, we could make it happen. Oh, JT, he's, he's uh, driving a hard deal. Hard deal. Just don't ask for free Starbucks at every race. You end up with caribou. <laughs> oh, Jesus. There's like a ring inside of MX Sports. Uh, Kelly sent this in. Hey, Steve, I remember you were joking about looking for a catchy name. I was not joking, Kelly. Uh, to be more recognized, thereby bringing in more exposure. How about the juice man? You know, bringing the pulp or squeezing the pulp. Somehow Dirt Shark became relevant, just saying it's relevant to your current site. Anyways, good luck in your search for the ultimate name. Uh, Wally Whoopie-Doo, Barry Bermshot, now we got the Juice Man. Worst names in history are what you've come up with so far. So do you like the Juice Man? Not particularly, no. It's the Juice Man coming at you! <laughs> I'll take anything over Wally Whoopie-Doo, though. What about Barry Bermshot? Gay. That sounds like a porn name. <laughs> <laughs> You've been entertaining us, Motoheads, for years. We appreciate it. P.S. I enjoy the rotation of co-hosts. You've been bringing out. Each bring, in, each bring their own unique abilities and that, or qualities, and that helps keep your show fresh. Someone on uh, Twitter today said, oh, no, not Berludi again. Really? Two, two weeks in a row is too much. Uh-oh. Ah, Berludi's got some haters. I wonder if it was Damon Huffman's dad. <laughs> 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 Signed, uh, Jason Thomas. Oh, oh, nice shot. That was close. Wow, why, it, why would I say that? I like Berludi. No, but remember the Matt Bonney and all that when it was no, no, really bad? It wasn't between me and Berludi, though. No, I know, but Berludi's intense, and so he had his riders back. Well, what was gnarly is I'm on the back of a motorcycle, and these guys are freaking, like, going at each other. Hey, just let me off, and then you settle your differences once I'm off the bike. Tell me who's bigger. Yeah, right? I was... I was ready to Mad Max him. Like, I was ready. <laughs> Mad Max him. Like, 
who's bigger right there, Wyndham or myself? JT, check your Twitter. And it is on I'm there. On the right. phone. Oh. Well, Swiss Gore just tweeted it. I'm, Wy- I'm already, I already know who is bigger, and you. I've never Wyndham seen anyone is- no, Wyndham is bigger. Like dude, you look felt there, dude. That's badass. It's fighting weight, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's You're the, out of your mind, dude. Very deceptive. <laughs> You're you... sitting down and he's standing up. Oh, thanks, Tits. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yep. Um, I'm going to call it a draw. <laughs> Brian, you've been on hold for a while. What's up, man? No worries, fellas. How are you this evening? Good. Thank you for listening. No worries. Um, I got two things. I will make them rapid. You guys have cooler people to talk rapid to. Rapid figure. <laughs> um, so you guys talk about the, the Supercross and, and money and all, and all that goes with it. You know, I'm interested to know you guys' thoughts on um, a possible uh, longer Supercross series and maybe a condensed outdoor series, maybe 20 to 24 Supercrosses and condensed outdoor. And here's, here's why I'm saying that is because – Obviously, the Supercross is going to make more money, but um, you know I, I'm I'm in Atlanta, so obviously I'm in the biggest I'm at the biggest one. And man, I I, I like I, I love to expose some of my friends to the sport who couldn't care less about it, and they've gone uh, to a few of them, and you know have thought it to be just a show. But you know, here's the thing: is that I mean, I no, I love going outdoors, but the thing is, is me being blind and not having to worry about having to see i don't have to work you know you i can stand behind a 20-foot tree and i don't care but obviously the visuals for a for a supercross are a you know are huge because you can see the whole thing and you know i'm I'm not going to tell a friend or ask a friend hey you want to go to muddy creek or something like that because then they got to run up and down hills just to watch everything and it you know it's more in a in a bigger stadium but second of all um Friends with a uh, with a guy who's coming up to be a rookie this year for the series, and uh, and his parents, and he he's going to have to probably do it on his own dime unless he can uh, unless he can make something maybe from a showing in the Monster Cup. And um, man, he says outdoors is going to be a killer to try to do on his own, and you're busting your butt for half to three quarters of the money uh, of Supercross. I mean, you got to bust your butt, obviously, but you're not. I mean, you're not killing yourself like you are in outdoors. What do you guys think about that? Well, MX Sports would love to hear about your plan to eliminate a bunch of their races, and Feld would love uh, to hear your plan also. Um, there's constant – like, Feld would – if there was no outdoor series, Feld would have 40 races, correct, yep. everyone? 35. 35 40, races. 40, but they would have um, more. Yeah. And, and there is – the return on investment outdoors is not, not as good. Um, right. Purse money bad, uh, expenses high, uh, Bike expenses as long as travel, right, Alan? I mean, it's all like, yeah. It, it's the cost per race. It's only is, it's five races less, but it's still the cost cost per race is way higher for motocross. But but what do you do? It's it's where people it's the hardcore fans, right? The people who go to the nationals are the ones who buy the oil, the filters, yeah, the bikes. I the love, I the love, industry sponsors make their money from fans that go to outdoor motocross races, right? And Monster makes their money from people that go to Supercrosses. We're all here because we love motocross. Tits, the, tits is not. Yourself. Tits is yeah, not. But, but, no, tits but, is not here for that. The reason oh, we have jobs absolutely. is because I mean, of Supercross. My friends. I mean, my friends. Obviously, you know, that couldn't care less about it. I mean, they know who James is, obviously, because he, you know he's African American, and I think that kind of catches his attention. And then, you know, they knew who Ricky was, but other than that, heck, they don't even know who Villapoto is. So oh. I, I just wondered with Supercross being the, quite the exposure that it is. Larry Brooks told me a few years back that his big sponsors. On his yep. team, Sam Manuel days, 
did not care if he went outdoors. They were giving him X amount of money, they said, and they don't care what you do. And, Alan, you've had some of that experience, too. Uh, and that's, that's scary to know because, yeah. you know, if you're Alan Brown, you're like, screw it. <laughs> Two of my three title sponsors are major sponsors. Two of them, really, they're like, this is what we're going to give you. That's it. Right. We don't care if you do 17 or 29. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the experiences I've had with outside the industry sponsors are super cross as they're concerned, but all of the inside the industry sponsors, it's always both. So you, the teams that have gone super cross only and then come back, it's generally the inside the industry sponsors that are kind of driving that from what yeah. I've seen. Which is scary. Like, for me, as a longtime motocross fan, I don't like to hear that. You know, it's kind of scary. You, but, know, yeah. you know the guy that would be interesting to get on to talk about this? I have no idea if you guys have any clout with him, but is is Joe Gibbs, just to see what he would say. Because, obviously, he's got probably got some of the most outside sponsors. And yeah. um, not that, not to question what you guys are just saying. I mean, obviously, I heard every word you guys just said. But, was one, you know, that might be the the only one to that would really rebut that at all. Yeah, no, that's not a bad idea. Thanks, Brian. We got to run. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, thanks. Brian's a long time listener of the show. Good to hear from him. Haven't heard from him in a while. All right, uh, BTOsports.com tweeted tits. Let's pick that up. Tits, where we, where we left it off. All right. <laughs> you okay. Yeah, I was just trying to remember where we were. All right. Uh, you asked the question about. Uh, that's right. I got I it. All right. Uh, Man Nurse MX. Um, can Alden remain objective with both Kenny and RV2 as clients? I mean, he can remain objective because he's like, do this work. But how long before Roxon, if you believe in Roxon, if you think he's going to be the next guy, then, oh, shit, that, ain't not, that is not going to work out. JT, I'm pretty surprised that RV said this was cool. I mean, he doesn't care that much. You know, mentally, he's a pretty strong rider. But this will be a problem if Kenny starts getting really good. Yeah, <clears throat> Right now, I don't think that Kenny's going to beat RV. Um, I think the, the the windows of time are structured pretty well as long as RV kind of sticks to his plan. Yeah. Um, but I think as well for RV, this is a guy that can push him too. Um, I think that both Supercross practice and outdoors, I think it's going to help RV more than hurt him. I really think that, that Kenny's good enough where it's going to make RV a better rider. So, uh, I, you know, obviously there's a lot of things that can happen. And, uh, obviously if, if Kenny started beating RV that, you know, things get, might get a little weird there with Kenny riding at RV's tracks and all that kind of stuff. But I don't really foresee that. And then, you know, right away, I think, and I, think, I, think I think it's going to be a benefit. I think if you're wondering if RV is going to retire in two years when his deal's up, you have your answer. Yeah. I think that's a pretty strong signal. Right. Right. Yeah. Where, where's RV living right now? Like Florida. Like- so uh, obviously, Kenny's in Florida as well. Yeah, right. Kenny moved to Florida, lock, stock, and barrel. Oh. In Florida. Yeah, that's basically to, to be on the program. You have to move where Alvin is, and, and right, you know, they're all in that team. Like Weimer was in that group. Now Weimer's doing his own thing. So basically, Kenny just replaced Weimer in that rotation of guys. Yeah, AC, Roxon, Villapoto. Yeah, it's tough, huh? It's going to be good to see what happens because you know this never works. You always need a faster and a slower guy. Like for example, Jason JT was faster and Reed was slower. Like it worked out good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think I think that's still the status quo as of now. Yeah. Whether that right. changes, we'll see. But I think that's still the case. You know, as I think RV even proved that at Monster Cup that that's still the case. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he went four four four. So. Yeah. Um, 
for for right now, I think it's going to help RV. It's going to push RV harder than I think maybe Jake was. And that's not a knock on Jake. I just think Kenny may be a little bit better than Jake. Right, right. I think it's relative to how much the who's paying who. <laughs> that's what I think. What do you mean? Well, like uh, if I'm RV and I'm paying yeah. Alden X amount of dollars and he's paying him X amount of dollars. And you know what I mean? I don't know what the – the thing is I, I want all the attention if I'm paying him a, you know – 200 grand or whatever it is, you know? Well, I think Roxon also knows that when RV is gone, that he's the guy. Like, I think that's kind of what the conversation, too, is, hey, come in. You know, right now, RV's, I, I would like to find someone who would argue that he's not the best rider on the planet, but he has a basically a finite plan here for an exit strategy, and then Alden has pretty much said when, you know, that Roxon will be the next guy, and if you look at or Alvin's track record, that's a pretty good plan to be on. If Kenny sticks to this. if it, I mean, if there's one guy I think that you wonder, is he all in? I mean, he will be for a year or so. He's paying big money and all that. But I really – Kenny doesn't seem the type of kid to to want to just hate life every day. I really think results will dictate that. Right, right. Can you, could you imagine uh, Stewart and RC with uh... – Alden at one time. <laughs> right. Um, all right, next question. Uh, Berludi. This is from a one CL Moser. Not, not familiar. Yeah. What's the hardest when you're working on bikes, what's the hardest part to change or like it, what's the one thing you would dread in between motos to have to swap out? Well, uh, depends on the time frame. Like, uh, in between in the, the moto. It, it, yeah, in motocross, I mean, you'd, you'd hate to have to swap a motor out. That that would probably be the most time-consuming. No, no, I'll tell you what the most time-consuming is. What is? I'll tell you. What? I'll tell you. The rider? <laughs> no. What? You tell the mechanic I, I will tell what you. the most time-consuming thing is. The fucking, you tell him. The fucking Kawasaki's have those oil passages across the cam caps. Yeah. Yeah, fuck those things. <laughs> you well, have you're to changing cams is what you're doing. Yeah, I'm changing oh, cams shit. at the race. I'm helping Joe Olaf or somebody who's like Mathis, help me out. I got to put these cams in in between practices, and I'm like, all right, you know, like I mean, I'm an ace tuner, you know, summer cross win and stuff. Yeah, and they got those things, and you got to put the cam caps together. <laughs> you got to wedge them all. You know what I'm talking about, Alan? You're I know. Cali? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Fuck me. You'd rather yeah. change the motor. Yes, I would rather change the motor. Yeah, Absolutely. Hear, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck those things. Okay. All right. Changing All right. the motor's not a big deal. Ask Allen. 2003 Atlanta Supercross. Like nothing. Yeah. Baby shit. <laughs> yeah. No it's problem. two strokies. No, that was four stroke. No, that was four stroke. Oh, Larry Ward, LCQ. Oh, Honda's. Okay. Yeah, he broke the Kickstarter in the heat race. I'm sitting on the line like, all right, let's drop the gate already. Let's drop the gate already. <laughs> Larry's not making it. <laughs> yeah, we did that with uh, Henry at uh, Binghamton one year. We waited like an extra half hour. Like, oh, I wonder, I wonder how that worked. Right. Duke and Yamaha are pretty close. Yeah. yeah. For sure the Duke's worst. Duke's ponytail was sweet, though. What? <laughs> Duke's? Yeah. For sure the worst thing to swap out would be a frame. You got to yeah. do everything you're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah, be gnarly. Yeah. And those Cowie cam caps. <laughs> Fuck those things, dude. You got to hold them all together, drop them on, and, you know, cam caps take a little bit of wiggling. And you know, Seriously, yeah. do you think you could change a frame in, in uh, the format of the Outdoor Nationals? 
Are you, you even allowed you to change your frame? You I need at least four the, guys. You got to get a, a permission. It's a little yeah. weird. But the thing yeah, is, okay. you only you only want not always, guys but. that work together. I mean, yeah. you, you throw another guy in there that doesn't. It just fucks it up. You no, know? you I need mean, you need four guys that really work, work together. together. Yeah. yeah. All right. Some people would say that uh, Berluti was changing his motor every race, and that. Rainered RM125 in 98. Mm-hmm. I wasn't working on his bike. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, was, okay. that, was, um, uh, that was that was Bubbles. That was uh, Wobbles. Wobbles. Yeah. When we did that motor swap at Atlanta, there was two or three of us, like, working on it. And we actually had Damon Huffman handing us tools. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Was his dad hang, uh, hitting you with tools? <laughs> no. Dad wasn't around. Dad wasn't around. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question. The, from... the volts are overwhelming in, by the way, JT, uh, Wyndham looks bigger. Everyone, just about everyone is saying that. So on Twitter, so nobody cares. <laughs> All right. SKD 937. Um, what do you guys think of the idea of doing a crate motor for the 250 class? I assume you meant like just a spec motor, right? Yeah. Crate yes. motor? Spec yeah. motor yeah. Uh, um, no, that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, anyone else? If I were going to do one thing, uh, if I were to do one thing in Supercross, I would not put a crate motor. I would map the bike or gear a bike so to slow them down. It's a lot easier than doing it in a crate motor. Give every, give, every, give every team ignition box. That's way retarded. You know, you know, they build their bikes around those ignition boxes. Try to slow these bikes down. They're insanely fast right now. You're talking about a 250 or 450. Either one. Now, 250s are dogs. 250s are dogs. Stock at, at Honda is so slow. I want to see the 125 days when you couldn't make both triples. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I like to see a spec tire. Spec tire? Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a big difference, and it's pretty unfair. I mean, I, I'm one of those guys that I think the best riders should have the best equipment, and that's why they do have the best equipment. I'm That's always kind of been my deal. Like, I, I'm not one of those guys like, oh, woe is me, privateers. Right. Just not my attitude, but um, I think spec tires would be cool. I just think it there's so much of an advantage for tires. It's not like you can even buy them. It's not like oh man, you know, just you just don't have the money to do it or compete. You can't literally can't get them. So I don't know. And, like MotoGP has it, so it's not like right didn't do it. Hmm. Okay. NASCAR does it. MotoGP does it. I'd love this. One does it. Love to see the bike slow down a little bit. And I don't know. You know, the AMA. I brought this up with an AMA guy, and they're like, "Yeah, okay. So what happens when we don't check the box and it's faulty, and a guy uh, eats shit over a triple? Guess who's liable? We are. And they got a point. They got a good point. So well, you could do. We could do a fuel. You know, I mean, if you if you did a spec fuel, that might restrict some of the engine builders. Yeah. You know, because and it doesn't really matter because the fuel that we're racing with now. The average guy isn't buying that. Well, Brilliant was just saying earlier in the show, it's forty bucks a gallon. Yeah, it's that's a that's a cheap price. It's, it's, okay, yeah. The fuel we're using now is forty dollars a gallon, and it starts there. Mm-hmm. How how gnarly yeah. do you want it? They'll blend it to whatever you want, mm-hmm. but it starts at forty dollars a gallon. And MotoGP does some other cool things too, where they limit the number of engines you can go through, <laughs> which would also well, it would kind of limit how crazy like two fifty F builders could make their bikes too. You're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, like well, a, a seal, a sealed engine. You go through tech inspection. Your engine right. is sealed. All you can change is you can check valve lash. Maybe you can change your camshaft. You can change. Not if you're on a Cowie. Change your clutch, but that's it. You, right. you you can't. It's sealed. You pull the cylinder head off. 
okay, you uh, you lose your qualifying time, you got last gate pick. You know, um, you mm -hmm. have to change the cylinder head. Well, I don't know. You you get right. one championship how, point. How about you just pull a Steve Mathis special, leave a rag in the airbox? Is Mitch's ears burning? <laughs> you know, although um, I feel like Mitch's advantages aren't as strong as they used to be. When the first strokes first came out, I think there was nobody who had figured those things out quicker. You know, he had Drino from uh, uh, IndyCar building his motors, and I think that gap has narrowed. Look at Geico bikes. Look at Star bikes. The Star bikes are good. Yeah, he was building all those bikes pretty much. What? No, no, I mean now. That's what I'm saying, but back then he was building a lot of people's bikes, so of course he was going to have the best bike. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, right, right, right. I think once people took over their own development, then the, the playing field got a lot more even. I don't know, man. Rags in the airbox, real easy. Like, super <laughs> easy. Real simple. All right, next question. Average super fan, yes. uh, does anyone know anything about the old J-Star KTM team that Brooks is supposed to be managing or doing something with? No. Well, I don't think Brooks is involved. I know I heard that rumor. There was lots of talk of that, but Larry was at the... Does anybody know what Larry's even up to now? Larry was at the Monster Cup working with his kid. Uh, they have that software ghosting technology. You know that ghosting software? Do you guys use that? Where you put it over yeah, the Yeah, you other. overlay. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't use it. I've seen well, it. You've seen it, Alan. Yeah. You guys can't afford Jordy it. Jordy uses it in our yeah. truck all, every week. Yeah, Alan, you can't afford it. But uh, <laughs> no, we can't afford it. Um, Larry's developed his own software, so him and his son run it, and they were doing it for Jimmy Albertson at the uh, Monster Cup. So, and I spoke to him there, and he just seemed, he seemed like he wanted to work for a rider, like coach a rider or work for a rider, which I said to him, that's really what you're good at, like. You're gnarly and intense, and you yell and you scream, and you sh you could help a rider out. So yeah, I think that's one of the best tools out there. If you can afford it or you have access to it, I think that is huge a huge benefit for anyone out there. It's super. Have. The the dudes who brought it in are super expensive, but now, yep. like you said, Shorty's doing it somehow. So Sagey's figured it out. And well, Brooks, yeah, they, Brooks, they have it. I think that they maybe bought it. Or whatever they have it though. Yeah, sure. yeah, but I think it's different. I don't think it's the same guys that charged a lot of money. Yeah, maybe not. I, right. I don't know. I mean, that was Honda, but and that was when Shorty was at Honda. So right. who knows? I mean, do you feel like that's what you're missing, JT? Like in your career? No, but I really do feel. I mean, those guys are using it at the top level to try to win races. But still, for a guy, say I was uh, 0.8 seconds slower than Nick Way in practice. Right. I don't know where I'm, where I'm losing it. Okay, let's overlay it. I can figure out where he's faster. Mm -hmm. Oh, he was going inside here. He's going yeah. that route. Not you know what I mean? It's it's a huge difference. You're not relying on spotter or ah, I couldn't really see much. You can see exactly where you're losing time. That's, yeah, that's a huge benefit. Yeah, I was watching it one time with um, I think the Honda guys, and they were watching James, and he was like three foot three feet inside of maybe Tedesco around the whole track. And they were yep. like right there, like he's like just he's, shortening he, the track. Yes, up. he's clearing everything that you are, but doing it from the insides. Mm -hmm. Funny, yeah. and, and he's you going a can... hundred feet shorter around the track. Total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? so. yeah. All right, next question. All right, um, Ohio Moto One Nineteen. What do you guys think of the idea of combining, or at least taking cherry picking some of the rounds from the Canada Nationals and the U.S. Nationals and making a North American series? Alan, Never going to happen. Would you like to take this out? <laughs> it's not will it happen. It's what do you think of the idea. Yeah, pay attention, JT. Because um, we all know it won't ever happen. But no. do you what? think it would be cool? 
I think that everyone should ride around <laughs> on Ferrari-built motorcycles <laughs> and uh, also have pet unicorns in their backyard. Thanks, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for that. Anyone else? I think JT's going to point that it doesn't really matter what we think. It's, it'd be so far from, uh, you know. Uh, whoever brought that up questions. needs to go to a Canadian national first. <laughs> Who picks these questions? The guy did say he's from the only Ohio, way, so The only way they can make it work is if they go back to Austin, Manitoba. The roughest, gnarliest soundtrack in the world. Now, the only way they can make it work is if they went to Valley Junction, No, Quebec. Austin was better. No. Did you ever go to Austin? Never went to Austin. Yeah, you don't know pain and suffering. The roughest soundtrack in the world. Yep, roughest soundtrack in the world. Oh. Somebody, somebody needs to send in pictures from the original Valley Nobody Junction. Nobody cares about Valley Junction, yeah. Quebec, Allen. All right, let's go. Is that the one that Nick went to? No, we went no. to we went to Sandalee and uh, got fifth. Yeah. Uh, we'll just call it. We'll call it good. Why? What's the matter? You don't like the other questions? No. Oh. Well, you look. Hey, like you do, did... do you want to comment on Michael Essie doing local money races? Oh. Did you have a problem? With did that? you see his tweet? Is... I'm not on Twitter, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. Unless he tweeted that it's sad when you can make was it double JT? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. His wife tweeted double what you could make for doubling for winning a national at, at a local race. It is sad. Yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. sad. Yeah, gnarly. All right, everybody, that's the BTO Sports. That's old news. It right? might be sad, but I wouldn't tweet that. Um, all right. I hey, guess there's really nothing for them to lose. Maybe at this he'll point, retire. Yeah, and what, just what's do local money races? You know what? Can, yeah, I mean, just live <laughs> off that. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much less could Mike and Moto Concept sort of drop in everybody's eyes? What's, Jim, what's Jim Holly made a good living doing it. Yeah, he did for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Read the emails. Uh. Oh. Um. I bet you Jim Holly's been to Valley Junction, Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he probably has a little kid running around. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how the hookers are in Valley Junction. Did I tell you my Hollywood story? My my hooker Hollywood story. No. <laughs> I'm like 15, 14. And I'm like, Ross Pedersen's my hero. You know, Jim Hawley's not far off. I'm at the arena cross, and I'm standing there in an empty stadium, and Hawley's, Ross is over here. He had a fur coat. This is the 80s. Ross had a fur coat and uh, some hot chick, you know, uh, on his arm. And Hawley's over here in the stands below us, like both arms on the back of the seats, right? And I guess he's talking to, and we're just standing there, like just like kids, like in awe, right? Should I not tell the story, Pookie? You're looking at me like I shouldn't tell it. What what's that? You've told it a bunch of times. I asked you if Jim ever gets mad that you tell it. You said no, so I mean I've told it before? I haven't heard it. I've heard it okay. many, many times. Well, just in private <laughs> right. though. Yeah. Ah fuck it. Um, it's Holly. It, so we're standing there and you know, rollerball's over here and a bunch of riders are there and we're just staring at Holly and Pedersen because they're just like gods, right? And Holly, I'll never forget it, looks up like to his right, like kinda to us, <laughs> but probably talking to somebody else, probably not talking to myself and my brother, and goes, Hey, where are the hookers in this town? And I'm like, <laughs> I swear to you, I'm like, what's a hooker? Like, I, I'm 14. Steve, known temp. I'm 14, 13. I'm like, what's a hooker? And my brother's just, like, looking at me. We're like, and he's like, we're just like, yeah, Jim Holly, man. Where's the hookers in this town? <laughs> you really didn't know what a hooker was? I don't think I did. Nope. I don't think I did. I think I was confused until a few years later. Then I'm like, oh, hookers. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, uh Funny story. All right, uh, time for rapid fire. Why not? It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. 
uh, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand Goggles, EKSBrand.com. Pulp Show 13 saves you 30%. The best goggles out there. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Stamp it. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for supporting the show and X-Brand Goggles. Uh, these are um, uh, X-Brand tear-offs. 30 seconds. 15 seconds. I don't know what's wrong with me. 15 seconds you have to answer these. And, Alan, we have uh, flown in, dropped in emergency questions for you, too. Questions are by a Corey Moser. Um, so if you have any problems, you can ask them. And these are all to be done in rapid fire. So as fast as you can. Uh, all right, Tits. Do I win a case of Mandingo pickles since he's from Michigan? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Take you, it up with Big can, Nasty. You can, yeah. we'll, we'll turn this into a comp- That's what you should do. You should turn it into a competition. I've been sworn to not competition. reveal Big Nasty's real name, though. So what I do you mean competition? I don't know. Oh. Somehow we're the winner. It's Eric, bro. He's got a tattooed on him. I thought it was Randy. Like I said, I'm not going to reveal his no, name. No, Randy was his other name. Randy <laughs> Mahoney was his other stage name. <laughs> it's actually Eric. Pretty sure. No, I don't think it is. No, I think. <laughs> I met his girlfriend at a race, and she said, "I'm, I'm." Is she black? I'm Randy's girlfriend. No, she's, she's black. She's little nasty. No. What? No, she's a skinny blonde girl. He likes black chicks. Oh. Is her name Pickles? <laughs> he does. Huh? Big nasty likes black chicks. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I probably shouldn't. Say I didn't that know thing. that. No, I didn't. Know I, think, I think that's accurate. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Jt said. <laughs> Jt uh, knows. Uh, um, no, I think Randy Mahoney was his other stage name. He actually had stickers made up that said Randy Mahoney. Everybody's like, is that your name? He's like, no. And your name's not Big Nasty? No. I think it's Eric. That's uh, not what his girlfriend calls him. Okay. All well, right. We, he's shaky. He's shady. Maybe he told her the wrong name. Okay, let's go. Rapid fire. Steve. Rapid fire. Steve. Rapid fire. Who would Rapid make a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Who would make a good AMA official filling the large shoes of Steve Whitelock? Um, Steve Whitelock's been gone for like eight years. Take it up with Corey, bro. I'm just throwing yeah. these out there. Um, I mean, honestly, if you can work a self checkout, you could be <laughs> an AMA official. Store. Yes, you could be an AMA <laughs> official. All right, uh, JT, who makes more money, uh, Grant or Brayton? Josh Grant or Justin Brayton? Josh Grant. Two point nine. Hey, do you think he's going to be in unit gear next year? I'm sure that's in their plans, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, if I had to pick yes or no, I'd say yes, but I haven't seen him in it yet. Do you think Stevie Wonder designed unit gear? I think uh, I'm going to not get involved in that because it's Well, me neither. I'm not going to get involved in it either, but yeah. it's not very good looking. I yeah, I, I really don't want to comment on it. I guess because you work for Fly, so you you would look yeah, you come I, across I mean, as looking yeah, bitter. Yeah. But it's I don't think it's very good looking. For the record, yeah. for the record. All right, no no Dalmatian print. Um, Berluti. Yes. Besides RCH, um, is I'm I can't make sense of this. What team uh, have you worked for appears to treat their mechanics the best? Besides RCA, which team? Besides RCA, yeah. what, what team appears to treat their mechanics the Just best? Just drop the appears. Uh, I would say Geico. Oh, I see what you mean. Geico guys? Yeah? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. They seem happy, and I've heard yeah. good things. About yeah, I think they're, 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 they seem like they're good guys. Yeah, they're all get along well. And they, uh, they, what they about the end? They, the they, they keep for a long time. What about time. the NFAP team? Yeah, uh, I talked to a few mechanics that that's where they would like to end up, is Geico. 
We had a so. good week together in Denver. Oh, that was awesome. No, come on. I <laughs> That sounded I, really I, weird. <laughs> no, nah, well, well, no it was it, it was the Donations. It was the Motocross of Nations and uh Alan uh brought me on to help out that week and I it was a I, I had a great week. Nothing sexual, JT. Sorry, but mm. Don't mean to disappoint. I, you. I mean, there's hookers in Valley Junction. Berluti having a spectacular week in Denver. Stop it! You're killing me. Next question. All right. That's Alan, so funny. Who is a writer you would like to hire or work with? Other than Timmy Ferry. I think that's a given. Other than Timmy Ferry. <laughs> uh. I don't know, Roxon's pretty, looks like he's going somewhere right now. He looks like... 15 seconds. Time. Thank you. Steve, what is the smartest thing and the stupidest thing that JGR has done? Mm. Stupidest thing was hiring Josh Hansen. Just because everyone could see he wasn't gonna, he wasn't ready, he wasn't gonna perform for a full season. Douchebag. Uh, smartest thing was, uh... Getting dad does money. 15.4. You didn't even cut yourself off? I tried. I mean, there's the, there's the whole talking and then looking down and pushing stop. Yeah. Yeah, you're okay. pretty amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. You're pretty amazing. You think, Get that drop. Sorry, dude. That wasn't sexual, ever... JT. Get that drop. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty amazing. All right, JT. Do you think the JGR will ever switch bikes? Um, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, for sure. I kind of wonder how long they're going to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. He didn't seem really pumped. It's Coy, though. Is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Coy. All right, JT, who do you think wins Bercy? Uh, I will say Trey, but it could be. Uh, it's 50-50 between Trey and Barsha. Waffle, 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 waffle. I pick waffle, one. Waffle, I pick waffle, one, waffle, but waffle, just in the. He picked one, then he goes, oh, but. Oh, wait, this two. <laughs> Berluti. Yeah. Which of your riders partied the hardest? Oh, good question. Probably Matasevich. Oh, never mind. I didn't know you worked for chicken. <laughs> yeah. That guy partied harder than I think anybody. The th- sad part is, is I didn't really realize it, and then I was told later, you know, by his brother and different people, and because the guy was like family. He he treated me really well, my family really well. But uh, yeah, so I was bummed to find that out later. Mm-hmm. I was like eleven, living in Florida, and I knew he partied. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, JT, you're really dating me, you fucker. <laughs> I was in Manitoba uh, in a crib, good. and I knew chicken party. Yeah. All right, get Alan. Uh, the Yamaha gets a bad rap, but what is one adjustment or aftermarket part you would recommend to make it better? In fab bars. In fab steps. For the Yamaha, yeah. yeah. A good pipe. Oh, yeah, stock ones are bad, like restrictive? They're real heavy. Yeah. Yeah, they're real heavy. The wraparound header this year. Yeah, I think, you know what you need to do? What? We need to turbo one of those things. Can you not fuck with the cord like that, what you're doing? Those are expensive headsets. You put a turbo on a new one. The wraparound header. Somebody's got to figure that out. Okay. Does that not cause heat issues? The wraparound header? Yeah. Um, I think it's better than the heat issues it used to cause when it wrapped around the shock. No? I, I don't think there was that many heat issues with the shock. I mean, it was still pretty clear. 
We've tried. I've tried wrapping headers. We've tried doing different things. Not on the Yamaha, but on other bikes. And the shock gets hot on its own. It gets pretty darn hot. Yeah. <sighs> like, you know, look at a Honda 450 or the old Honda 450s, the way the header was. I mean, it was millimeters from the reservoir. Millimeters yeah. from the spring. And we would wrap the header with heat tape. And you could almost touch the header after a moto. That shock was still, you weren't touching the shock. Right. You know, they, they get they get hot. Okay. That's long. Right. I got a shock Pedersen story. Yeah, for that was you. A, little, a little long. Did I ever tell you the shock Pedersen story? Shock Pedersen. Yeah, your boy Pedersen. Rollerball. At the at a Golden State when his reservoir. Oh, no. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. And it was spraying all over his face and everything. No, I don't know about his face, but anyway, he rode the shit out of that thing just like a pogo stick. It was oh, amazing. Yeah. Tell yeah. me more. That's yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rollerball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Steve, third and final question for you. What is something that Coy could learn from Kent Watson? Uh, uh, life. <laughs> life. <laughs> life. I was going to say, like, uh, getting sponsors, but Watson's good at that. Is he the guy pulling them in? Some of them? Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. As, as, look at Alan. He's shaking his head. He's shaking his head in disbelief when we talk about Kenny. I, I said it before. I don't. I, you just. He does it. He gets it done. I right. don't know how, but right. he gets it done. Yeah, it's like a massive train wreck that somehow saves people. He makes it happen. Right. All right. All right. Um, JT, third and final question for you: What will you miss and not miss with Tits leaving the show? Uh, I'm only going to need to answer one of these. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I will miss, uh, our very intriguing conversations we have before I get onto the show that Steve loves. Intriguing? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, hey. 19 seconds. Um, 19 seconds. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, I won't miss the lack of enthusiasm every Monday night. About about life, about everything. <laughs> well, besides <laughs> Optrix. No, 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 lots of enthusiasm with Optrix. Yeah, he and loves Optrix. Yeah, and Godbod. Yeah. That's it. All right. Next and question. Apple. And, and Apple. Apple. Oh, Coy Gibbs was giving him shit. Yeah, he was. During the commercial about uh, his, his pussy computer and, and you need to get a real phone. And he pointed to my HP here and said, that's a real computer. And Tits was getting very angry. But then I did told he, him did I he had tell, an Xbox. Did and I tell him that he sleeps in the back of his truck? No, no. But yeah, they, Tits told me he had an Xbox, which Coy then said he was cool. And a Tundra. Yeah. So. All right. Toyota Dream Build, everybody.com, by the way. A box fan and a Tundra got drunk, hooked up in a hotel. They produced this super truck. Vote for it. All right, Berluti. What is your favorite Supercross stadium? Can I say mine? Uh, no. That was, that, was, that was for me, Steve. I know. <laughs> Once the time is over, then you can chime in if you'd okay. like. Uh, Phoenix. Thank you. Nice. The, the, the video board at Phoenix is probably the nicest. It's, I just like the ever, whole deal, the whole yeah, atmosphere, yeah. not having a pit or not having to set up. It's just everything about, I love Phoenix. The dirt. I like the dirt. Did you say the video board is better at Dallas or better at Phoenix than Dallas? Steve? No. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. It's a nice video board though. Okay. It's a nice video board. 
Uh, what's your favorite stadium, Alan? Atlanta. So you guys are both coming at it from lack of work. <laughs> That's why you both picked what you did, because it was a lack of work. No, those, those, are, both, those are both great stadiums. Does, well, does Daytona and, count as a stadium? Daytona's a shithole. Okay. <laughs> That's not very nice. nice. Daytona's the worst race of the year. It's better, Hands than, down. It's better than your favorite stadium. I'm going to tell you what your favorite stadium is. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Coliseum. No. The Rogers Center, bro. You stay there. You <laughs> never go outside. It's a giant circle. You never leave. If you go outside, you freeze instantly like that movie The Day After Tomorrow. No, you don't. You got, you got, you got Pizza Pizza across the street. You got the poutine place down the road. Starbucks are everywhere. Uh, the Maple Leafs are there. Hockey Hall of Fame. Rogers Center. Stamp it. Clearly, Summer Cross didn't mean anything to you. No, Summer Cross was great. Yeah, was, Coliseum was a, was a hole, though. Oh, I did jump in that funny. pool after You it did over. jump in the pool. Do you like Rogers Center, Baluti? Um, I, I like what you're saying about it. Yeah. The dirt sucks. Uh, it's better now. It's good now. It's okay. It, it's huge. Pe- I, nah, the- and it's cold. Nah, nah it's not my uh, favorite fuck, place. Fuck you. The people that really run the hotel expensive. are a-holes. Oh, are they? Oh, God, yeah. Even to Canadians? They're just... I was going to fight there. JT, what stadium you like? Uh, you never did say. Stadium, huh? Tony Berluti almost got me in a fight in Toronto too. I year. did. Yeah. San Diego is my answer. How's that? What? I know. I know you were going to ask, but San no Diego. Because you get that upper deck and you can sit real good. Bro, the whole deal. that thing's a pile. You're a pile. And it rains every fucking year in San Diego. Yeah, it's great weather. Uh, I think what, I think Seattle's pretty cool. The, mics are, the race the always kind of sucks because yeah, the dirt's terrible. But. Yeah. Um, no. So, uh, How about Vegas? Well, you got the Thunder Valley, uh, Thunder Alley, whatever it's called. No, the best about Vegas is it's 20 minutes away. Oh. Uh, That's a fast I, Are you guys t- done whispering stories? Or? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're telling right. stories. Okay. <laughs> what did JT say? I missed it. I said, said I kind of like Seattle. Up. Seattle. kind of cool. Uh, you guys are all. You're kidding me on Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. No, not, the, not like the track or anything. I just like the, I kind of like the city and the way the stadium is. And you, it started out as stadium, right? Yeah, it was the stadium. I guess, I guess yeah. No. I, the, I went with the, question, the whole venue. The question was stadium. Yeah, it was yeah, stadium. Yeah, going on. So you like mud races? Pookie, no. what do you like? No, that's the whole thing. I no, didn't, I know. I didn't know we were bringing that in. I get you. It. No, get we're you. bringing everything in, and, and Roger Center's the best. Stamp it. I like Stamp Anaheim. Stamp it. Anaheim? Yeah. Classic, bro. <laughs> Anaheim's not bad. The press box is good. Like a good loca- Too many douchebags up there, but oh. it's a good, good yeah. location. God, California people, are you kidding me? But the, the press box is low, and it's like, yeah. Have you ever worked Toronto as a mechanic? No, bro. Come on. Yeah. You know what's going to be good? It's going to be New York this year. It's going to be good. <laughs> New York's oh, going to be good. boy. It is. I went to the Meadowlands back in the day. Does that count? Oh, God, brother. You're really dating yourself with the Meadowlands. Well, whatever, dude. I'm just saying. It's, the last it's race all there was union 91. up there. You watch, you watch us getting in and out of that place. It's all union. We won't be able to. That's going to be really tough for me. My, rent, my rental car and then I go. Right, I'm gonna go. walk right out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna stop me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, not for you, but for like just moving anything. Ah, you, who gives whole, a shit? Ah, well, you was know. that before Fulton County Stadium? Uh, no, I went to Fulton it was about County. the same time. Fulton County no, was eighty. 89- Ful- yeah, Fulton was before. Yeah, the oh, Badlands. Yeah. yeah, Fulton was like '93. Did you guys ever? No, even before that, Fulton was before. Yeah, but that. I mean, it ended. In oh, 90- yeah, it ended in '93. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to see something hilarious. Atlanta, 1990. 
the epic battle. Badass. Okay. Yeah. RJ passes for the lead. A young Jason Thomas in a camel supercross jacket is doing jumping jacks in the background. Oh, yeah. He's on the video. Really? He's on the floor because his I'll dad worked for the AMA. Did he point it out to you? On he, the track. Oh, yeah. How would have you known? JT told me. I'm wow. standing on the it's, track. It's, I believe it's 16 minutes in on the YouTube version. He is – RJ passed for the lead and JT is having going ape shit. Wow. He is freaking out over RJ taking the lead. Oh, wow. That's cool. And Tony Berluti was working that race. How do you feel now, Berluti? No, actually, that's a funny story. I missed it. Oh, okay. All right. I was a 125 guy back then, and I was headed that way, and I had box van troubles. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't have to be If you would have asked me that night at either. chicken parties, I would have been like, hell yes, to parties. Oh, there you go. Chicken just offered me a line. <laughs> Uh, all right, next question. He, he probably led for a minute, didn't he? They all did. No, no. I think everybody led yeah. for a minute that yeah. night. Yeah. Alan, who is the best mechanic you've ever worked with? Me. This question is for Alan. Sean Irwin. Bro, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right over here. And Sean came from, like, pure intern. Like, he was a car mechanic. Who sh- is Sean? Does does Berluti count though? Also, he only we only did one race. Does oh, that count? Did you, you work with him? Hey, is Sean is Sean the big guy? No, Sean is that's Kyle Bentley. Mechanic. That's he's, Kyle he's, Bentley. He's, works for you now. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I was talking about Sean that worked for uh, Honda Troy forever. Oh, no. Sean Persinger. Persinger. No, no, okay. not him. Sean no. Irwin. I'm not. He's sure Will Hans guy he's now. Will he's he's Blake Maggot's guy. Oh, okay. I'm not. I don't know him too well. No. Okay. Good guy. Quiet. You'd never know him because he wouldn't talk. He doesn't talk. Used to be Tim Ferriss. He was mechanic. well. He was an intern for Allen. Then he was Tim Ferriss' practice mechanic. Then he got a Sharon Richards got him a job with Pro Circuit, and then the rest is history. Gotcha. Whatever. Do you know that Paul Barabinos? Uh, I taught Paul Barabinos how to properly wash a bike. You did, yes. yes. He's told me that before. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Um, Apply water, hey, soap, rinse, repeat. Uh, no, no, no. Special mechanic ways, JT, that you wouldn't know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, next question. All right, that's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Thanks to Moser for those questions. Uh, X-Brand.com, EKSBrand.com, Pulp Show 13 saves you 30% off. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. Stamp it. Uh, There's a lot of guys out there trying to prove that. Um, I did pay you, right, JT, today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, okay. Just, just checking. Um... Uh, Tits, can you please tell us all about this thing called Optrix? Yep. Um, we're actually just getting ready to release within the next couple of days a new product called the Cycle X. And what it is it's actually a bar mount uh, for your mountain bike or road bike or your, even your dirt bike. Works with the, all of the uh, XD5 or the Photo Pro products. So that way you can, uh, when you're doing your training or your uh, riding, you can have the thing right on the handlebar. It's rugged, so it's going to last if you crash or whatever. See your, um, you know, see your phone, get your text, whatever. So those are only thirty nine ninety five if you already have a case, or one hundred thirty nine if you don't. And that comes with the case and whatnot. They're very cool. I have one myself, and I love it. So use the code PulpMX at Optrix.com and get fifteen percent off of your order. Boom. There we go. Very exciting. What's it called? The Cycle X. Cycle X, Berlute. Gotcha. Yeah, bro. Um, hey, Steve. Yep. Do you have any riders wearing x brand this weekend? Percy? Um, yep. 
king of Bercy? <laughs> no. The prince of Bercy? Uh, I, I was asking, like, honestly, I wasn't trying to make a joke. I didn't know. Sure. We do. The prince. What? Who's the prince? What are you talking well, about? In the lights class. No, they don't have a lights class anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just have one class. One only? Yeah. What happened to the prince? I don't know, Berlin. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. Who's wearing Clearly. It? Obviously. I was just trying to help Philly. you out, Steve. The last time you were there, Baluti Bale probably won. He was racing. Yeah, he won that night. That was awesome. He was incredible, How actually. How about the time that he came out of retirement and was almost as fast as JT in practice? Uh, miss, I missed that one. Yes, he was. <laughs> no, where, he was. Where was yes, that he was. at? Where was Ninth, that? 2001. At Bercy? Okay. He was doing opening ceremonies, so he jumped into pro practice. Oh, yeah? Because he was going to ride some hot laps for opening ceremonies. Yeah. And he was only... Uh, half a second off of JT. Oh, stop it! You're so he was half a, right now. Half a second to a second you off of, of you. your mind. Personally, I think that guy's God. So if 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 he said that, I'd say that was pretty damn good. He was 50 years old and half a second Not off JT. 50 years old. Now you're <laughs> fucking out of your mind. How fast was he, JT? What what what, what are you talking? Uh, what you... He was probably a second or two slower. I mean, I wasn't killing him, but, I mean, it's JMB. What do you want? How'd you do that week? Uh, I got 10th. Oh, that's it respectable. Was, it was gnarly back then. Like, it was totally they, – they used to invite a million people. Uh, Nick then. Way, Steve Mathis, third. Yeah? Yeah, beating Jeremy McGrath. Whatever. Well, yeah. Chad Reed torpedoed him. Yeah, I know, but still doesn't count. <laughs> All right, uh, voicemails, 702-586-7857. Uh, feel free to call anytime. Alan, you included. Call anytime. Leave a message for the show. The best ones will get played, uh, and these are uh, the best ones of the week. Hey, what's going on? This is Chris. I'm uh, wanted to I wanted to chime in on the Chisholm versus Nicoletti debate you had on the last show. Um, Got to go with uh, Kyle all day long because he's going to promote your product way better. I mean, what kind of what you could get Chisholm and Brittany on the show. You can interview this guy and he talks and and has personality. I mean, no disrespect to Nicoletti, but he just seems angry and unhappy all the time. And, <laughs> I mean, results is one thing, but when you're when you're not top three, results are that important, I dare say. I know that's kind of debatable, but, I mean, ultimately it's how the guy interviews, how well he promotes your product. Do you want Phil Nicoletti standing in front of a truck with NFAB bars on it, or do you want Kyle Chisholm standing in front of a truck with it? I mean, those are sort of the things I think that you guys weren't really talking about that I think are really, really important. So just thought I'd mention it because I'm listening to the archive now and all fired up. Show later. Um, I said I picked Chisholm. Now, people were telling me, buzzing me, tweeting me, texting me, saying I, I picked Nicoletti. No. You picked Chiz. I did. Yeah. You I did. Remember, I remember so the, very much so disagreeing. I thought so, Mosier picked picked so the Nicoletti ass, was the me. Assholes that I were, picked Nicoletti. The assholes that said yeah. I picked Nicoletti were wrong. Yes. Right. I thought yeah. I picked Chisholm. Yeah. yeah. You picked Nicoletti. You yes, picked I Nicoletti. Did. Yeah, I Moser still, I picked still Nicoletti. Chisholm, JT picked Chisholm, and Berludi picked Nicoletti. Yeah, for sure yeah. JT because they're Florida guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So. Wow, you're really mean to your your, yeah. your people. Why? Man. What do you mean? Yeah, they're they're fucking assholes. I didn't say fuck. I just said oh, they're assholes. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, they just insisted that I was wrong, and I, Some I knew of them are assholes. I knew I picked. Yeah, no, Ch- you, you Chism. got Chisholm because I think the best to the best. Now you have a good point. Chisholm was hurt. Can he get back? That's my only concern. I mean, I don't think Chisholm is. I guess it's hard to f- 
talk about because the field is so different. But Chisholm's gotten top five before, you know, indoors and out. Maybe not indoors. Outdoors for sure. Yeah, he did. He did indoors. Yeah, right. And, and, 2010. and Nicoletti rode fantastic for the NFAB Yamaha team, but I never saw him get a fifth. Alan, why didn't he get a fifth? Because. You fucked him over. Because his guy didn't crash enough. <laughs> Tickle. Twice. Uh, right. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Hey, putting all bias aside, do yep. you think that Chisholm would, <laughs> or Nicoletti would, one would be a, a noticeably better spokesman for a product versus the other? No, I, I, I don't see that. that at all. I don't see that either. I don't, this guy talking about Phil being angry and all that, he's just reading us on Twitter and, you know, talking about what we make fun of Phil. No, no, I don't see. Yeah, I, I don't buy that either. JT, do you see one better being a better spokesman? If you were, say, Nabisco and you had to hire one of these guys? Uh, no, I think they're both very, uh, very marketable guys in their own right. By the way, speaking of JMB, I just got an email from JMB. <gasps> no, you did. Yes, you I did. did. You're full of it. I am. Let I, me I, see I, it. No. You're full of it. Look, you he, lie. That guy's yeah, my. You, you lie. His his email address is uh is I'm not gonna give it out. It's it's uh I will say that it's JMB one one one. He's awake this morning. It's like morning. six in the morning in France right now. He's well, awake. Hey, look, hey. Here we go. Look at Seabird Louie. His first thought is of Steve Mathis. <laughs> I'll be damned. To be clear, he was emailing me back. So what did he say? I you didn't know how read hard it. it is to forge an email account? Please stop emailing me. <laughs> <laughs> Please, le weirdo, stop le emailing me. Uh, anyways, so all right. That's funny. You sure, that, you sure that's not Eric Sorby just messing with you? No. Or Eric Sorballs. No. There is a guy on Twitter that says the real JMB. It's not JMB, though, but people think it is. I, it's, what a liar. But it says the real JMB on there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. All right. Next question. Next voicemail. What's up? This is Cody. Hey, I was that curious. It might be a little late for a JT jersey, but uh, I'd like to you know, donate like 100 or 200 bucks to a privateer of JT's choice for uh, one of his jerseys. So, uh, yeah, I'll be listening. Thanks. What do you think, JT? I mean, and, and for the record, I'm a privateer, so, you know, I could. Uh, yeah, we could do that. I need to figure out um, kind of the best way to do it, but we can do something for sure. All right, so this guy needs to email the show, show at gmail.com. And yeah, maybe we'll have a – maybe we can turn into like a, a contest or something. Like we'll have oh, – somehow we'll do voting for what privateer is the most deserving or something. Right. Do something where we can get interactive. Well, I mean – Tits is getting back into riding. He's a privateer. He doesn't have any. Do you have any factory help? Uh, no, no, not yet. I'm okay. still trying. I'll send out my resumes and stuff. Okay, so if Tits is a privateer right now, so uh, he could use the two hundred bucks. Send it to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, at, that's why she married me. Yeah, she thinks that like she can't stop laughing. It's hilarious. All right. The wife, the wife laughing at the husband's jokes. All right, let's go. No one else is laughing. Hey Steve, great show as always. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the motocross tracks, the supercross tracks in particular, and how just how bad they are these days. I mean, if you remember back in the 80s and 90s, there were, you know, the 125 couldn't do the triples, and, and uh, you know, it, 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 there was a separation between the good riders and the bad riders, and nowadays the tracks are just too easy. And it's not about people getting hurt. It's about creating obstacles that, that only the, the gifted can do. And this was... Nowhere more evident than in the last uh, the last Monster Cup when you have kids, 13-year-old kids on super minis, you know, hucking the triple. And that is pathetic that we put these 450 riders and these 250F riders out there and we, we show the, the triple being the marquee jump 
um, of the track, and it, it's just pitiful. Those things need to be whatever, 100 feet. I remember being at Daytona once, and Brock Sellers, I heard him talking to his mechanic because he was stressed about jumping the triple jump at Daytona. I mean, he just was like he didn't want to do it. And his mechanic was trying to get him to nut up to do it. I mean, what happened to those days? Now it's like everybody does it first lap. It's bullshit. Things need to change. That's what's got to change motorsport. sport. That is what has to change. All right. Thanks, Steve. See you guys. Bye. Uh, he has a point in saying that the super mini minis and everything's jumping everything at the Monster Cup. He's got a point. Kind of what we were talking about before, about the track, the bikes being so good and governing the bikes and all that. But, uh, I mean, there well, is so the much. The reason you see people scrubbing as hard as they're scrubbing is because the jumps are so easy. Yeah, and I mean the stadium floors are not getting any bigger, and there's not more dirt being brought in. So to make a jump that a 450 or a 250 is going to struggle, you, you're going to have they're going to 125 feet. come out of a corner, jump, land, corner. <laughs> right. That's it. You did the whole. You know, what I mean, yeah. Yeah, so four strokes have really made Supercross pretty boring in the last ten years. Bo- worse than it used to be. Let's say two stroke days were pretty good. You had to be. Pretty perfect, pretty pretty precise, and you know some good racing. I don't know. What Ever been to this website called Vital MX? <laughs> I know, but it's true in a certain way. So, uh, is that it? That's it. Nope. Oh, okay, one more. Hey guys, uh, Nate here with the uh, Hi, Nate. Dead Parents. Just calling in to chime in on this racer X comment guy commenting that Jason Thomas has been a trail rider his whole life. Uh, not putting it past the racer X comment guys to actually think that the Jason Thomas they're referring to is the Jason Thomas that races either the GMCC or one of the off-road series where there's an actual Jason Thomas trail rider. So, I mean, I don't know if this guy might actually think it's that Jason Thomas and not JT Money. Um, so maybe uh, there's a little bit of uh, illustrious career of uh, Jason Thomas that this guy has no clue of, but actually thinks he's the actual trail rider. Um, anyways, just thought I'd chime in on that. If anyone's thought about that or picked that up, I think I hit you up on Twitter about it. Anyways, keep up good work and um, uh, have a good show. I, I don't think there is a Jason Thomas who races GNCC series, but I don't think this guy knew that. No, because he comments on everything I write. Oh, okay. And he's always just whatever, saying stupid stuff, so... And there was so much sarcasm in his comment. He knew exactly what he was yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was not mistaking you for Jason Thomas, the genius. No, writer. and he does it every time, so it's there, like whatever. There was a guy on Racetrack's comments who, like, just blasted me. I mean, just, you know, this fat donkey doesn't know anything. And I mean, the guy was brutal. Everything I wrote, everything I did. So I got his email address from RacerX. You know, you got to register with an email. And I wrote him, and I said, look, that's totally cool you don't like what I write or you don't like what I have to say. I get it. But did I like run over your dog someday? Because this is very personal. And I just, what did, do you personally know me? Because you're really, really getting very personal and very angry with me. And uh, the guy wrote back, no, man, I just, I don't like anything you do. (laughs) And I'm like, that's cool. I don't care. Like, but send him to me. You were, I mean, the guy was just out of hand, you know, and yeah. and he hasn't really done it much. So yeah. maybe you yeah. give him a set of goggles or something, JT. Man, honestly, anonymity on the internet gives people it brings out the worst in people. It really does. 
So yeah, I don't I mean, know why. I don't know why. Look at our. You pro- get, if you let people type something with no recourse or consequence, it brings out the worst in people for some reason. Look at our producer. Tislesdary is not his real name, and he can do whatever he wants and yeah, say whatever he wants. So, uh, yeah, it's brutal. Racehorse comments. Alan, you're not. You're not. Com- you're not one of those guys that comments on those message boards, are you? I uh, never commented on a message board anywhere. Okay. Berluti? Never. Is it you? Are you the one bagging on JT? You guys are smart. No, not not message boards. All I know is I haven't really gotten, don't really get too many sponsorships from message boards, so I don't really worry about what they say. Back in the old days. Hey, there are some people that really do care what they say, though, in this industry. There really are. I am surprised how many people do. Yes. Kind of, they think it's real, like they, they take it a little too serious. Yes. It's it's a world of make believe. It's not vital is life. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Life is day, vital, cycle, vital is life. Oh, there right. were cycle yeah. news voices and then you had to write in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember the one time took a week or two. And they made fun of Glover in a cycle news and like a month later they ran one of Glover's letters in oh. in, in the wind. <laughs> uh, like I'm just like in the wind. In the wind. And it was Glover saying uh, Emig called me a cheap ass and he didn't want to be a cheap ass like me. Well, I'm not cheap or whatever. And I remember, ooh. But we had to wait like. I'm not cheap. We had to wait like three weeks for Glover's retort. <laughs> so, uh, good times. Um, hey, uh, Berluti, thanks for coming in. Yeah, appreciate it, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, good times. Always you, with Tony I'm kind of hurt, though. Yeah, I mean, there's more and more people that don't like me on the show, so I'm kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take it personal. Well, it goes like, back to the. And an enemy. No, I'm joking. Anna, minute. I appreciate being on, Steve. I appreciate you inviting me in. Uh, Alan Brown, NFAB, uh, Ty Lube Yamaha, team owner. Good luck with Chisholm and Nicoletti this year. Looking forward to it. We'll be coming. Look out for us. <laughs> wow, so much enthusiasm. Well, <laughs> well I mean, I don't want to, you know, get Tony too worried. Donk, but... in or out. Donk, <laughs> in or out. I heard he's working on something. With you? I heard he's working on something, and it's not super gross. Is it a dirt bike? Yeah. He hopes to be working on a Who's dirt donk? bike. Who's Donk? St- Scott Donkersgaard. Poor Donk. Probably he doesn't know him. No. I stay, in my, no. Own, I stay <laughs> in my own little area. I don't know many people. Does he listen to this show? Who? Donk. No. Yeah. Oh, oh me. Yeah. Yeah. Really, he doesn't listen to the show. Not often. Uh, um, yeah, Arena Cross. Donk, Arena Cross. Like I said, I heard he's working on something not yeah. super gross. Okay. What do I know? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, did you have fun, Alan? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, hey, it's a lot more fun being here than listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. It is fun, ain't it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Berlutz, <laughs> Berlutz, if you asked me, if you would have asked me two years ago, would Tony Berluti like coming over and doing the Pulp Show? I would have said, fuck no. He probably would hate it. Like, he, you know, he doesn't understand these all these buttons and lights and things, you know. But uh, uh, he's good on it. And he, he likes it. It's very surprising. Thank you, Steve. What's that, Berlut or JT? He gets free Guinness. Yeah, he gets free Guinness. Yeah, yeah. No, life's good here for Berlut. Yeah, it's great. Um, Pizza, Guinness. Yeah. The dogs. I love dogs. There you Aww. go. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly racing, race deck suspension, X brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB cheap and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brop Bar, Eight Ten Solutions. Thanks to Jeff Massey, by the way, for coming on Eight Ten Solutions. Big deal uh, to help you out to, at A10 Solutions. W Wheels, John Henderson, uh, Ryan Dungey, Ken Roxon, Josh Hill. You run W? We work with John, yeah. You do work with John? Brands, okay, yes. fantastic. Uh-huh. All right. Um, and uh, Black Ops Moto and uh, Optrix all on board with us. Uh, Pookie, thanks for being Pookie. Yeah. 
Yeah, ToyotaDreamBuild.com, bro. Yeah, bro. We got to get this thing done, 10 a.m. And uh, Tits, thank you for coming in. Yeah, no problem. We are off next week, everybody. Correct. So, uh, And we'll be back the week after. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, yeah, see you around. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>